Happy New Year! TZ is back for another year. When all beavers This is when we do our best work, right? Is the year of Tapezilla. We always I do our like, best work. I was like popping up a fresh new year and just doing a new TZ. That's the mm-hmm. best time. If you remember last year, and I, I'd have to take a look at the actual shows, but I'm pretty sure we did them like nearly weekly, maybe every two weeks for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I it was. It's like, like a, our New Year's resolution. Yeah, this is like working out to us. Mm-hmm. Except we go a little bit longer. The workout people always stop, you know, two yeah. weeks in. Do gyms hire like extra trainers for the first like two weeks of every year? Actually, that, I bet they do. That's an amazing question. I think they do. Mm-hmm. It's like I bet they do. it's like the uh, like GameStop for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's like retail hires a bunch of people for around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I bet gyms hire people for the first like month. I saw I saw something on the news. That said, eight um, percent of people keep their resolution through the whole year. Eight percent, no matter what it is. Yeah, well, yeah, it's all averaged out. Eight <laughs> percent. In a related story, eight percent of people are liars. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Especially not with the working out. That's got to be like. Are, are there negative percents? Because that's no. what it would be. That was like a weekend update joke. Mm. <laughs> mm. So. We don't really, I mean, we have some notes that we've taken. We've been off the air for five months, I think we counted. Yeah, but we didn't really miss anything. All that, no, there's lots of, it's been very eventful five months. We've got two system launches, and we've got a, and we've got yeah. Star of all kinds of stuff. Oh, video games, that's what I was supposed to be playing. System yes. schmistum. Yes. No, so we took five months off, and you'd think that would mean we'd be very prepared coming into this first episode of the new year. Um, I, I took a couple notes at around... Well, lunchtime today. Yeah. Um, Beave did have a couple as well. Just to kind of, you know, show people behind the curtain a little bit here. We do have this ongoing kind of persistent chat that we, we keep going. So a lot of this, the TZ still happens, just not for everybody else. It happens right. in private. private TZ. Yeah. We kind of do a private TZ just for ourselves. But uh, some of the ideas from that, you know, end up in, the, in our shows sometimes. But it's always organically. We don't like say, oh, man, we totally have to talk about X. Mm-hmm. Although we totally have to talk about what we talked about in the chat earlier, which you was, know, if Modelist X was coming out, we, we would have to totally talk about X. <laughs> <laughs> that you're right. That actually might happen. We might say in the chat we should probably talk about X because it just came out. Mm-hmm. So, X meaning exhibit. Yes, the, him too. The rapper. Well, hopefully nothing happens to him now. <laughs> I hope. Knock on wood. Jeez. You just that was like dooming him. Sorry, X. So are we gonna like give our quick? PS4, Xbox One thoughts, or are we just going to skip over that because it's been so long? Did you well, guys even get that thing? I have both of them. Well, I got the PS4 right at first because I, I knew since June I wanted that one. I had that one pre- pre-ordered since June. And uh, Xbox One was actually a, like a strangely large impulse buy you know, like a, a month later when I saw that it, it became available on Amazon. I just, well, what the hell? I'll, I'll probably want this eventually, so just why not? And uh, so... So far, sorry, but so far the most for me the most impressive thing about the Xbox One hardware is you know the little uh, the little code. What's the pic- name of those little picture codes? QR when I went codes. To QR sc- codes. Yeah, the QR code. When I went to scan in, I wanted to put in my Q. little time code. QR. Yeah, QR. When I went in to scan uh, scan the t- thing to give me Xbox Live time, I just showed it to the camera and it worked. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that was practical. That was the practical it, use of then the. Then it connect. taped you beating off for two weeks. 
It would have, but I turned the camera sideways. Like that's that's I'm a very I'm a surprisingly low tech person. So yeah, but I just kind of turned the connect sideways, sideways most of the time. <laughs> I don't like I don't like feeling like there's a little robot in my room that has mm-hmm. eyes and ears, and it's connected to the internet all the time. And I, you know, as a matter of realistically, I know it's probably not doing anything, but there's just still this little paranoid part of me that like, doesn't like that. Well, mm-hmm. there's the. Like, it's with the disk drives. There's a little man that spins it and a little man that reads it. And if you buy an Xbox... There's, there's a guy a staring man... at me. It's a dude Yeah, right there's a little there. man stand, yeah. stand, staring at you and a little man listening. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Does he have, like, a, a walkie-talkie that he tells the system? Like, does he do it or does he just watch it? No, they, okay. they write it down and then send it to the NSA. If, if, anyone uh, thinks I'm being silly, if anyone thinks I'm being silly, if you have an Xbox One in your room, stand in front of the camera and beat off. Like, next time you're going to beat off, do that. Mm-hmm. Is that. Like, would you ever... No. Put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if you if you think I'm crazy, do it. If you do, if if you're not going to do that, then don't call me crazy. <laughs> if you think I'm crazy, beat off in front of your Xbox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Sure, prove them wrong. Yep. Prove it. And prove you're pictures. not paranoid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my PS4 experience. Uh, I went into GameStop the day it came out, and I said, "What this do that my PS3 don't do?" The guy said, "Contrast," and I said, "Fucking sold." Oh. Well, isn't contrast said, on the PS3 said, also? Is it? I actually don't know. Uh, wait, wait, contrast? Isn't the game? Yeah, isn't contrast the PS4 game that nobody likes? Oh yeah. All right, that was the joke. So I've played. I haven't um, even tried it yet, so I, I don't. I'm not. In no, actually, show. I don't. I don't hate contrast. I played a little bit of it. Um, it's it's all right. It's a little janky. Supposedly they patched it since I played it to make it less janky, but me. What were you were you were you gonna say something next? Because oh my god! Like speaking of janky, isn't that like uh, Cyber Ninjas or whatever the hell it's called? Cyber Ninjas. Yeah, the Cyber Ninja one that Peter likes, even though it's janky. Warframe. Yeah, Warframe. Yeah, the, the main game I've actually been playing on PS4 for the most part has been Warframe. Like I have Assassin's Creed Four. And I've got um, some other things, but Warframe is the main one that I'm playing. And really, it would be almost the perfect game if it actually worked well, because the frame rate in that game is shocking at times. And, and I don't even know like how it's even like it's so bad sometimes. I don't even know how they how they can release that to the public. It's it's really bad in some missions, and it, I, I don't get it. They they needed to uh, to get that one uh, working a little better before putting because, it live. Like, I've played it. I've only played the the earlier missions where there aren't a lot of enemies so the frame rate's fine yeah. but I think once people have played enough like they're kind of invested and then the frame, get, frame rate gets shitty and they're like oh mm-hmm. man I'm that's stuck. it and because it's not if you're playing alone um, you don't end up you know unless you deliberately disable online stuff you won't be alone very much in this game at least not right now but if you're alone, it's usually fine. The problem is when you have four people running around and tons of enemies. I mean, it probably adds. It, I'm pretty sure it adds more enemies for more people. It gets mm-hmm. crazy. It, it just in some of these missions where you're supposed to like defend a point while the while waves of enemies keep attacking. You know that stuff's great and that'd be a lot of fun. But when you have four dudes doing that and you have dozens and dozens of enemies, the frame rate it, it's it's consistently in the teens and lower during those parts, and it's it's hard to even function. And the, the, it's such a shame because the game would be so fun. It, it makes me just want to play it on PC, but I can't because I don't want to start from square one. And, and also, I, I like the idea of being on PS4 with other people who started from scratch, I guess. Yeah, there was kind of mm-hmm. that nice starting yeah. period being, what, a month and a half ago. 
fun game. But also, the I think that the pay to the 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 microtransaction like pay hooks. You know, every free to play game has a certain amount of microtransaction hooks in it. Um, the question is always how bad it is. I think there's a little bit. It's a little bit much because it's so. It's like the the amount of grinding it takes to get something that would only cost a few bucks. Like that ratio seems a little bit, a little bit like tre- like a little bit mean. Like it could how be much, a little bit nicer. How much does a uh, ten extra frames per second cost? I would pay ten bucks for a ten oh. extra frames a second. Frames per second. Heyo. It actually costs a couple grand. Yeah. In a kill zone, I got kill zone. I I only played it a few times in the first couple of days. And I haven't really played it since. You know, I've played like six missions or whatever in the single player. It's got you know, there's certain as- certain moments when the graphics look really, really, really nice. But just generally speaking, it's a turd game. It's really boring, and there's and it's uh, annoying. Yeah, I I watched it played for maybe an hour, and. Uh... My general impression of it's the same. It it's, was uh, it had some really pretty spots and it has some neat stuff in it, but uh... it's a tech demo basically. I mean, in certain re- in s- most of the time it looks rather good, and sometimes it looks amazing, and sometimes it looks a little shitty. But most of the time it just looks really good. But everything else about it is mediocre. You know, the the level design, the combat, the gameplay, the gunplay, it's all poor, and um, that's a, that's kind of a shame. But I I never really played the kill other Killzone games much, so maybe that's just par for the course with Killzone. I don't know. Yeah, in fairness to Killzone, that hour I was exposed to it is the first hour I've seen of any Killzone. It's just got that launch title net launch title feeling where it's just kind of like, well, let's let's figure out, you know, what are we gonna let's use the it new feature feel, like a checklist. It, use the new features. Yeah, show it off did some feel new graphics. Very, uh, very launch title. It did. Yeah, and um. It could have it could have been helped by and Knack kind of falls under the same thing. I actually have Knack and Killzone. Um, Knack really isn't that bad, but it just is too long. And Killzone, mm-hmm. I think it's the same way. If they had just made like a really polished six-hour game instead of what is it like fifteen hours? I don't think no people idea. would complain if it was like a great six-hour game, but it's it's a kind of mediocre 12 15 hour game. I think it has deeper I, problems than just being too long. Like just the basic gunplay is so poor. It I I I said, you know, most of the time when I'm shooting dudes with machine guns or whatever, it just feels like a water hose and you have to spray them for a long time with that hose before they get wet enough that they fall down. And it just there's nothing that feels like real satisfying gunplay. Um they've got talented artists and programmers there clearly, but they don't seem to like understand some of the most important, just small things, like making those guns and the and the feedback from shooting a bad guy feel really good, and it doesn't. It feels they also like really yeah. they fucked up the checkpoints a lot too. Like I'm not very far, actually. I'm probably mission three or four or something. And but I haven't played it since November because I played it for a couple of hours and I forget what I was doing, but it was something un- just annoying. And I died after a while. And when it sent me back, even 20 minutes or whatever it was, I just was like, no, not right now. There's that, but uh, I heard the multiplayer is good. I haven't really gotten into that. Um, uh, but the other thing is the level design is poor. Like, w- there was one experience in like the fir- I think the first or second level that really kind of sealed the deal for me. I, there's this place with these this building that's like blown up in the middle, and there's all these levels of the building, and you can keep going down, and th- then you can get to the ground level where there's the ground between the two halves of the building. Yeah, I remember. and it's like f- it's like a five foot drop. You should just be able to walk across. If you yep. touch the ground there, you die. Yep. And that there's no place for that in in 2014 or 13. You fell in a pit like Mario. Yeah, it's just it's an artificial death where you're not even properly signaled that it's going to be an artificial death. It's yeah, the stupid. ground texture wasn't like lava or anything. Like I know exactly yeah. what the spot you're talking about. It just it was kind of a muddy ground texture. 
So, and it wasn't much of a drop, so I dropped down there too and died. I, like, I the wonder fuck? if they put some kind of output in the code to see how many people went there thinking they could walk there. Like, they should have also. Thing. They should have clicked into the PlayStation camera if somebody had it to take a picture of their face as yeah. they died there. <laughs> they can make like a whole. They sh they should make like a whole. What's the like a whole? What's the word when you make a picture out of a bunch Montage. of other pictures? Collage. Yeah, whatever. I, I, it's it's the moments past. Right. So there's also uh, what else did I get on PS4? Was that it? Just Assassin's Creed. I've played that a little. I like it. I'm not like. There's a lot of people who are big fans of Assassin's Creed games, and if you are, then you like it because you guys like it, and you're fans mm. of Assassin's Creed. I, Assassin's certain, Creed is a delight. Yes, and there, there's certain things about it. Like I want to like Assassin's Creed. But there's certain things about it that just bother me. I don't like the like like little things that just bother me for some reason. I don't like that you can draw your swords, but you're not allowed to swing them unless the game decides that there's an enemy there. And that's I don't actually like, like, it, that's different. This game, like, and in, in, I'm pretty sure three had it. I didn't play as much three as I did two in Brotherhood, but you could in uh, Revelations, you could kill anybody in those old games. But yeah, once uh -huh. you got to like two or three within a certain time period, it's like you know, one yeah. more and you're desynchronized. Yeah, it yelled at you that you know. Ezio yeah. or Connor I'm like, or whatever didn't I, do that. I'm a big proponent of a game just kind of setting in mechanics and letting you do what you want. I don't like this artificial stuff like you can't attack them. They're not a guard or they're not an enemy. So you can't even swing your sword. And like this desynchronization stuff if it does if you do something it doesn't like. Like the whole gimmick, I think they should just leave that behind and start just making games that are set yeah. in, in the time, you know. There's a I, really good chance that uh Pirates or Black Flag is going to be its own series and not be yeah. really Assassin's Creed anymore anyway. Yeah, I, I think it would benefit them greatly to drop the whole Abstergo Assassin thing and just make a bitchin' pirate game series. It's been moving that way. They've been turning it into an open-world game, like, bit by bit, right? Yeah, well, they, they got the, the ship combat working in 3. That was, like, the one thing people loved mm -hmm. about 3. And they just, they, you know, amped yeah. it up with 4. 4 is everything that was good about 3 and fixing a lot of the issues that there were from 3. I, I love 3. I mean, people that listen to the show know I, I, I really liked 3, but um, 4 is everything that was good about 3 and more. Um, and it's like all of the, the high points of 3, except it's just hours and hours and hours of it. Do you guys yeah, think The wilderness, also good. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's wilderness, but not the nonsense from 3, where you're running for, you know, is there Is miles. there anything, like, really challenging to do in Assassin's Creed 4, or is it just always just yeah. kind of relaxing? Yeah, there's there's... Some pretty tough stuff. I mean, as far as the ship combat goes, there are yeah. these um, these legendary ships. I'm not sure if you. That's what I was yet. thinking of too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything where like They're it's hard to do, and you, and when you do it, you feel like yes, I accomplished something. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, I, I'd say the, the, what are there six or eight legendary ships? Yeah. I'd say those I are, still haven't beaten a legendary ship yet. Oh, wow. There's what one that's a little easier than the others. That's the one that I've done. But uh, there's others that I like. I hit once and I die. Yeah. The the one I did was there were two ships actually. Oh, uh, I heard about that one. <clears throat> and that's the only one I've tried because they did like one pass on me and I was dead. <laughs> yeah, so those are cool if you're into the ship combat. What do you, what do you get if you kill a legendary ship? Um, money. You get a lot of money. And oh, cool. You get it checked off your map, which is really kind of what mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed ends up being towards the end. Is just checking. Things oh, it off is. The map. It's yeah. It, it's a wicked check. Yeah, it, it's just a checklist because if you if you beat the fort in an area of your map it shows you where all of the chests and uh pieces animus pieces and stuff like that are so then you're like well i've got to go get those now um and i went around and beat i just the last time i played which was a little over a week ago now um i finished beating all the forts so 
the map just has all this stuff on it that I have to whack them all. Yeah, now. and every time you get to a new city or town or whatever, it pops up and it knows that's what you're doing. So up in the top mm-hmm. right, and you can hit the, I think, R1, um, brings up the list of everything in that city. So it shows you how many assassins contracts, how many um, you know little collectibles there are, treasure chests and everything. Um, and those start getting checked off as you get them. So each yes. town has its own kind of checklist. Yeah. Big danger for OCD people. I kind of like the whack-a-mole thing in Far Cry th- uh, 3, but at the same time, it did get kind of like pointless at some point. You know what I mean? So one like, cool well, thing Assassin's Creed, I'm sorry, Beef, that Assassin's Creed 4 did was it basically stole the, um, the hunting yeah. aspect from Far Cry 3. So yeah. you kill a certain amount of whatever animal, and now you can, um, you can create like a... Uh, Do you have a bow and arrow? Health. Uh, no. Oh. No. I think three you did that. In, in three... I don't know if you had an arrow in three. You had your rope dart thing, and I know you get the rope dart. I don't have it yet in four, but yeah, I know you get it. Yeah, they show it. Yeah, it's in the menus. Um, but yeah, so it, it takes that whole crafting aspect, but the problem is you can just go and buy the stuff too. Mm-hmm. So if you have enough money, you never have to hunt you can pretty much yeah. just throw that piece away. That's what I'm going to do because I don't like shooting like the monkeys and stuff. I oh, I hate monkeys. I, if you can shoot monkeys, then I'm in. You can. Yeah, I want to play now. <laughs> there are all sorts of different monkeys to shoot. I don't like and, the whaling stuff. You don't yeah, like killing I don't whales? like the whaling. Even like uh you there are like different types of whales and um like orcas and different types of sharks and there are bull sharks and hammerhead sharks and great white sharks mm-hmm. and you know, gray white sharks are dicks. Yeah, but they're assholes. It's it's still pretty gruesome. The whole whaling thing is pretty. Yeah, is there anything in, as brutal as what I did to those turtles in in Far Cry Three? Yes, it's way worse yeah. because like you're when you go whaling, even if you're doing it on a shark, I guess sharking, um, you you're in your little rowboat and you have these harpoons and you throw the harpoon at the thing and it makes the it makes like a blood splatter, and then there's yeah. like a blood trail in the water, and and then you're hooked on. Yeah, then you're hooked onto it. So the shark or whale or whatever is pulling your boat around. Yeah. <clears throat> and then at the end, when you finally kill the thing, yeah, that's brutal. Um, it they're hauling it up out of the water by its tail, and it's like dripping blood everywhere. And that's that's the reality. If you want, you you need to gross. see what you did. But you don't need to. Just have enough money. You can just buy that yeah. shit. Just buy them. Just buy the skins. It's actually not worth doing that stuff anyway. It just takes too much time. Like the whaling mm-hmm. stuff. You have to, first of all, buy enough upgrades to actually be able to fight the whales because you won't mm-hmm. have enough harpoons. And he damages your boat, and so you need a stronger little you know rowboat. Um, and then once you actually do it, it just takes minutes to actually... And you might not actually do it. You might die uh, trying to fight a shark or a, a whale. Yeah. So just buy them. Yeah, but it's like a, it's like a five-minute commitment yep. unless you get your ass kicked which is entirely possible mm-hmm. i tried to do a whale very early because um the like the first whaling thing i saw was a white whale i'm like well i should probably try to get that because i don't know if they're rare or something right. um and it kicked my ass is that the biggest one i don't know there's one probably. that i think you can only get when your friends see it or something and it, then it pops up on all your friend friends maps uh, yeah um but yeah, I mean, there's there's all the map stuff, and it's really cool to just go around and be able to get off the boat whenever you want. And now, I will check say, out a I will island. say this, Beef, that you were were talking about Assassin's Creed Four, I think, on our last episode, even, and said you can go right from the island and jump onto your ship, and there's mm-hmm. there's no screen in between, which is true for some of the islands. Yeah, it ended up being half true. Yeah. It's uh, it's not true for cities, right? Which is still yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. 
It's like, are you sure you want to leave? Well, I feel like that's the uh, the decision they made in order to make it cross-gen. Probably, actually, yeah, you might be right. Um, they probably could have done that on PS4 if it had been PS4 or PS4 and X-Bone. Yeah, and it's actually exclusive. really pretty on PS4. I'm sure the PS the um, PC version's prettier, but as far as mm-hmm. uh, the frame rate's solid at 30-ish, yeah. and uh, it's 1080p. It's, my, fa- my favorite the weather thing, effects are great. My favorite thing is when you're walking across those shingles on the roof, the sound it makes. <laughs> Yeah, it it does a lot of environmental stuff very well. It makes, you know, all the contextual noises and all that stuff. And I feel like they did a better job with stealth in this one. Um, There are still some kind of engineered, like the fort battles. As soon as you destroy all the guns on a fort, you then have to raid the fort and kill, Mm -hmm. like, the officers and that sort of stuff. And that's just a free-for-all combat. There's very little uh, stealth involved in that. But uh, Well, even the pirate ships, so you could have, like, a against um you know one of the man of wars like a really kind of hectic battle and then you still have to take it over and Mm -hmm. a lot of times i'll die not a lot of times but a few times i've died actually trying to take the ship over after you actually defeat the ship yeah that's really fucking annoying um the one uh legendary ship you don't have to board it so Ah. you just have to beat it that's nice do you guys think that um the animus aspect adds anything to the game whatsoever. Oh, it fucking pisses no. me off when it happens. Yeah. No, and one of the annoying things about 4 is there are still present-day sections in it, and all you're doing is walking around an office building. It's yeah, fucking it's, it's, retarded. It's, and there's, like, this whole... It doesn't even... It, you want your video... If you're a game designer, I, it seems to me you want your game to have one constant aesthetic, everything consolidated. Yeah. And this this whole aspect with the animus and the modern day... I've always well, hated that so much. It just, and it's... It's even extra weird in 4 because in Assassin's Creed, all the previous games, the present day stuff has been, you still maintain third person, but in mm-hmm. 4, when you're present day, it's first person for some reason. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what they were thinking. No, and it feels uh, like tech demo-y in like, you know, when, you, when you're playing around with uh, like 3D modeling and stuff and you don't mm-hmm. have a character, you just kind of drop yourself into the world and like want to walk around. It feels like that. It feels like they created this world and then just dropped a camera into it and you just control the camera. Like yeah. you, you can't see your hand. You don't do anything. You just walk up, hit a button, and then you it starts some event. It's just a fucking waste yeah. of time in 4. Yeah, and you, you hack your uh, co-workers' computers by playing Frogger. It's, yeah, it's, it's bad. There, there's some silly stuff in it still. And I mean, even when you're in the pirate mode, um, which is the vast majority of the game. I mean, I, I think I've been in present-day stuff for, like, a grand total of a half hour or something, and then I've yeah, probably, probably got 14 know. or 15 hours into the game. And uh, the the pirate stuff still has some of the kind of classic uh, Assassin's Creed foibles. Like, you'll be running along and jump on a little crate that's only, like, a foot off the ground and get stuck there for a second. Um, so yeah. it's, it's not perfect. It's also still um, a little too sticky, uh, you know, yeah. you're trying to run... You're chasing after somebody, but he's sticking to every wall he sees or tries to yeah, uh, climb it's over. very sticky. That, that's a good word for it, is sticky. Hmm. And, like, you'll be climbing something, and it, it waits until it's really important that you climb something quickly, and then he just forgets what he's doing. And you have to, like, let go of the joystick and then press up again mm-hmm. in order to get him to climb up over an edge yep. or yeah, something. Yeah, he just stops. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've said, what the fuck are you doing? Plus, to him story-wise, I, like, I, I love the pirate stuff. I, I will buy every Assassin's Pirate whatever game they make. But mm-hmm. story-wise, and this is very early, so it's not really a spoiler, they don't explain how this guy is, how he has all the same moves as the Assassins. No. He's a pirate. No. Yeah, he, just, he basically starts life as an Assassin. Yeah, he, he's 
you know, it's a ten minute into the game spoiler. He like murders an assassin and steals his clothes, mm-hmm. and apparently steals all properties that the that the guy but had. Even before then, like you have to chase him down. Yeah, and you still have, you all, have all the that climbing stuff. and jumping moves and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, well, he's like a he's like a pirate. He climbs up the sail and you know climbs all over the ship and stuff. I mean that's I makes sense. Yes, so he does. Yeah, so. but like in the other games, there was like you know the training to become an assassin. This one, he's just already one of those guys. Yeah, and there was like in AC two, there was the gimmick where you had to chase your brother around on the roofs mm-hmm. and you know that sort of stuff. I mean, they could have done something like that very early like the very first thing in the game could have been you're on your boat and you have to chase your buddy around on the masts or something didn't people hate that brother thing that stopped a lot of people playing that game people hated that shit in um, 2 and 3 really just just explain that like hey he's done this for years that's all I needed somebody to say that you could have just shown him doing it like it it could have been a cutscene thing Mm -hmm. like you know you have to, he has to go up and fix some kind of sail and it just shows him shimmying up it or something you guys ever watch uh, Ninja Warrior Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy uh, Makoto Nagano, he actually has like a boat in Japan, and he trains on the boat. And you see him like pulling himself up the mast and stuff, you know, Ugh. up the up the ropes and everything on the boat. Oh, show me that for five seconds with the yeah. pirate guy. I'd be like, all right, exactly, he's one of them. Yeah, no, when when you're saying. when you're climbing around at the, the first time you climb around, it should just have words come up on the screen saying, "You've been doing this for years." <laughs> exactly, that's <laughs> all I needed. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's a really good life with this. That, the other thing I like about it is how he gets into um, treasure chests and the um, the loot. What do they call them? Not the treasure chest. Tre- the other things you have to loot, open. Loot bag. Loot bag. No, it's not loot bags. It's Go- goody uh, sack. The supply crate things. What are they called? Supply bag. Bobby. They're usually, Bobby. Well, they're just called like hidden. Well, no. What are they called? In goody the barrels. They're called something else. Yeah, because you get them in the ocean, too. Happy yeah. sack. Happy sack. Anyway, the things that are treasure chests, but they're not loot, treasure chests. Yeah, loot something. Yeah. Loot sack. Um, he just, like, for treasure chests, he kicks them. Yeah. And, for, and they just open up. And for other things, he just whacks them. And Whack sack. The first thing I thought of was he's just, he's the Zach Morris of pirates. You know, he, he, he slams the locker and opens. Yeah, it. he walks up to his locker and hits it with his elbow, and didn't, it opens up. Didn't God of War do that too? I think I feel like the early God of War games, like you were struggling, like he held the button, and he was like really struggling with the chest, and then yeah. later on he just fucking hits it and it opens. Like it's way oh, fast. Just because people are annoyed that they have to wait while he, you know, fiddles it with is, the lock. He's supposed to it's be stupid. a god, and he can't open up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be a mini game to open a treasure chest. No, but it had. But everything before this was hold circle for you know. A couple mm-hmm. seconds, and you watch the little the meter fill up. So this one, at least, they got rid of that. It just doesn't make sense that he kicks open every single lock. Yep, first try too. Yep, first try. What? Never had a problem. Let's uh, w- let's move it just a little bit here. What do you guys think about Tomb Raider Definitive Edition? Because <sighs> we've got a, we've got a care. PlayStation Four drought right now, pretty much, and that's something substantial, sort of. I guess depending on your I point think... of view, that's coming out this month. I think anyone who cared already played it. Yeah, these are replays now. I, I I don't know that many people are playing this for the first time. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I've been kind of pulled in both directions here because on the one hand I've played it a little on the PC and I kind of like it. On the other hand, I really kind of want more PlayStation Four games. There's nothing to buy really, and and it, you know I want to see whatever couple new little shiny things they added to it, and I kind of want to play it on PS Four. 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm tempted. If it was 40, it would be an easy decision, but they're making it a really hard decision. I feel like it will be 40 if you wait like three it, weeks. Oh, yeah. that's, that's quite possible. That. Well, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people on PS4, who you know, might be in well, the same boat. They want games, and there's no games. Nothing even against the game, but just game prices have dropped so dramatically so quickly now. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of PS4 drought, my recommendation anybody suffering from a uh, kind of a post PS4 launch drought, um, you should be playing on Xbox One Dead Rising Three. Yeah, because or Forza or it's, even Rise. The situation is kind of like what I was thinking right before they even came out. It's like, wait, is Xbox One for all of the uh, animus? Yeah, that's that word again. I'm feeling for <laughs> for X for X for Microsoft after the whole used games thing. Their launch lineup looks better. Yeah, I was way down. Mainly because they have Dead Rising 3. That's the main reason. I was way down on Microsoft. I still I, I, I yeah. just I have my own personal problems with Microsoft <laughs> with the way they uh, they treat Xbox Live people. Yeah. But uh, Well, for exclusives. But mean. for exclusives, they're all great games. I have fucking four Xbox One games already. And yeah. I've played them all and I like them all. Wait, so you've got, do you have Rise? Dead Rising Rise. 3? I have Dead Rising 3. I have Killer Forza. Instinct? Uh, no. no. I didn't, well, I have no. the, you know, the download version. Yeah. Uh, really, really good looking game, but the characters look cool in that game. It is. I just don't. Yeah. I don't need a fighter. Neither do um, I. It's like I, I like it, but I can't like enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but I also have Zoo Tycoon. Oh, you have Zoo Tycoon. Is that worth getting? When are you going to stream some Zoo Tycoon? Yeah. I'll, let me tell you the problem with Zoo Tycoon. It's it's got monkeys. It has a lot of monkeys. Yeah. Lots of different kinds of monkeys. It's very much like a, a simplified tycoon game from like a you know any any of the PC games you played which is fine for the console environment but it's like they've Civ also revolution yeah but it'd be great if they had gone just more in that direction instead when you're setting like prices of things instead of saying hamburgers are five dollars it's the price of food is low medium or high hmm. uh, they really dumbed it they down. Really dumbed it down so it's definitely made for a younger audience um as probably all the tycoon games are but the pc at least there's always that almost like end game of like you have this fucking huge Zoo or you know roller coaster you know, park something like that. Um, can you uh, can you still do stupid shit like drop a tiger into the ostrich enclosure no, or it, something? It stops you from doing most of that stuff. All the all anything that it's still fun in just the the way like a theme park builder is, mm-hmm. um, but it's like five or six hours of fun. But it, it's not it's not silly fun. No, not like goofy. Um, it's like I I don't know who did it. I, I feel like it was just someone online. But there's a picture of a zoo tycoon map and. There are like thirty orcas <laughs> in a really small yeah, enclosure. It says, it says they're unhappy. And yeah, like half of them are dead, and it says the orcas are unhappy. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no dying in this. The the animals, if they're mistreated, just get taken away and sent somewhere. Um, but the biggest problem, it's still fun. Like you, you'd still have a good time with it. The biggest problem is you get to about that five six hour mark, and even though you see all of this area that you can still build in it yells at you and says that your park's too big and you can't build anymore. Hmm. Yeah. There's like, there's this arbitrary... Kind of like the SimCity thing with the small cities. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And apparently it is because they want these linked up zoos and you play with your friends and there's co-op. And, uh, but I don't fucking care about that. I just Is there anyone playing. who cares about that? I don't know. But we Other were playing, than us? We were playing this um, a week or so ago and we're like getting really into it, having so much fun. And then we just hit that wall of like, oh, can't build anything else. That's so dumb. So for like a half hour, we like were taking things away and adding stuff, and then we we're just like, yeah. "Why are we bothering?" Yeah, that's that's stupid because I mean, it basically puts a cap on you how much time you're even able to spend with it. Yep. 
Yeah, and it, 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 it leaks right up to the SimCity problem because one of the most fun things about old SimCity games was expanding out, sprawling your city out and out and out and out. And then the new game, well, they limited it, and, and everyone hates it. There's no one that likes it like that. Why on earth? That there was there was always a limit to the city size. No. It's just much larger. Yeah. No. no, this is like, I want to say you can probably have, what did we have, like maybe five animal enclosures? Wow. Like, so different ones, but they were all the large size ones, so I guess that counted as multiple. Can but... you kill monkeys in that game? You can't kill monkeys. Uh, can't I, kill it sounds anything. like Assassin's Creed is my game then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely go to Assassin's Creed. So Zoo Tycoon, while it's fun, you're, yeah. get a, if, you'll get a rental you, out of it. There's a very simple flowchart. If you want to kill monkeys, you have to play Assassin's Creed, yeah. else you play Zoo Tycoon. Yep. Those are your two options. Um, That's Rise. the 2014 Tapezilla gaming buying guide Mm -hmm. for at least the beginning of the year uh rise Mm. is surprisingly fun i was ready to just it was so cheap i got it for like 20 25 bucks or something um with one of these best buy deals so it was one of these like it's worth more after i trade it in than i'm paying right now yeah i'm not trusting reviewers too much lately Hmm? well I, i i think the cheap game thing is something worth addressing i mean this was the first console launch where there were just ridiculous discounts on games oh yeah at launch I don't think I paid more than $25 for any of the launch games I have. Yeah, at the very most, people were paying like 40 bucks because the buy two, get one free. Um, but of yeah. course, Target was, was making that even well, better. Um, tar- yeah, Target had buy two, get one free and like a 30% off coupon right. at the same time. And 30% off what you're actually paying. Um, so yeah, I, got, I ended up getting six um, PS4 games. I returned Madden because it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was, it's PS3 Madden in 1080p. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Awful. Uh, so that went back for 44 bucks, and I paid 25 so I made money on that. Uh, so I was thinking the same thing with Rise. I'm like, well, it's kind of like a rental. I'll play it. I actually really like it. I played it I probably like five hours in, and I, the combat is awesome. Is it like Gladiator the game? It's Gladiator the game. Picture, have you played the Batman games at all or any of that? No. That like, you, it kind of like Assassin's yeah. Creed almost dumbed it down, the combat, where you just hit a, you just wait for the uh, counterattack, you hit it, and then kill him. But mm-hmm. it's that that almost like wait for it. You can either counter, you know, parry or dodge, and then you have like a couple seconds to attack, and then you, somebody else is coming at you, so you have to hit the button again to either, you know, parry okay. him. It's that times, you know, it just goes on forever. Um, yeah. But it's they're always adding in new enemy types. There's a guy then who has like a for the for the first two or three chapters, you can just use um, just a kind of a counter attack, like a parry, and then attack. This guy has an attack that you can't parry, you have to dodge. So then you are looking for that type of enemy. But then even enemies you had fought previously seem to be doing that kind of attack. You know, they're not just these barbarian guys. Uh, overall, it's just fun. It's just kind of like go to the next area and, you know, uh, try to, to combo the hell out of them while you're uh, parrying and, uh, mm-hmm. and dodging. It's cool. Uh, and the stories, it's really well acted. It's probably the prettiest next-gen game I've seen. It's yeah. I know it's only 900p, as the little internet kids like to say. Honestly, you can't really tell the difference between 900p and can. 1080p. You kind of can. I'm gonna um, get, I might get flamed for that if anyone listens to this, but I kind of think it's not a big deal. It's it's a big deal in just the overall, like, hey, we didn't have trouble hitting 1080p. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's the implication more than the objective assessment of the game. Yeah, uh, if you're talking 900p or 1080p, I just don't think it, visually it matters. It doesn't, but it's the... As Beef said, it's, hey, we could only get 900p at launch with this versus, you know, a lot of the PS4 stuff is 1080. But I, I don't want to have that discussion here anyway. 
Um, but it's really pretty. It's gorgeous, and the the characters really do. They they have such a they they must have done um, you know all the usual mocap stuff with this stuff. But uh, the facial animations are great. They look like real people. They're very well acted. The story is you know okay for this kind of game, but it's one of the games that you'll at least see through to the end. And I'm probably sixty percent through, um, but I just keep getting distracted with other things. But it, yeah. a lot of fun. Well it's, worth the thirty bucks or whatever. This kind of brings to mind like. Over the last year or two, I've become increasingly distrustful of just reviewers in general from review outlets who like put games to their review mill, kind of. And uh, this is this launch has been has had has been full of examples of this. Like Knack is actually apparently well liked by a lot of people, but it got abysmal scores, like four out of ten scores that used to mean you know gutter trash. And and Rise was given pretty poor scores almost all around, and apparently that's actually pretty good. And th- the most glaring example for me was on Wii U. Zombie U got some really, really abysmal scores. Even and I consider Zombie U to be one of the most interesting and fresh games in years. So I don't trust review scores anymore, and and, and I'm being re, uh, you know welcome. Yeah, don't trust them at all. It's uh, yeah. they're not very you useful. Can, you can tell by watching you know ten or fifteen minutes of gameplay footage and all that stuff, whether or not you're going to like the game. I, I've never understood the review thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of reviewers were rushed, certainly, with the launches, too. So, Knack, mm-hmm. they, were, they were forced to play that in, like, two days in a hotel room. <laughs> so, maybe forcing 15 hours of gameplay into 48 hours isn't the best idea. Because, um, again, that's, that's as we said before, it's probably one of the games that should have been a little shorter. It's a little extra long, which if you bought the game and you want it to... Uh, you know, you're hoping it lasts through the drought. That's actually not so bad of a <laughs> well, thing. The, there was something that came up earlier that I was going to um, address that, and, and you just mentioned it again, where I, I think we might be on the backside of the every game has to be 50 hours curve. I, I, I think we might start seeing some shorter games. Like, uh, the, we'll probably come back to it later, but the new Alien game um, is short. Hmm. You know, it's it's like 10 hours. What Alien game? We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, and, I mean, the stuff I was reading and watching about it said it could probably actually even be shorter um, and still be a really solid, high-quality game. So I, I feel like we're going to start seeing shorter, more condensed, yeah. tight, really well-produced games. Well, even uh, go at least back, I hope we do. Even go back to reviews, some of the best-reviewed games over the last couple of years. I mean, Last of Us was a little on the longer side with probably you know, 15 hours or so. Pretty but, meaty game. Yeah, it took me 17 like, hours. Yeah, mine is up there too. The difficult, but like Journey or The Walking Dead or any of those from the past couple of years, Mm -hmm. um, they're like two-hour games. Wait, The Walking Dead? You can go through the whole. Well, that's probably each each chapter is probably two-ish hours. Don't you kind of have to play the whole season for it to be the whole game or whatever? Yeah, but even so, it's eight to ten in the end. So that's not you know fifteen twenty. Um, Journey's a good Journey's Journey's two hours. Yeah, I've had Journey sitting there for like like, I've got it from GameFly. I game flew it. And uh, it's been sitting there on the shelf in the Gamefly packet for like f- four weeks, and I keep Wait, wanting journey? to play it. Yeah, I should be able. To, I know. I, I, I'm like, I, I could bang this out like in one night. Just but sit there. Wasn't but, that like two dollars a couple of years or a couple months ago on PSN? I don't know, so but I had like you really got Gamefly. I have like the ultimate edition or whatever. I, I got Gamefly a whole bunch of months at once on some coupon for you know what a big discount, and, and they still win. I don't. Yeah, it's like I'm looking for things to get from GameFly because generally anything I really want, I usually find a way to buy. So like, it's hard to figure out what I'm using GameFly for right now. But it should know. be Xbox One games right now because yeah. 
rise, I, it's probably worth, like I said before, 30 or 40 bucks, but it's now? you'll probably stop playing it after once you beat it at the 8-hour mark or whatever. It's a fairly short game, too. Um, that's a perfect gameplay game. But they just uh, dropped the MSRP on Rise, didn't they? No, they're all. St- oh, they're all. Oh. You can get them all for thirty-nine bucks. Um, I know what pretty I, easily. I, I thought. I thought they officially dropped it to thirty-nine. I guess not. Here's I what I've got so. out right now. I've got Journey, like I just said, the collector's edition. I don't know if there's anything different in it than the original one. I have no idea. But um, I've also got Xenoblade Chronicles out because I put that on my list, thinking this is a rare game. I'll, this will never work. So I put it on there, and, and it worked. I got it. So now I'm going to steal it. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to steal it. I love how you you pick the one of the more expensive games in Xenoblade that goes for like sixty to eighty bucks, and you also pick one of the cheaper games, which I think mm-hmm. Journey you can get for like. If 10 the bucks. collector's edition, I don't know if it has anything new in it, but maybe it does. I have no idea. But it's not ten bucks. It's been ten bucks. Oh. Journey. Even the retail copy. Yeah. We're talking about the retail yeah. Journey with the collector's edition. Yeah, it's it's been cheap. But yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. Like when I got when they sent me this, I. Uh, I asked them if I could buy it, and they said, no, you can't keep it. Like, <laughs> I, I have all the leverage here. I could just keep it. I yeah, could just say would, I got lost, lost or it. something. But I was still yeah. honest, and I just sent it back because I just didn't want to get into it. But now later, with nothing else to buy, I took it out again, and it, they sent me it again somehow. So like, apparently it's not as rare as we thought. They apparently produced more of those, especially for GameStop or something. Yeah, it pushed the eBay prices down because the eBay prices yeah. used to be 100 plus, and now they're like 50 60 So Yeah, Metroid Prime's the same way, uh, the trilogy. I really want to play this. Hey, speaking of uh, GameStop, I went to GameStop today just to uh, change subjects from launch quickly. Civil War, baby! <laughs> Get some of that. <laughs> yeah, this one I, I avoided talking to the employees, but they have the PS2 games now, and I know who's going to go back oh, and play yeah. PS2 games, but they have, um, apparently they're 75% off. So I'm like, let me just go see what's there. Yeah. I went to the one that's, it's not the mall one, because I figured that's going to be picked through. I went to this one that's like a mile from there that's in kind of this like mini mall. And uh, they had, so I didn't know what to expect if I was going to walk into like, still they'd have cases and things. Nope. It's just like fucking, they must have had 500 just discs mm. like in the little sleeves. Disgusting. So my thought was to at least maybe pick up a couple games that I have sealed, that, that way I don't have to open them. Mm-hmm. And I found a couple, but I was looking for Yakuza 2, because I still want to play the Yakuza games. And I've never opened that, so I'm like, well, shit, now I'm not going to. But uh, the guy said the closest one was in Brooklyn. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. But I picked up, like, four games for $6 or something. What'd you get? But uh, I don't know. Let me see. What did I get? They're sitting here somewhere. I got, like, I Mafia. I love Mafia 2, so I'm like, this is... Maybe a way to play Mafia. I know it's on PC, but um, that was like 75 cents. Mm-hmm. Um, Echo the Dolphin was a PS2 game, apparently. I didn't really? remember that. Is that like the Fight the Future version or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a Dreamcast game originally, right? And then they put it on PS2? Maybe that's the case. Hmm. Maybe it was the... I wonder if that's as good. It... I'll find out for 75 cents. I'll find out right I now still... for zero. <laughs> I, I still can't even think of Echo without feeling like anxious. Yeah, that was one of the most intense games, even though it was about a cute dolphin. Well, you're always drowning. Yeah, I mean, it's a dolphin drowning simulator. It's it's like exploring the deepest parts of the ocean and finding weird creatures and talking to these weird monsters in your tunnels, and you don't know where the air is, and it's so intense. That was scary. That was a scary ass game. It was a scary game. So you're saying it's like the the Sonic Sonic One and Two levels where you're underwater. Yeah. If that was a whole game. Water levels. Well, that, that's been my complaint about Echo. I said it in the chat. Like, Echo is the only game where the whole game is a water level. 
Yeah, I never really... I've played minutes of Echo, like all the different ones over time, but I've never really sat down to play one of the Echo games. Echo that porpoise. <laughs> oh, it's so, defend, yeah, I, defend the Future. Yeah, I got the PS2 version for... I think they were all like like 75 cents. Um, and then two things I had sealed, which uh, Brave Fencer something or other. and mm, Musashi, whatever. But it's called something else on PS2. Brave uh, Fencer Musashi was the uh, PS1 one. And then um, Grim Grimoire. Again, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's sealed over on the shelf. I just saw a copy. I think it was $2. Hmm. I haven't checked my... Uh, I wouldn't even suggest checking. It's probably not well, worth it. But I was at lunch I can't even, and bored. I can't even think of anything that I want on PS2 that I don't have. Well, that's why I kind of preface the whole thing with a lot of people probably will go, why would you even play a PS2 game now? Well, like, I, I got Shinobi, and that's just too oh, hard. That's such a good game, though. And, yeah, excellent game. It's just, it, it got too hard, and I quit. It hit, like, level, I, I don't like, a little bit past the halfway mark in that game. It's just, like, fucking yeah. brutal. And then uh, Girl Shinobi, which I haven't yeah. even started. That Oh, that's one I don't have opened. Thank you, Stevie. I'm going to look for that awesome. next what time. What is it? Girl Shinobi? Yeah, you can borrow my copy. It's, uh, <laughs> what was it called? Uh, it's not called Girl Shinobi. No, it's, but it was uh, Shinobi. That's what it is. Red Ninja or something like that, right? Nope. Nope. No. That was something else. Oh, fuck. I'm going to Google Girl it's, Shinobi it's a, and see what happens. It's a Japanese word. Girl Shinobi... If you put like PS2 in there, it's definitely Kaisen or something oh, like that. There's apparently a TV show called Shinobi Girl. Hmm. Oh, Shinobi Girl V10 Monster Sex Hentai Game. That's not it. Nope. Did you get that one, though? They had I that, yeah. I did not get they, that one. They had just the disc. Uh, Shinobi... Let's try Shinobi Sequel. Is there an N, maybe? People are screaming at the podcast nobody, right nobody now. Nobody's screaming. Like, you idiots, it's fucking... Bleh. You think our listeners... Nightshade. Night- ah, I got the N right. I thought it was a Japanese word. Maybe it's just the Japanese version. Well, the girl, the character's name is probably a Japanese word. Yeah, probably. Nightshade. Yeah, so that was supposed to be good. I thought it was like... Oh, released Kuno in Japan as Kunoichi. Ah, thank you. Literary, uh, literally female ninja. I was close. So I was close. Kun- and I said Kunio. I was close to G- that too. G- Girl Shinobi was pretty close to female ninja. <laughs> yeah, the translation down. Yes. All right. I also have that, but yeah, I, I think mine's sealed still, so I should find that. And I got I got the Metal Gears. I got mm-hmm. uh I don't know, what else is there? I mean, I know PS2 had like a shitload of really good games. Shadow but... of the Colossus is one of the best games ever made. Oh yeah. I've I've got Shadow of the Colossus. I've got Ico. I've Dragon got, Quest 8, uh, baby. Katamari de Macy, beautiful Katamari. Dragon Quest Eight. Um, I don't care for Dragon Quest Eight. I don't care for Dragon Quest. Period. No. It's just not my, not my jam. That's another one where people might be yelling at the show right now. So you don't yes, like I'd... classic core art, like JRPGs? I, I don't like RPGs. Period. Let alone JRPGs. <laughs> Beaver, I just walked over the you? shelf. <laughs> That's gross, Beef. I just walked over to the shelf and the. Uh, I have a lot more PS2 games sealed than I thought, so I might be heading back to GameStop. Even, like, I have, like, the Onimusha games over there. Not that I'll ever play those, but they're sealed over on the shelf, so no, I don't want to... Oh, yeah, speaking of sealed ones, I've got um, the God of Wars that were on PS2. Yeah. Those are sealed. Well, those you can just play on PS3 now, unless you have, yeah. like, you know, a retro itch to go play them on the original Beaver, uh, Beaver, I just don't care about God of War games. They're fine. I, I mean, care. they're... 
they're they're good little games. They did some really impressive shit technically. Yeah, um, it's I honestly I can't really I, I don't really have a problem with you not caring about them. They're people who like them like them. They're mm-hmm. worth playing, but I could see how somebody wouldn't give a shit either. The problem is that I played Peter. Ninja Gaiden on Xbox before I ever played God of War, which is a hundred thousand times better. They're different. Pete, they also have titties, Peter. Yeah, well, so do there I. is a yeah. There's always a sex mini game where you tap circle really fast or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're the PS3 one, the last one, Ascension, and also God of War three are like they still outdo some. You know, not that next gen is next gen yeah. yet, but. Um, they're gorgeous games. Yeah, there are some really hmm. pretty scenes in those. Hmm. I watched most of God of War 3 online on a Let's Play. Mm-hmm. Was I, it an HD honestly, at least? It was an HD. I think one of my one of the things I don't like about some TV shows and some video games, I hate it when I whenever whatever the main character is, if I just genuinely don't like that person, then I don't like the game or movie usually. Even it doesn't matter if they're a bad guy or a good guy, just if I just don't like him. And I just don't like the God of War guy, Kratos or whatever. I just don't like him. So I don't want to play the game. Well, God of War is actually kind of the poster child for the argument against let's plays because they in my case really did cannibalize sales. Hmm. Yeah. Um because I have no desire you're to the, play you were head, you're God of War. You were walking out the door, I'm going to buy this. And then someone was like, hey, Beef, let's watch it. No, let's but play. it wouldn't... I, I, Well, maybe I'm not a great example of it, because I own most of the God of War series. Um, but, like, I have no desire to play them Ooh. at this point. Because I've watched enough of them that hey guys, I'm not going to get some visceral... Stop I've got an announcement. Uh-oh. I just got invited to the Elder Scrolls Online beta. <laughs> Wow! Welcome to two months ago. Yeah, didn't you do that already? I did. I did. Sure I, that did I did like a week. Two in, months ago, I did like a, a short temporary one before. This is a, a new one. I don't know if this is another temporary mm. one or not. I don't know. I heard that's garbage. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I guess since you never, if you haven't played it, you can say what you heard. I can't say an opinion because I'm on because I agreed to an NDA. Oh Jesus! Right? <laughs> so the NDA is back. <sighs> Yeah, I'd like to tell you about that, Beaver. <laughs> Callback. NDA, baby. Oh. All right, so that's that's my PS2 story for today. Oh, I want to tell you about it, but I can't. <sighs> well, the other interesting oh PS2 thing, and that's kind of salient to the discussion, is the uh, the PlayStation Now announcement from earlier today. Right? Yes. Right. What's that? I think it's kind of cool. So, so, yeah, I'll let you explain it, but it's cool that it's coming to so many different Oh, things. it's an on-live on live type thing? Or whatever yeah, it's but it's there, the one they bought. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, well, Sony bought Gakai, or Gaikai, or whatever. Peter, you're the Japanese pronunciation expert. Uh, it's Gonichi Waikai. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, it, you can basically stream PS2 and PS3 games to the PS4, the PS3, the Vita, tablets, phones, the, and Sony TVs. The big question is, I like the idea of it, does it work? On just an average cable internet connection, is it going to work fine? Supposedly. Is it going to be... Because I, tr- you know, a couple years ago, whenever OnLive was a, a thing on its own, quite some time ago, like a year, maybe two years, maybe three years, I tried it, and I was like, this would work, but it's just not quite there. Like, the, qu- the picture quality isn't quite there, and there's a little input lag, and I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't hang with this, guys. I just can't, I can't hang. I think it'll well, work, and it'll be the, the only titles available will be ones where lag won't matter quite as much. Right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're not gonna have like uh, 
kill zone multiplayer, yeah. uh, you're just not going to be able to do that. The fighting games aren't going to be on there. Um, yeah. Anything with online play probably is going to get, you know, the online play is going to get nixed. Stuff um, like Uncharted should be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. What about Romance of the Three Kingdoms? Could I play that like this? That would probably be This ideal. is the best. This is the <laughs> ideal version. I want to play Romance of the Three Kingdoms from SNES. Mm-hmm. You know what's weird uh, well, about that? I remember playing... You're not going to play that on <laughs> PS now. Do you remember on Super Nintendo they had a Romance of the Three Kingdoms game? I don't know if they had more games or not than that, but we had it when we were when I was a kid, and it was like Romance of the Three Kingdoms 7 or something, some ridiculously high number, and I'd never heard of the game before ever, and it was just the weirdest mm-hmm. thing because I didn't know there was any previous ones at all. And then this one showed up in the store, and it was like the seventh one or something. Yeah, that's one of those cases. I know Final Fantasy tried not to do that in the U.S., you know, they went one, two, three, and then yeah. finally they were like, okay, with seven, we're just going to make it seven. Um, but, yeah, that was one of those cases where I don't know if those ever came out. Maybe a couple came out on, like, the NES, but you should look that up. That's what I'm doing. I, I remember the same thing. It felt like they were at, you know, 12 or something. I think something. they were, like, PC games. I think Romance of the Three Kingdoms started as a PC series. Even in the U.S., though? I don't know if, if they came out in the U.S. or not, but... I don't remember what number it was. I just know it wasn't one. It was something other than one. No, it <laughs> probably I think, wasn't one. I think it was seven. Seven or eight. And it was fun. We played that game all the time, and, and it was so much fun. But it was just – as, as a small child, I was completely baffled by the number. Like, what the hell is going on here? So, yeah, the, uh, the PlayStation Now <laughs> beta, yeah, beta uh, is actually the, the end of this month, and then uh, it should be live at some point in the summer. I want into that. What yeah. game would you play on that, RJ? I would play no games on that. Then why do you want it? I want to test it. I want to see if it yeah. really works. Oh. Freebies. I would play... Really, there's nothing that I probably I don't have that I would play on there. On it. Can I play Fur Fighters on it? The PS2 Fur Fighters, yeah. yeah. I, c- I can get you a copy of that for 75 cents. Ooh. Ooh. Let me know. I'll look for it next time. Oh, yeah. One whole row of games. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of... Fur Fighters. You're and not that this is a surprise to anyone, like Guitar Hero games. Just walk into GameStop; they'll just give them to you. They're, they had fucking five hundred of them. Wow! It was just good. there were rows of Guitar did, did Hero. Did you just too. say, "Can I have one of these?" No, but he was <laughs> saying that if it doesn't come in the system, uh, come up in the system, they'll just give them to the person. Yeah, and it's I'm just sure, garbage to them. I'm I mean, sure Guitar Hero is one of them. Yeah, yeah, you just throw it out. They're trying to reclaim income they've already probably written off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was very happy with my $6, I'm sure. That's the problem oh, with yeah. that generation. It's so much less interesting to look through a box of old CDs than it is to look through a box of old SNES cartridges. Yeah. Looking through a box of well, cartridges is awesome. The problem with going into like a, a used game store that still has carts is they put a lot of them behind the counter. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass because they have like 8,000 NES carts stacked up oh, four love it, feet though. away from you, and you can't read the end thing well anything in a box they probably should keep back there but when they start doing that with carts it's kind of silly unless yeah, they're no. you know $50 carts or something yeah one of the places around here puts all the NES and SNES stuff behind the counter and I, it's just I, really hard I, to I see. just I love cartridges they're so cool and I hate CDs so much especially old yeah, CDs it, it definitely didn't feel right flipping through see it wasn't the same as even going to yeah, like this uh, is kind of gross yeah. scratched I think, up I think the only exception to that is the Saturn Jewel cases because yeah, cool ones. But those, those had their own cases. feel. Yeah. 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 If these were still even in the original boxes, it would have been a little better. But I'm just flipping through discs in, you know, yeah. those little sleeves. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Kind of I like the 
I, I'm a big fan of um, Sony because PS3 and PS4, they both have great cases for their games. They're not like just the regular DVD shape. They're like a little bit different, and I love that so much. And I thank you. Well, Xbox stole that, except they, they switched where the disc is. Yeah, they, yeah, they opened it backwards. Really. But there's still a rectangle. I like the more square shape of the of the PlayStation ones. Like, well, this the be- if, if you're if you're a person size. who likes like interesting jewel cases for your discs, PSP is the is the best one because they have the coolest cases. You know those tall, slender cases for yeah, the for, PSP games for, for all those discs for PSP. Yeah, for the UMD disc or whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> that right, was so awesome. I, I, I'm holding Knack next to Rise right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. make them fight each other. They're, I mean, the PS4 one looks like it's a little. They're pretty close. Hmm. They're probably supposed to be the same size, aren't they? Yeah, no, I'm talking about the case. Close. I'm looking at the case. Yeah, the case. It's not the same size. I'm looking at it too. Well, the disc is the same I'm size. I'm talking about the case isn't the same size. Right, no, rise, I'm saying the case. Really? Rise is a little thinner. But Narrower? Size was, yeah, they're the exact same size. But yeah, width the width and height. and height are the same. Yeah. yeah. Really? Put them right yeah. next to each other. Yeah, so deal with that. I, I just so like back, the PS3 and PS4. Okay, what? Back to Expo the, uh, quickly. The, the disc... The disc on the left really bothers me. It just seems so forced. I don't care. It, it is. is fine. It's, it's fine. Close. Anything that makes it different from some... I, That's why yeah, I don't like it. You want it to be different. You don't want it to be like some trashy old movie. You want it to be like it's something It's always new. on the right. I don't like that. I don't care. I, I want it different. I just don't want a regular d- generic vanilla DVD case. I don't like that. I want something different. Right. Here's, a, here's a 2014 question. Will they change that and put it on the right? No. Maybe, no. because it's probably cheaper for them to, to just have it those made cases. in the same equipment no, they probably that already every other case on They've Earth. already made enough of these for the next several years. They don't need to make more. Right? They've not produced these for the next <laughs> several years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee they have not produced that many of those. Remember how the early Super Nintendo games had the Audi on the bottom, and then they turned into an Innie later? The little yep. plastic piece? What's that mm-hmm. about? Yep. Mm-hmm. We... We looked this up. It was from eject from ejecting. The people were yeah. ejecting the carts with just by yanking them, not hitting yeah. the little button. Oh, I never did that though. Like one time, my cousin yanked it out, and I was upset all night. And I was like, "Oh, he broke. He's gonna break my Super Nintendo." You should oh, fucking you hit your right. cousin for that. Yeah, you should go hit him right like, now. There's a button Say for a reason. For yeah, idiot. All right, quickly on Xbone before I forget. If you have access to an Xbox One or you own an Xbox One, mm-hmm. get Dead Rising Three. It's so fun. It's really cool. It's stupid. It's dumb fun. Like it's not a great game, but it's, it is kind of a great game. What are you talking about? But like the objectives. I know, but the story not, is dumb. But the, the gameplay's fun. What's wrong with it? I I don't know. It, it, and I'm I'm kind of fighting with even saying that because it's I'm having fun with You're it. You're saying it's the greatest game and it's the most fun. But it's I want to go a great play game. it right. I want to go play it right now because yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But what's there like mechanically isn't great. But it's a fun yeah. game. I see what you're saying. Kind of, you know, despite the poor mechanics. Although the gunplay, the gunplay in that's a lot better than Killzone. At least the guns feel that's like... That's not a high bar. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> the, Ouch. The guns have some weight One to them. One thing that's interesting about like, the Dead Rising, at least the really small guns, they're, they're, they're worse than just a bat or something. They're not much use. They're not, they're not very practical. Yeah, so when I first started playing Dead Rising 3, they give you, like... Way too good shit, like right off the bat. Yeah, within minutes, so I, little, I had a samurai sword and I was slicing. Yeah, like I had a katana and then like a battle axe, and I was slicing guys like in half. I'm like, well, what what else can there be? <laughs> but you realize very quickly that you don't get a lot of points for that. Yeah. So once you start comboing weapons, that's when you get a shit ton of points for uh, for uh, killing zombies. Do do points do anything for you? Yeah. yeah, you're leveling up the whole time, and you're oh, okay. kind of putting those stat. Um, you, you, 
unlock stats and things that you can you know, so your the other in. side of the coin bobby the thing you were complaining about for dead rising was mm-hmm. the time limit yeah so i looked into that a little bit they i was having a great time just effing around in the city i wasn't even doing side missions i was just killing zombies in different ways and then it pops up on my screen with five days until the bomb drops I'm like, oh, fuck you, that's game. What, yo, that's Dead Rising, bro. That's what Dead Rising is, man. But then I looked into it a little bit. You still and like I Dead actually, Rising. No, no, no. I read the, the story mode screen. Because there's two modes. There's story mode and nightmare mode. Mm-hmm. Story mode, it says, right on the, when you select it, that mm-hmm. it's like, don't worry about the time limit. It's like, <laughs> even though there's a time limit, you can go back and replay anything you want, and you'll keep your character, and the time limit doesn't really matter. So basically, uh. they're like, we're not going to change the game except make make it so it doesn't matter. And that's the main mode. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. So, so that's confusing. Like, what happens after the bomb drops? You can just keep playing the story mode? You could just restart that chapter, probably, and it would you know, reset the time. Back in my day, get Dead Rising games had consequences. You, If you missed something, you missed yeah. it. And that yeah, made it... Because of that? That made it but because of that, I never played... I never finished one. I got to a point in yeah. Dead Rising 1 where I got to a boss... The motorcycle saved, dude, right? Yeah, the motorcycle. <laughs> and it had, like... I forget... I, I haven't played the game in seven years, but, like, time was running out or something. I didn't have enough time to kill him. Yeah. Was basically the problem. And my save was right before that. So that was broken. This goes into a, a much bigger like game design question, where I feel like if the game is catering, is so responsive to the player, it just it starts to feel like it's not real, like it's the Truman Show or something. So I sort of like that yeah, about the old Dead Rising game. That is, that is not good game design. Yes, it is. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want it to be like... It's lazy. Let's make it like Pikmin. Not, not Pikmin 1, yes. but let's say Pikmin 3. Because I think two, yeah. two, 2 almost made it too easy. You had, like, infinite time. 3, you have to get fruit as you're playing, but there's enough fruit. Like, you don't have to ever have to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. And fruit allows you to play for more days as you kind of stockpile it. And I think that's kind of what Dead Rising did. I haven't gotten to the end yet, but it feels like there's enough time for everything. And story mode, the little description of story mode told me there's enough time for everything. So I'm hoping that's what it is. And nightmare mode... I guess if I hated myself, I would play that. I don't. So I'm sticking What's with story nightmare mode. mode consist of? I think in that one, um, you can also save anywhere you want in story mode. Apparently, nightmare mode, you have to find the porta potty. That's how it always was in the old. In the first two games, you had to find a yeah. potty to save. You had to find a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. In this one, you can save anytime you want. Um, I think nightmare mode is the old regular mode. Basically. They are they uh, the main game. RJ Which is great because I'm having that's fun. That's perfect because it gives the insane people like you guys Peter keep the like, classic experience. You're living under this in this weird perception where you think that games have to always be fun. Yep, <laughs> and I don't agree with that. They don't. Because, I think like, those games exist for different people. Because like those yeah, games why exist not, for you. Why not serve both? I mean, uh, this sounds perfect. You, you can play no, the old school version. I want to make a and good analogy. Play the new school version. If you let, let's I, say we'll see if it's good or let's not. Let's say you're eating you're eating something um, you're eating something sweet like chocolate after eating something savory like salt or meat or whatever. I know you like meat. Yeah. And you eat the chocolate or the cake or the ice cream, whatever it is, and it's like, oh, this is nice. But if you just keep eating that same thing forever. It loses its meaning. You need the palate swap. So you need the game to be mean to you sometimes in order for it to be fun when it's fun. You know what I'm saying? But it can be that mean game to me, but to it, shouldn't, it shouldn't ruin the game for me. I, I shouldn't be able to walk through it, and I'm not. I still have died a couple times, but I'm also not worrying about that time limit fucking up my whole save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like de- the first two Dead Risings, if you fucked them up, you had to start the entire game over. 
and that's I never actually ran into that problem. I, I, I never had to start that. over. I know I didn't. I, I might have missed a, a side quest or two, but I never actually had to start over everything. I did. The time I tried to play through the first Dead Rising, I, I really gave Dead Rising a shot. I gave it like, I don't know. I, I gave it until the time runs out. Mm-hmm. I um, and Beef would I, adore this game, by the way. Adore. Can, I, as I'm playing it, I'm thinking how much Beef would adore this game. Cause but, it's, but even that, they managed to screw up by making it console exclusive. Beef, get, yeah. Beef just pick up a one, man. That's what the cool dudes are doing. Get a one. They're really not. No get a one. I don't suggest I'm, getting either console. Get a, well, get a I one. I for just for the multiplayer. I'm perfectly happy spending... Yo, bro, get a one. What, what, what was the <laughs> Wii U at launch? Was the Wii U 400? 349. Yeah, so I'm happy to have spent 350 on my Mario and first-party Nintendo machine. <sighs> I, I will not pay $500 for a Dead Rising 3 machine. It's got Titanfall, baby. Oh. So is this PC, though. So is PC. Yeah, but and PC, the PC doesn't have the going extra nice from, uh, from the cloud, dude. <laughs> no, that's silly. Anyway. Uh, speaking of your Wii, uh, your Mario machine there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you played much Mario? Yes. I played the first world, and I've, I'm perfect through the first world, and then I got distracted by pirates. Welcome. I'm in world seven, and I'm kind of I'm playing it in in, Beaves, in the legacy of Beaver, where I'm just I, I don't really move on until I have 100 percent in each level. That that's how you play yeah. it, man. So I'm doing that, and like I you know every now and then I grab I grab the tablet, boom, grab it, jump on the bed, play some uh, play some levels, and it's fun. See, see, I really should be playing it like at night. See, my thing with Mario is that when I play a new level, I still want to play it on the TV. I don't know yeah, why. That, that's why I haven't done it. Is like, I, I feel like the tablet's yeah. not... If the tablet screen was as good as like the Vita screen, mm-hmm. I'd feel better about doing that. But I feel like I'm going to miss some of the visceral experience of yeah, it by playing will. it on the, the tablet. Game is, the game is um, technically okay, but it's very, very artistically great. So, it yeah, is. it looks really good. And, you know, for me, when it comes to Mario games, at least as an adult these days... There's a limit to how much I can like it, but I always kind of like it. So that's just kind of where I'm at with the Mario games. And If you want a game to kick your ass, just wait maybe one more world. I think I'm on either World 6 or World 7. One of those. But yeah. I don't want to say how many worlds are in the game, but around there. Yeah. Bobby, is the curve as good as New Super Mario Wii? No. The curve is going to kick your fucking ass. I remember over like the first, um, the first three worlds, I was starting to get a little bored because it was so easy. But then, like on World Four, it started to get more interesting. Like, oh, they're they're there's, actually testing me a little bit here. There are a couple world, uh, a couple levels, and like I think there's one in four, there's one in five, where it's actually a pain in the ass to get all the stars and the the stamp. But then towards the end, like I don't again, I don't want to say how many worlds there are, but beyond the end of the game, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fuck you. Yeah, that was spoiled a little bit for me, inadvertently. And it sounds really nasty. Hmm. Oh, just that... Uh, well, there's one level I haven't even... There's a lot I haven't even seen yet. I think there's, like, another lot of world or levels I haven't seen. And already, they're still fun. They haven't gotten to the point yet where I'm like, it's not even worth playing. Um, which the Wii U one, the, the side-scroller did. Um, mm. With that one... I swear, again, I don't remember the exact level, but the one where on um, New Super Mario U it's it's an auto-scroll in World 9 or World Star or whatever. Yeah. It's an auto-scroll and the, you there's no checkpoints so you have to get all the stars in one mm-hmm. go. I played it for an hour and a half and never got like halfway through it. 
Yeah, I'm generally not emotional when I play through games, and that level, I, I stood up and pointed at the TV and told it to fuck off <laughs> when I finally did. <laughs> yeah, this, it hasn't gotten to that point yet, so maybe there's, maybe it is a good ramp up, I don't know, but it's it, already there. It's a curve, right? It's not like World 1's a cakewalk, yeah. World 2's alright, and World 3's like, oh no. No, 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 not in the regular game. It's not till yeah. you pr- pretty much finish the game that you, yeah. you start to hit but the But it ramps stuff. up to it. Mm-hmm. I like playing Toad. And I was, I was like, I like Toad because he's kind of fast and responsive, and I'm like, every once in a while I'll play Princess for some reason, and like, this is like, it's so much easier to play as Princess if you're platform, yeah. you know, because you can't miss Princess it. It's like a free mode. power-up. You know it's I mean? girlfriend is that, mode. Is that like oh! uniformly true? Dude. Because, yeah, that was really sexist. That was Bobby. sexist. I'm, no, that's who my girlfriend chooses in the game. It makes it so girlfriend, girlfriend mode. mode. Thank at you. Your, at your apartment. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. So, I I should probably trust Nintendo more because they're so good at level design, especially in the Mario's. But uh, I feel I'm only playing Mario through it because I feel like that's what it's tuned for. I have played Luigi. Yeah, Luigi's your dude. Yep. Oh, gotta go, gotta go with Toad. Cause like Luigi jumps I a little like higher, jumps a little higher, but like you can get everywhere. You either need the some places you need the cat suit to get to, but that doesn't depend on the character. Yeah, there's not a great advantage for using Luigi in this. It's just you like him. That's what I'm used okay. to. Plus, I had just gotten done, not just gotten done, but a month or What's, so earlier was playing yeah. um, the Luigi game. This is so a I'm game to that. you got to consider that. the advantages and disadvantages. This is a game where time is frequently of the essence. I'm not just talking about the level timer. I'm talking about when you hit something you need to pick up all the coins before the time runs out stuff mm-hmm. like that toad gives yep. you a tangible advantage there so he's also just more responsive in general he's not the same advantage like the same sort of easy mode as princess where you can just float on every jump to m- never miss a jump does he have a does he have a downside like can he not jump as high or something? T- there's no real downside because jump height doesn't matter in this game you can yeah, either you can either get faster. you can either make the jump or you can't make the jump and it's there are a couple yeah. times that where it's like you do this faster you die the toad becomes kind of an easy mode Oh, but I play him all the time. Yeah, on every no, level. I, I, I give you props for that because he can be a pain too. Listen, you know, when, on the topic of Wii U, we got so I've got I, I can't even explain why I I should be mad at Wii U for like not selling very many copies and and not having very many games, but I still just like it for some reason, and I can't even explain why. I just like it, and I've got a whole like queue of games on on Wii U that I want to get to, not the least of which. Is Pikmin three? I've got two copies of Pikmin three for some reason on the shelf, and <laughs> give me one. One's just a box. One's just a box, but it looks like I have two copies. Because oh, because yeah. I, I I game flew it, and I was like, why did I game fly this? I should have just bought it. So I I just said, okay, keep it. Because when you buy something from GameFly, you, the packaging is brand new, so it's almost as if it's mm-hmm. new. And then they did. I never got it, and I complained, and I ended up with two. But I, I want to play this game. I, I even bought a Wii Mote just to play this game because I didn't have a Wii Mote because I didn't have a Wii. Um, but yeah. There's somebody out there who's going to buy that used from Gamefly and really never get the box because there's right. not an, another box. No, they, they've got a like a bathtub full of Pikmin three boxes there. I'm sure of it. They just have spare Pikmin three boxes. Yeah, a bit, a whole I'd say they probably do for somebody who's like lost it or something. Yeah. Hmm. No, Pikmin three is great. I really don't have a problem with the Wii U. It's a Nintendo machine. Also, that's kind of know, what I knew I was getting. Around when I got yeah, it, I played. That's exactly what I said. I played however many hours of Zombie U. Zombie U is one of the as far as I'm concerned, one of the best games on it. Um, I played a lot of hours, and I want to go back and finish it, but I can't remember exactly what I was doing. So that when I, if I load it back in, I'm like a little bit lost, kind of. But I really want to finish that, too. Because Zombie U is, is uh, really good. It's like one of the few really legitimate survival-type games. You know, survival horror action. Yeah, survival horror slash action. 
That game is stressful. Yeah. Beef would not like that game. I will not. Play There's that. a time when I'm crawling behind bookshelves and crawl spaces, and it's dark. And then, even though you kind of suspect they might try to throw a zombie in your face, it still scares you. You got to play that with, with like either good surround sound or good headphones too, because the rain and stuff in that game is great. Yeah, like the, the actual like the fidelity of the visuals and the textures. It's a little dated, just a little you know bland looking. Yeah, but the design of the game is very good, and the sound design is so good that it, you, yeah. you won't even care. You won't even care that the textures are a little bad. Is it is it set up like logically though? Like, is it viable to clear a room, or are scripted things going to pop up that are illogical? It's mostly logical. It's both, yeah. But mm, so, like, happen. if you're crawling around in a crawl space, there's no way to know. You can't like, be. Here's it's like it's ahead like, of you, and know you have to have your gun. You have out a sonar. You, you have, can click a you sonar. Have so, yeah, you have this thing that tells you where zombies if are if they're moving. Yeah, if they're moving. Right, so that's their cheat to give you the startle. Well, it's like, let's say you go into a room and you close the door behind you. If there were zombies outside the room, that might not stop them from coming at you. They might try to break down the door, get through the door or whatever. That happens sometimes. So even, like, it's, if there was a zombie in the other room and, and it follows you and breaks down the door behind you and you don't notice that it, that's like, that's fair, but it would still surprise you. I've had the appear behind me thing too though and maybe I just yeah. missed it sneaking up on me that, that, like let's say startling. let's say you go through a whole area and there's a zombie that kind of noticed you but you didn't notice him and then you go you go through a door and you go into a building that zombie might just kind of follow you and try get and like break down the door and, and end up and end up behind you so that that can happen so so you supposedly don't hear a zombie break a door down I it's been you know it's been a couple months since I really played it but I, I seem to remember that they can break down doors and it can kind of happen surprisingly I mean, it, sometimes. It sounds like it's more thoughtfully done than like the Doom monster closet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Which is good. They don't that. just come out of thin yeah. air for the most part. You know, Dead Space is Especially, very cheap also, but that never bothered me in Dead Space for some reason. Yeah, well, Dead Space is engineered to be a cheap scare. They'll just show up behind space. you all the time in Dead Space. Yeah, yeah, it's built. It's like Doom. It's built for that. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could ever play zombie you hmm. it's too much for it'd me. be a good game though if like you were at somebody's house and they were into it that you're uh, both kind of like because you, you get as into it just watching it yeah like i i think i could watch someone play it i don't think i could do it because i do the thing where like like i don't want to go in there because it's scary mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a, a game designed by german engineers to be the most efficiently scary game ever made and that's called outlast and i have it on steam and i've had it for weeks, on months maybe, on Steam, and I haven't even played it yet because I'm genuinely scared to play it. I want to play it, mm-hmm. but I'm scared of it. It's like I so yeah. it's it's I'm not just kidding. I'm actually too afraid to play it. So knowing that, how do you feel about the new Aliens game? I don't well, know anything about, about it. I was about to segue into Alien Isolation. Okay. Um, the premise for it is your uh, Ripley's daughter. And it's 15 years after Alien. And you're out looking for, either looking for Ellen or um, looking for what happened to her. And you end Wait, up 15 on, years after the first movie, Ripley is in a ship drifting in cryo-freeze. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you're all by yourself on this, play, on this PlayStation, space station, and... Uh, it's there's one alien in the whole game. That's so and cool. It's, it's a cat and mouse thing. Are there other with, things to uh, fight, or is it just that no. one alien? 
Nope. It's uh, it's being compared to Amnesia. It's an interesting idea, but how does that work out as a moment-by-moment game in terms of just game mechanics, game play? Well, they give you stuff to do. Like, uh, in the footage I saw, there's, like, an escape hatch, and the escape hatch I gotta has look a, at keyed, um, a keyed lock for you to be able to open it. So you're ostensibly looking for the key, and you don't find the key. You find a torch, and you torch the thing open in order to open the airlock but uh so the point of that mission is to get out the door but in order to do it you have to trek around the scary space station to find the torch and cut the lock open and that sort of stuff that sounds like it would be an awesome like three-hour experience yeah, the the review or like preview. I was you can't stretch that into ten today, hours very easily. No. Said the same thing was they they really wished that they talked to the developer and they when they asked how long it was they'd say they said eight to ten hours and the consensus was oh, what if I it's really kind of it like like four to six. if it's eight to ten hours then I would imagine that you might have multiple encounters with this thing where you have to kind of fight it. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- there are multiple encounters with it and like those are supposedly. The alien is an AI. Like it learns. So it's not just a hundred percent scripted. It's actually and, kind of dynamic a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they they say it's an AI and all this stuff, but there are definitely scripted moments where you come across it. Like you're gonna come across it in the same scenarios every time, but what it does each time is gonna be different. So it's kind of a so theme park ride, and it's kind of also a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The graphics look awesome. Like the the shadows. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Stuff. It looks really cool. It's, cool it's really pretty. When's, it, when's this um, coming out? And like, end of uh, fourteen. Yeah, I also so like that. These the days, Christmas. they usually announce games within a year of them coming out. Well, it's interesting too because um, with Colonial Marines, they showed like a very small amount of footage, but they didn't let anyone play it until like two months before it came out. And this one, they're already letting people play a section from that, the they need middle to repair of the, the whole aliens as a video game idea. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the goal of it. Well, I mean, it's a different the, developer, right? Yeah. They're not. Yeah, still, someone might see it's an alien game and be, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not Gearbox. It, well, they, it's still uh, Sega published, but it's a different dev. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must well, say, they this, that. this game looks badass, Beaver. It's intriguing, and it I I really love the Aliens franchise. Same. So same. Um, see, but it, it may be the game that makes me play a scary game. What else did creative I'm, I'm on the opposite side because I have, I've never even seen the movies so I don't really care about the source material at all uh, but I want to play this now just based on what I've heard about and what you said. Yeah. Hmm. Now if, if it comes out like they're positioning it to be it, it should be a really tight game. Hmm. It may be a little too long like the uh, the review or again preview I, I watched of it said basically the same thing Peter's saying like after eight to ten hours of running into the alien the alien's going to get less scary like how many times can it kill you before it stops being scary or just like um, what as a matter of just just raw mechanics as a video game what are you doing during those ten hours if there's nothing else to fight against because you know that's one of the big questions about video games in general you someone asked like you know recently someone asked me well, video games always involve fighting and fighting and killing and killing like why is that well what else can you do really well that that's you can explore yeah. Um, like, yeah, but exploring is usually sort of like in between other like fight, explore, fight. Like that whole rhythm is disrupted if it's just explore, explore, explore instead of explore, fight, explore, fight, explore, fight. See, what they should have done is included Zoo Tycoon in this game. <laughs> so you're looking for the alien. Can for put a, a xenomorph bit. in with your lion pit and see who. Then wins. you go. Well, then you go play Zoo Tycoon <laughs> for five, six hours. By the time that that's over and you can't build anymore, you get right back into oh. the game, and then that's kind of your three hour. 
Is, is this like going to be a console game on the next gen consoles, Beaver? It's unfortunately it's cross gen. It's uh, Wait, it doesn't make any sense. How so? Yeah. They're going to do a cross gen game a year from now. Wow. I, oh, you're going to see a lot of PS3 and 360 stuff still this year. Well, I mean, I don't know when they started development. There, on it's this. becoming. It's now at the point where you have an incredibly high bar for me to clear to clear before I will buy your PS3 game because I, I yeah. have moved on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I might buy Dark Souls. Actually, I know about Dark Souls 2 on PS3, but I, I was even considering maybe that. I'll play that on PC instead. It's like, why, why, you know? Yeah, but I mean, as far as stuff to do, I, I, I told you, it's they give you little hurdles to overcome, like and they're really excuses, like getting through the air hatch. And, How do you do um, So it's just like, it's just like, it's just like moving, like moving here, moving there. What do you actually do as a matter of well, interacting? I, there's uh, a, ostensibly, you're like looking for information about what happened to your mom. So I'm sure there's like a thing where you have to access computers and um, you know look up stuff on. Yeah, there's a very light dating sim uh, kind of element to it. Uh, <laughs> and the aliens listed on the dating site. There's 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 kind of that whole dating sim thing. There's a bit of a farming thing as well. So kind of a harvest moon. Yeah, space farming. Mm-hmm. They're pulling a little bit of everything into this game. That's why it's what kind if of. It was like it's a space, literally a harvest. Moon. Like you 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 have to tend your hydroponic gardens and fight an alien sometimes. Yeah, you're defending the gardens yeah. from but the alien. There, there are other NPCs, and I'm sure they give you little chores to do, and you know. But the, it's really excuses to run into the alien and see how you get out of those. So, do you have like a I gun like and you can shoot there. at the alien, or is it going to be entirely like everything? Every interaction well, is contextual, kind of. You know what I mean? And not like I think someone said, I'm not anticipating any like mini games. Um, but <laughs> the final battle. Like, do you have a QTE. gun and you can aim the gun and you can pull the trigger? Is that in the game? Yeah. I, as far as I know, I think at some point there is a gun involved. And do these encounters but whether often or not involve, it's viable? You have to do enough damage to the alien before it'll leave, and, uh, and that ends the encounter. I my guess is there's going to be quasi scripted stuff. Like if you try to use you know insert item here directly on the alien, it's going to kill you. But if you use it to hit the steam pipe next to you that makes it drop you and then you can run away or something. I don't, I don't think, think that's they I don't know like that. Remember, it should be just like Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, where every time Nemesis comes at you, it's possible to unload enough firepower into him to where he kind of di- doesn't die but, like, gets down well, or something. Or you could just run away from him and escape. The, they may do that. I mean, that it the... the trailer and the gameplay stuff showed a lot of just running. Like, there were circumstances where the alien did find the person that was playing and they just booked it and tried to get away really from it. I want really elaborate sequences of quick time events with buttons flashing on the screen. That mm-hmm. is what I want. Yeah, as large as possible, uh, too. Yes. No, I, the, they seem to be really focusing on immersion. Like, there isn't, and there's no UI. Um, like, you have your motion tracker, and when you have the motion tracker, there's a, like, you're just holding up a motion tracker. And it even does, like, the depth of field thing where the motion tracker's in focus and everything else in the scene is out of focus a little bit, like you're looking at the motion tracker, um, which is kind of zombie U-ish. I wonder if there's any, it's right on top of us, man, moment in the game. No, no, they've gone out of their way to say it's not an aliens, plural. Yeah, but will you ever have a moment where it's coming at you and then it's on you, but you don't see it, and then you have to realize it's in the floor or in the ceiling? Oh, yeah, there's movement all over the place, that's in the room, that that sort of stuff. Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't. Th- a lot of those questions you just asked, they probably don't even have the answers to yet. They're 11 right. months out at the least. I, yeah. I, this, anytime they say late in the year, that to me feels like early next year already. But we'll, see. well, 
I, I don't know. I, I think when they say late in the year, they're really trying to get it out for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It sounds but good, though. It should what, be great. I, I, I kind of get the idea when they announce a game a year out and they show some stuff. Like, what you're seeing is, you know, what you're seeing or what people have played is pretty much 100% of what exists at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's probably not well, far off. Back uh, I mean, Even a year or so ago when, um, not to segue into the next thing already, but when the Zelda 3DS game was shown, there was one dungeon that people played in like mm-hmm. March and apparently that's pretty much what was done in March like that's all they had they they finished that game in like a year's time um, but yeah that's exactly it they had that much done let's show it to people and but, kind of... but that's how game dev is done anymore I mean it's mostly getting the engine built and all the processes in place and all the procedural stuff done and then then you're building levels based on this engine you've created so mm-hmm. Not uh, the 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 use of lots of middleware and stuff and it, it, it makes everything pretty fast nowadays. Actually, yeah, it's it's really changed it to uh, cobbling together the right middleware, um, or when you're someone like Dice, building the middleware for yourself, um, and then just building levels. Yeah, we're, I, I've content. I've got a little experience with uh, game development. We're using Unity and Unity does so much stuff for you already that it's amazing and like if this was some other time period or some other universe where stuff like this didn't exist it would be so much harder to make a game yeah well in a lot yeah. of ways it makes games better because yeah. you get to focus on exactly that level right. design and everything. Yeah. yeah you don't have to be geniuses to trick the hardware U- unity is um, like unity is awesome like, you can't even understand how awesome unity is well i i think the downside to the library-based programming and uh, even worse, the middleware-based programming is um, the games we would be getting if all these companies were building their own engines and stuff would be like 10 times prettier than they are now Mm. because the library stuff slows everything down. Hmm. Um, Uh, It's not a question. I'm I'm, I'm like um, a dog looking at the... the answering machine sideways like, hmm, yeah it, it's it's just an uncontestable fact okay. that um the library based programming slows everything down uh, from a performance standpoint like that's why that's why frostbite 3 is like eight times prettier than any other fps why? engine because it's not because they built it from scratch they they purpose built this engine to do the things it does and it's not Call of Duty style of development where they rehash the same engine 15 times and are shoehorning in enough new effects to be able to say it's new or different or something. Hmm. I don't know. I so think hardware get, is becoming so prettier, advanced nowadays that it barely even matters. You have awesome looking games that look so much better than just five years ago, even now. It's, it's, it's like we're in a great time as far as the technical side of things go. And so bring on the middleware if it makes things come out faster. Everything looks great. Right, it's a... It's an interesting balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the the hardware has to keep up with it um, in order to hey. support this type of development. We've got little um, tablets and cheap shit devices that are running graphics way better than stuff just a few years ago on on main hardware. So, well, you know, we're in a good spot. Yeah, but, like I've got a brand new <laughs> video card in my machine, and I can't run BF4 on Ultra. Why not? And it's a $200 video card. I don't understand why BF4 is supposed to be so graphically good. At least the multiplayer, it just seems okay to me. I don't know. I don't know. Baby. Well, it's, but we've had this debate um, multiple times previously. I'm, it comes down to you thinking something pretty is art direction versus 
technical if you, prowess. If you could see me right now, I'm pointing at my PS4 and I'm saying, even these new consoles that just came out, compared their 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 tech specs aren't even like cutting super cutting edge. They're pretty good, but they're not super cutting edge. And the launch games look awesome. I mean, just think about it in the scheme of history and what we were what we were dealing with just a few years ago. They're they're high def and they look awesome and. And it's only going to keep getting better. It's like, who cares about all this? It's going to be – it's like we're at the yeah, point but, where it's all good enough. I don't care about splitting hairs anymore. Eh, no, we've, we've had this debate too. Like it, if you go from NES to Super NES launch and look at Super Mario World, that was jaw-dropping at the time. I mean that wasn't just iterative. That was holy shit different. And I think you would have made the exact same argument about Super Mario World as you're doing with PS4 – is that it's no, it's different you know, it's, it's it's there's there's less and less places to go at this point i mean what they can do with current hardware is mind blowing it's just a matter of manpower and art direction at this point it's it isn't it though is. it, if it was you wouldn't have rise running at 900p i'm just saying I mean, man it's, it's quantified shadows and dust but... beaver we're shadows and dust <laughs> you could are. have more zombies on screen in dead rising without having it run at a lower resolution uh... or without frame rate hitches or... yeah I, I am running dead rising well i'm running my xbox at 720p right now because i don't want them using their little upscaling really which mm-hmm. apparently sucks yeah um, let your tv do the yeah just let my tv do it. what about um you know uh left for dead had more zombies than dead rising 3 bitch i don't think so oh it didn't <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't I guess i'm the bitch yeah and and dead and left for dead and left for dead two are not particularly gorgeous games. I mean, they're Source Engine games. At the time, they looked pretty good. At the time, they looked all right. Yeah. I mean, Source is getting long in the tooth. Um, but supposedly, with, what three is on the next version of Source? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, not Half Life Three, Left for Dead Three. That's another good segue. Left six dead. Is the <laughs> Left Six dead? Yeah. Um, the, the new Turtle Rock game there, the, yeah. the so, Left 4 Dead developers. I'll let you tell me about this because I've seen nothing about this. What is it? Um, never, I've never heard of this either. It's, it's All you need to know about it, Peter, is it's Left for Aliens. Ooh. It's, uh, it's Left for Dead, except it's your four people versus one monster. And um, the monster evolves over the rounds, and only one person can be the monster at any time. Hmm. So... You and your team of three other people have to hunt down the Wait, other player so, who is a monster. It seems like, like a, it's, it's a nice idea, but the title is very shitty. Turtle Rock. Well, because uh, no, Turtle Rock's the developer. Oh, okay. Evolve is the title. Oh, okay. Turtle Rock just made me think of TMNT with guitars or something. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's the TMNT Guitar Hero game, mm-hmm. Turtle Rock. There were a lot of it's those like, for PS2 at the. Uh, yeah, the it's like thing. Crocodile Rock. I'm imagining a, a guitar that's like a turtle shell with the neck and strings on it. That must be a thing. I'm sure so, they played that at the Pizza Hut concert. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in. I'm in wait and see with Evolve. I mean, I, I liked Left for Dead. I liked Left for Dead too, but I didn't. It didn't strike the nerve with me that it struck with some people. I mean, some people are still playing Left for Dead. Left games, for Dead. And I just don't get it. I don't play them. But back when they came out, playing them with like some pals or something was uh-huh. was uh, superbly fun at the time. Very yeah. good. No, I I loved them. I mean, I, Lewis, I'm sure I have. Lewis? You know, Zoe. fifteen, fifteen Zoe. or twenty hours in each of Lewis. them, but um, that was enough. I don't know how people are still playing them now, yeah. and I'm not exactly clamoring for another. It's one. also very fresh. I like when something is really fun, and it just seems like it should have been something all along, but it wasn't, and it's new, well, and it's fresh, and it's awesome. 
And, uh, yeah, it was a, the it was a the cool irony idea. here is that it's not new or fresh, <laughs> right? That they were praised for being new and fresh, and all they've done is make similar games since then. About, yeah, so. but as far as Evolve goes, well, there was already a game called that. The game, remember no. the SNES game where you turn into different that animals? That was Evolution. Oh, okay. No, that was Evo. Yeah. Evo. Or Evo, yeah. Yeah. It's a valuable I mean, game now. It wouldn't surprise it? me if there's another game out Actually, there called is, yeah. Evolved or Evolve, but who cares? It's like a hundred and fifty dollar cart now, yeah. at the least. But if they put it on the eShop, it'll become cheap. We showed you those Earthbound. Earthbound, Earthbound is still stupid expensive. It's still like six hundred bucks if you want it with the box. It didn't matter. But of it's course, a different kind of person who... buying it with the box. Exactly. We said that all along. But yeah, the cart prices have dropped from. 225 we were yeah. doing the freaking earthbound minute for a couple shows back That's in like right. march it was what's earthbound at now it was like two and a quarter See, and now you can probably get it for 130 that's a drop sorry box, stupid expensive yeah but that's not what the question was, was you're changing the rules in, in, like later on no we're not i think we're bringing up a chat room thing into whatever the show anyway but. yeah for for context when earthbound was announced as a virtual console title we speculated in the chat, we being RJ and myself, and Drac. that uh, oh, Andrak, yeah. So it was three on one. Um, it's kind of like Evolve, but for uh, you can eBay. still get 150 bucks for the car. <laughs> three of us versus the monster. Yeah, the monster. Um, that the the cart price for people who were buying it online to play it would significantly decrease and it has it's dropped like what was uh, it 50 percent of its value what was it before? Yeah, two and a quarter to 139 i don't get that drop. at all i don't think it's related because let's say you really wanted <laughs> to play it and an e-shop is the only way you're going to play it or the cart i mean you could just play it on your computer there's any number of i mean like i'm not saying that's what people should do but if that's the only option then you know it seems like it would matter i don't know even fact- i'm I'm a collector, but I've been kind of deterred at times when it's very easy to get on. Like, um, yeah. the, the PC Engine Dracula X, which is like a $120 game. It's also an $8 virtual console download, and that's how I played yeah. it. And I, I don't use emulators or anything. That's how I played it. And I'm not going to go buy the, the PC Engine version now. That game's on the yeah. beta. And the, the people that are collecting, like, pristine or sealed copies of it, that's they're not buying it to play it. They're... I mean, if anything, they'll RJ it and buy that version and then buy the Virtual Console one to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's like, I'll, I'll, I like buying games, old games on the Virtual Console and stuff, and I, I do it, and it doesn't make any sense. Because when I was younger and, like, you know, just a dumb kid, I used to play um, emulated games, but yeah, here I am, I'm buying it's, them. But it's the whole, like, there's no yeah. investment there. Like, when you looked at, and everybody's looked at, like, the emulator, you, you download every NES ROM or something. Yeah. And you have now 2,000 games looking at you. You play none of them because of that. Yeah. It's yeah. all choice paralysis. But when you actually are invested $8 into something, well, shit. <laughs> now I have, I have $8 into this thing sitting on well, my, uh, my fridge. There's the visceral part of it, too, where you, you've got the cart and you put it in your Nintendo and you play it. Oh, that, yeah, that's completely and, different. Um, but even that I, part of it, too. But that's even why, like, a, a virtual console, you're, you'll see people playing those a hell of a lot oh, more yeah. than than I ever did, certainly with emulators, like, 15 years ago. I must ago. have, like... Yeah, like, we, we really briefly flirted with emulators in, like, school. Yeah, you know, everyone yeah, did that when they were a teenager. Yeah. yeah, when you go to college and suddenly it's like, uh, 
It's, it's, it's easy to, that was my first like fast internet connection. Yeah. I downloaded everything. I will say, yeah, the, the, I'll uh, say that the only reason that um, I think the emulators might be nice is like some of the upscaling stuff, like Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. I'll say this: I, I've in my in my day, no, no time recently, but in my day, I've downloaded all the emulators and downloaded libraries of, of old games, like especially Super Nintendo and Nintendo. Even though I've done mm-hmm. that, I've never actually played a game at length on an emulator before, ever. No, ever. I haven't either. There was one I did, and I want to say it was like 1999 or something. I played through the sequel to Secret of Mana, which never came out here. Oh. And uh, it was the translated ROM and all that. And yeah. I, it wasn't even that great because the translation wasn't great, and I don't remember any of it. It's like it's like having a drunken night story, um, and I, I regret every minute of it. <laughs> no, I, I like that's like the only thing I even remember playing yeah. at length on an emulator. No, that that's another decent use case for emulators. Demon's it's Crest playing games that are just plain unavailable. Like Demon's mm-hmm. Crest. Um, the well, way Demon- the reason, and not so much emulators, but ROMs. I, I like the idea of shit that never came out, like the mm-hmm. that Toe Jam and Earl thing somebody just found, um, yeah. which I, I sent to you guys. Somebody found. I have no objection to that. Toe Jam and Earl, the one that ended up on Xbox, but they found somebody bought a dev Dreamcast, and it had come from one of the guys who was working on the game, so that it was still in the, the Dreamcast. That's crazy. <laughs> so they released. They they had to do something to code. But they released the game. That's totally cool to me. Now you're just keeping something. Alive. You're giving it to the masses when it it didn't yeah. exist before. Well, it's like a it's a little bit of history. Yeah, exactly. It's just a total total incidental tangential thought here, but back when. We never played back in the old days when we had Genesis. We never really played the first Toe Jam and Earl, but me and my friends and cousins always played the second Toe Jam and Earl, the one you could do two players. That was a pretty good mm-hmm. game, but it was so buggy, mm-hmm. and it was like one of my only experiences with a game in those days that was truly buggy on a cartridge. You know what I mean? It would freeze up and it would mess glitch and mess up. And yeah, not a lot of they had. I guess it was the whole. Um, I forget what uh, Nintendo called it now. That that like that seal seal of quality yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there weren't a ton of like buggy NES, Super NES games mm-hmm. back then. But Toe Jam and Earl, that shit would freeze up on you, and it would lock up and stuff. Definitely. I wonder if the ROM does that too. That's an interesting question. For authenticity. Yeah, like if you're playing the ROM sure of Toe Jam and Earl too, is the ROM going to freeze up in the same way? Well, it's like, not like the hardware was holding it back or something. No, I think it's that I, th- I thought the idea of an emulator was it thinks that it's on the hardware. That's the. That's what I mean. Yeah, so it's it's still going to bug out. Is that true, Beef? Is it going to bug out the same way? It. It is and it isn't. I mean, uh, most of the emulators don't work by actually simulating each of the individual chips and the ICs on those chips and all that stuff. There's a lot of oh, well, you'll uh, see new bugs, shortcutting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like the, most of the time, and like that's why you see like patches for an emulator. Like if, if you were emulating the hardware like all the way down to the metal, you'd never have to patch an emulator because it runs exactly like the hardware ran. Um, so you see stuff like that. So no, the, most emulators will not run something exactly like the. That is it. some awesome vocal fry. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting towards we're, the end of the we're, episode. We yeah, talk. we're approaching our second hour I just, here. I and say, that's just about all I've got. We were got. talking about choice paralysis. When if you get an emulator, <clears throat> I've got like massive choice paralysis in real life. I've got so many awesome games I want to play, and I just don't play any of them. I have, I, I'm, you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed Four, The Last Story. Uh, Mass Effect 3, Tales of Zillia. I've just got game after game after game after game that I want to play, and I just never do. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, it's crazy. This, this, this winter, this fall winter, did that to me, mm-hmm. too. And that's why I almost forced myself. Like, I switched the input on my TV 
to the console because otherwise I'll just be like I'll even put the game in and then like keep watching TV or like walk around yeah, and I'll just, never get to it. I, I, it's <laughs> just, it's, it's just... I, no, like I'll go to the kitchen and get like a you know something to eat and I'll like forget about it or we'll watch like a show together or something here and I almost I have to force myself to start playing something and then I'll play more. Yeah, yeah I've got this. I've, it's, yeah. It's, it's a ridiculous number of games. I didn't even scratch the surface of, of you know spanning many platforms. Like it's almost like this cruel galactic joke because I remember being you know ten years old or eleven years old fantasizing about oh I wish if I you know I win the lottery someone brings in a crate of every Super Nintendo game it would just be the best thing ever and I'd play them all and I really would because at that time you, you get a game you play it and now I'm sitting <laughs> yeah, here I'm literally literally surrounded by games and game devices and I barely play any of them and it's just crazy. Well, that's the problem. So back then we didn't have money but we had time and now we have money but no time. But I think it's, kids today have all the time in the money world and, and not so much money but games are so cheap yeah. now like the, their shitty iOS games and everything and that's yeah. why they're developing like I'll play this game for two seconds they'll go to the next one for two seconds mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not just that though because even when I have time to play them I don't for some reason it's just well, I do you gotta but force like, yourself uh, I've been playing like this is probably the most I've played games basically since you know probably before college hmm. uh, or, or maybe during college because we played a shitload of PC games in college yeah we did um, I think I probably played more PC games than actual class time. <laughs> it's close. That, that first year. It's close. Um, but uh, I'll always remember the the one that sticks out was somebody had just rented or bought Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I think Alan had gotten it from somebody on his floor or something, a, a friend yeah. of ours. And he brought it down. We played like one level, and it was cold out, like it had just snowed or something. And we we're like, yeah, I think we're gonna play this instead of going to CS, you know, computer science yeah. today or something. Yeah, um, but there's just too much to play. Like I, I'm generally a serial game player. I'll usually have one single player game I'm playing and one multiplayer game I'm playing. And right now, for single player, I've got Assassin's Creed going. I've got Mario 3D World. I've got Zelda 3DS. Um, I guess Need for Speed is kind of multiplayer. I'm kind of waiting for um, Need for Speed. You know, so I'm playing a lot of different stuff, and I think, like, if I looked at a chart of how much I've played video games over the last, like, three months, it'd be this huge spike compared to, like, the preceding nine months, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm playing games, I just have too much to yeah. play, and I, I feel like I'm not making progress. I've been, I've been yeah, chipping away at um, Dead Space 2 for a while. I'm almost done with that, and I feel, I feel, I feel like I've accomplished something, <laughs> like I've almost finished something. Chipping away at a game from... But that's actually good. I, I'll, I'll give you props for that, Peter. I'm almost done with Dead Space 2, and I'm, it's a good game. Almost, I, I, maybe I'll just try to finish that one off tonight. And the last game I finished before this was Bioshock Infinite. And I only finished it out of spite. Spite is what motivated me. I wanted to be fully credentialed to mock yeah, so the game. So I have to finish it. <laughs> but well, I, I was joking around for a while that the main reason to buy an X-Bone is so you can make fun of it and yeah. actually have some credibility. Yeah. But... I kind of like the exclusives. I don't love the UI or anything like that. I don't love the I don't like the, the UI. system I like, itself. I like the PS4 UI and controller way better. Yep, me too. Um, but yeah, like so shit like Rye, like I had kind of penciled in like okay, Assassin's Creed for my week off between, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's. And then like a couple Xbox games were cheap and I tried I threw Dead Rising in one day and suddenly I'm like 5 hours later I'm still playing Dead Rising. So you just have to put the controller in your hand, Peter. I've, another game that I've almost finished, but not quite, and just kind of stalled on was Resident Evil Revelations, which is surprisingly good. Hmm. And right now I'm playing Don't Start. 
Just came. It just came out. Yeah, on, I got to download that. Probably one of the last things we'll talk about. But uh, Don't Starve just came out on PS4. It's free if you have PS Plus. And you know, I played this game on early access on the PC a while ago, and it was, it was pretty good then. But it's it's just, it's only gotten better, and it's on the big screen. It works well on the controller. Just sit in front of that big screen and go pick berries and carrots and set rabbit traps. It's really cool. It's it's really enjoyable, and I I, I would recommend that big time. I should have downloaded that while we were recording. It, it only takes a few minutes. It's not that big. Yeah. Uh, so. Don't Starve reminded me of... That was early access on Steam, right? Oh, yep. good lord. We're doing this? Uh, we have to do it. We have to do this. this. Oh, Get it out of the way. It's, all right. The, Go for the it. elephant in the room. Because I haven't played it, so I'm going to let you guys... Don't Starve is highly it. polished. It's awesome. Go get it. The, uh, the, the elephant in the room, at least in the, uh, the chat room, has been uh, specifically rushed. I think the elephant's kind of dead now, but... Yeah, the elephant. The body's is dead. still in the, the room. elephant that used to be in the, the corpse room. is in the yeah, room. Yeah, the dead elephant corpse in the room uh, is specifically Rust, but more generally the Steam Early Access yeah. program. Um, so what happened was on a whim, I watched like one video about Rust and decided to buy it, which is extremely out of character for me. Um, but I had Steam credit, so what the hell? And uh, I gave it a whirl, and, and Peter bought it because I bought it, and uh, Peter hated yeah, it. Didn't like it hated it. I've never seen Peter react quite so strongly to a game. And that's saying something because Peter reacts very strongly to a lot of games. Um, <laughs> I'm like a force of nature. But, it, yeah, like when a, a hell hath no fury like a Peter scorned by a game. That was a bit of a stretch, and I apologize. It but, turned into a big philosophical um, battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the big philosophical battle ended up being whether or not the early access program was ethical. Or whether or not it should have some kind of standards enforced by Steam to yeah. protect the customers. So Which I don't doesn't. know. I Rust was twenty bucks early access. It's labeled an alpha. Um, the Bobby actually dug up a quote of the developer. That's, that quote pleading is not with on the to, Steam page, though. They're glad they're taking it, your it money. Is not. They're not turning down your money, Bob. But they, mean. the developer, was. Pleading with people to not oh, that's, buy it. That's, that's um, such bullshit. Pleading people not it, don't put it, it for sale. It Pull it off the off, shelf if you don't be able to buy it. Fuck yeah, it. it it comes off a little disingenuous to say please don't but buy it. We'll but take here your it money and bucks. we'll buy stuff with your money. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. It's completely but, um, disingenuous. It it was it was pretty much what I expected based on it's the like video. The bullshit it's, meter, just you know, the needle shot out of the bullshit meter and impaled Peter. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. It's okay, Peter. And uh, it was about what I expected. Um, it was clearly not what Peter expected. I don't know what I expected. But, uh, yeah. I'm not sure well, what he expected my either. That my, before, prior to the, buying that game, my own, you know, I have a million Steam games, but I don't usually go yeah. into early access stuff because it's kind of a recent phenomenon and I just haven't happened to. Um, my, my main experiences with early access have been Don't Starve, which we just talked about, and Starbound. And there might have been something else, I forget. But in both cases, the game comes out in early access, and you read it, and the disclaimer is like, you know, the game's a little buggy, it's not finished yet, but if you want to if you want to come along with us on the development process and play early, fine. I'm like, okay. And, and you know, you get Don't Starve, you get Starbound. In both cases, the game is a game. There's a lot of content. It, it's not that buggy. The, neither game was very buggy. Um, and, you know, it, it seemed fair to me. I was like, you know, the game's not, it's not 100%, but it's kind of like 90%. I'm like, okay, it's just fair enough. And I never got upset by it. And then I, got, I played Rust. And, you know, so I'm in, I've been conditioned to kind of think early access is 90%, maybe 80%. Rust is like 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1
<laughs> and so so rust for for people that may not be familiar with it because despite selling a bunch of copies on steam it's still pretty much under the radar i think for for people that don't read like forums and stuff like that it's it's like daisy but um it's more it, it's kind of like caveman daisy you you start off with a rock and if you use your rock to hit trees, you gather wood. And if you use your rock to hit other rocks, you get rocks. And you can put the wood and the rocks together to make a hatchet. And then um, you you build a house once you gather enough wood with your hatchet and so on and so forth. So it's it's open world. Um, you're surviving. You're hunting animals. You're, you're doing all you're this You're hunting. It's Sorry. barely plural animals. There's like three animals. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like. Okay, you know, I've used Unity before. We talked about Unity. It's a tool that kind of gives you a huge, like, advantage when developing a game. So the game's made in Unity. It's hardly got any assets in it. It's got a big map that's just the yeah. same cut-and-paste rock and tree over and over. There's, the there's like, you know, there's a handful of items. Most of them don't even have descriptions. It just says description goes here. It, it, it's everything about it from top to bottom just screams how much work has not been done yet. And it's, it, it's, well, it's, not, it's not just like, okay, this isn't quite ready yet, but early access, whatever. It's like the game has barely even started to be made yet. It's, like, it's not like they're kind, of, they're kind of getting towards the late development process and they're letting some fans in who might want to participate. They're just starting the development process, and they're already selling well, it. One of, well, one of my complaints about it, is that it it absolutely reeks of unity um the loader it's, it's pure is unity. It's basically very, the, yeah. the unadulterated yeah. unity loader yeah, right when i saw it i was like wait this is the same thing i'm doing in my game but my game isn't available to the public no. yeah and and unity the renderer in unity has a, a look to yeah. it um at least for the 3d games and it, it looks like a unity game um but i mean i i, I think part of the problem uh well, for, for Peter, and you know, to stop me if I'm putting words in your mouth, was that games like Starbound and uh, Don't Starve were much further along. Mu- vastly in the further along. Um, so Rust is, they're four months into dev. And, you know, we debated, you know, whether or not they've made efficient use of that four months or it, not. It's easy to argue either that way, you, could, you could make an argument that some dudes could, could crunch and make what you see there in much less than four months. I, yeah, I think if they were working 40 hour weeks, they'd be further along in four months. I mean, it, it, it kind of comes as off a few as weeks. The, <laughs> the, the developer is um, the guy that made Gary's mod for Half-Life 2, I guess. Um, and, you know, he has, that's an, just a tremendously popular um, mod slash And that's game. why he's able to take I, advantage of people so well with the new mod. game. Um, so I fundamentally disagree that there's an active attempt to bilk. I, then wh- really why the disingenuous? It's... Oh, don't buy our game. But it's available for nineteen ninety nine on Steam right now. Don't buy it. I don't Come know. On. Bullshit. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think we need to get into a whole philosophical Here's the, debate the, 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 the two big questions versus Kickstarter. The two big, but, the two big um, concerns are, A, the concern is, what, should there be standards enforced on early access? Because I, I had a picture in my, in my mind that early access means they're you know they're kind of far along in development but they're not you know but not it's like getting towards home stretch at least that's what i'm kind of thinking but this is like well, beginning stretch this they're running towards first base right now it's and they're selling it's very alpha it's it's extremely alpha i mean the the engine's running there is content in it it's obviously not content complete what content is in there Shockingly has issues content. like there's only 
there are multiple guns in it. There's like there's an M4, there's a shotgun, there's a rifle, like a, a bolt action rifle or something. Uh, another gun that's not the M4, but the only player model um, weapon that's visible is the M4. So there were accusations of people hacking because the M4 was taken out. Uh, all I've heard is that the game is so full like of cheats and hacks that it's almost unbelievable. M4. Yeah, and there's a lot of cheats and hacks, but I mean that's true of. Yeah. But that's um, not the problem. Stuff um, that is further along, like DayZ. So yeah, you can't really hold. So here's my question. It, you know, but there obviously this is a free society. People can sell anything they want, and people can buy it or not buy it. So there's a lot of responsibility on the customer to you know buy or beware. But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't make doesn't mean I have to like them because it, it just seems predatory to me. Like they're say they have their little disclaimers that makes them think they're safe. Like they sit behind their disclaimers. Their disclaimer says, you know, on the Steam page it says this is a, a alpha access. It's or pre alpha, and and you know it's not finished yet. It's so full. It's full of bugs, and you know it has that disclaimer. But then it says nineteen ninety nine. You can buy it right now and download it. So even though there's warnings, that the the promise of instant gratification of playing it right now, that transactional nature is going to lure a lot of people into buying it, especially since it's kind of popular in the charts right now. And I I just think I mean, it's kind of predatory, especially. And I I don't especially when I, I don't disagree when they're running that around saying it'll oh, tickle don't buy people. It, don't buy it. Come on, bullshit. I I think it will tickle people's like if it wasn't for sale, a lot of people that do buy it currently may buy it just because it's there. But on the other hand, if you're blowing twenty bucks on something, there should be some responsibility to say. You know, am I going to spend twenty bucks on this, not knowing anything about it? Um, so I, I don't know what they could it's, do in as my far opinion, as enforcing standards. Steam should have standards. Like, some, if I if I run a convenience store, I'm not going to let some vendor walk in and take a shit on the shelf and put a price tag next to it. I would have some kind of standards enforced in my store, and I think Steam should be the same way. They should early access should either. It should either have a higher standard in how finished the game is, because this is this would only meet the lowest possible standard. Either that, or have yeah. like an additional pop-up box or something, or more warnings. Well, just I, so I people really it's... understand, they're not just bullshitting when the little disclaimer says this is alpha and it's buggy and it's incomplete. So yeah. They need to, that. That's... No, I I think it's literally the earliest possible form that could ever be for sale for anything. Um, because it it's truly alpha. I mean, it's dictionary this definition is a time of alpha software. Only ve- in very recent history, no end user would ever even get a whiff of what you're seeing right now, and now they're buying it. Yeah, they wouldn't even see um, it for a but, millisecond, and now they're buying it. But on the other hand, I'm glad to be able to access games glad. like this that are in development because it would annoy me. I mean, uh, imagine back in the day reading something about like hearing about Mario 3 and you salivated over Mario 3 for like a yeah, year. Yeah, and then when you play it it's actually it done. Playable. Oh, it was sublime when you first got yeah. to play you it. You want this all but... sal- the whole thing sullied by playing a turd like Rust? Yeah, but that's that's different because maybe Mario 3 wasn't a good example because that's a linear 2D you know, it's not an open thing. I I think the early access works for certain types of games. I think it works for the daisies of the world. I think it works for rust just, and nether it, it boils, and it boils um, down that to sort this. of stuff. Buyer beware, but at the same time, sellers don't well, be dicks. What I would like to see, what I would like to see, is a more prominent, like some kind of banner that says it's alpha. 
and define what alpha I is. I think it just say it needs it's ten percent content complete. Or uh, if, if we're up um, to me, there would just be a flat standard. I, I would have a screening process. If I'm Steam, I'd say no. This you can't sell this to our customers yet. We're not going to put this in our store. I would either have that would be what I would do, but at least have yeah, some kind of there's... higher mechanism for making sure people understand just how shitty what they're buying might be. That there's a. If you cornered someone from Valve and said, is there a screening process for early access? They'll say, yes, absolutely. Whether or not there in practice really is, uh, you'll there's never not. know. They, so they don't even look at it. There's no point in even talking Think about Think about, that. we have evidence. Have to the, do the War Z was some on... some sort of was on... guideline around mm-hmm. content completion. You know, is it is it 50% content complete? Like something like um, Starbound It's, it's arbitrary. Was Just look at it, it and see if it's a turd or not. You can't do that, though, because everyone's going to disagree about what a turd is. Like, uh, this is a case in point. I mean, what you're, what you're suggesting clearly doesn't work because we're debating it right what now. What I'm saying is... I liked one, what I played Just as an aside, first. Steam doesn't pay a lot of attention. Once, you're, once you have access to, to list stuff on the Steam store, they, they don't seem to pay, pay any attention at all. The War Z was on the Steam store for days before the public outcry made them realize that there was something wrong with it. Well, I mean, that, that's kind of a false equivalency because... And, and as we discussed in the chat, War Z was blatantly lying. Wouldn't they know all this stuff if they screened what it? Features like you were said? in there. No, that uh, I I called that out when we were just talking about they it. Don't is screen. if it, if you talk to them about it, they're going to say they screen, and they I'm sure at some level they do screen not very well. But whether or not it's realistic for Steam to be able to play enough of every game to make sure that it's as complete as the features the developer... Because my understanding is that once a developer has the listing in the Steam store, they They have direct direct and easy access to the the content that's listed on the store. So it's very easy for someone to lie out their ass. And really, it's a wonder that War Z was the first one to really abuse it. Um, So, you know, I, I, I think... It's not just, fair to compare you know, to War Z, but whether or not you should be you should be allowed. To, it's a free country; you can sell anything you want. But just the I don't have to like them though. I don't like that they're acting cute about this. Oh, don't buy our game! Don't buy our game! It's not ready yet. I can't believe anyone's buying our game. Then don't put it for yeah. sale. Don't say you don't want people no, to buy I, it if it's I not for, think... if it's for sale. If I put a game for sale, I want you to buy it. Please buy my game. I put my game on sale because I want you to buy it. Please buy it. That's what I would say because not a fucking dick. I, I do think it's disingenuous to say, <laughs> please don't buy it, because the, they, could, they could pull it down, or they could request that it be pulled down. But they're I mean, talking out both it sides. They went both ways. Where, there's, there's, well, mm-hmm. I understand the position they're in, because no, don't. if they pulled it down right now, that could be deadly to the game. Yeah, it would. I mean, the the spin on that would be... They shouldn't have done it in the first of, place. You know, they sh- wars It just takes... It takes I don't a, agree. A, a, I don't agree. Uh, a historic amount of nerve and balls to to go to put a game on the store and leverage your reputation into it to sell no. it and have basically nothing there you know just a few weeks of work and ask people to pay twenty bucks for it and then take all their money that takes a certain amount of historic balls just to do that but then to turn around no, and no, say no, no. oh that's... our game's not ready please don't buy it please don't buy it well that's where the balls come in is that that because that happened after it was of course for sale and they Fucking sold fifty thousand copies and netted two point one million dollars. Yeah, from it. they're getting rich but, and they're saying, "Oh, um, please don't buy it." I mean, I, honestly, two point one million is probably about right to fund the development of it. 
Uh, it looks like about two point one dollars have gone into development of it. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's got. I mean, this is seriously uh, shit that a art home like uh, you know do-it-yourself home computer artists and stuff could have done all this themselves wow. in their little basement computers in a couple weeks. There's nothing there. You don't understand how nothing this game is. I I do, and I think there's no money on the, the screen. Unity crutch, that despite the Unity crutch. And all of that this stuff. This is Unity. I, the I the whole environment you, is already set up into... in Unity. All they're doing is they dropped a few assets in and put some netcode in. It's it, this is no work is on the screen. There's nothing there. No, Peter, Peter, you're. I, I understand <laughs> you've done a modicum of development. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, you there's, start... there's there's two dollars on the screen. There's not two million dollars on the screen. It's it, they're, they're laughing no, all the way no, to the bank as they're dumb, dumbass the customers and they're dumbass fans no, and they're laughing to the bank. No one's saying there's two million dollars on the screen. What they're saying there's is two dollars on the screen. People people have been willing to spend two point one million dollars in order to play the game in the form it is now. Based on the reputation of the yeah, guy he's, that's he's, making he's it, he's milking his reputation to take advantage of, to of, all, of customers. Development. And, and there's a cascading I wholeheartedly effect. Wholeheartedly endorse it. There's a it. cascading effect because first he takes advantage of his own idiot fans, who like the Gary's mod, to get the whole thing started, and then he takes advantage of more people who buy it just because it's popular. Well, you can't. You can't call everyone who bought Gary's mod. I idiot. am. Because well, not, no, Actually, everyone who bought. I, I might do that too, just because of the bought, name. Everyone who bought Rust for twenty dollars so far is an idiot that includes me i'm an idiot tell me how stupid i am. I, I don't tell me how stupid i am, I, I don't I am. think you're an idiot well here's the thing though and not to bring this up at two hours in but how does it differ from and not not even because you did a kickstarter pete i'm not you know pointing at you but how does it differ from a kickstarter and saying you'll get early access to a game if you give us twenty dollars um but for me the main distinction is that um when you put something on the Steam store, this is a retail outlet. You have an, you have impulse buys from people looking for instant gratification, and there's implicit understand. There's a certain degree of implicit understanding with the customer when something is on Steam store and they buy it. There'll be a certain amount of of credibility in the game. They're expecting to have some kind of product, despite any disclaimer that's written on the screen. So they're it's it's, it's abusive to to list it there like that. And have that whole instant gratification, uh, I, instant I purchase. I don't think you can. I don't think you Kickstarter can. Kickstarter isn't a store. Kickstarter isn't common denominator. Kickstarter isn't a store. No one's going to impulse Kickstart because because they're, they're going to be able to play the game right now. No people, one. People, people. Yeah. Well, no one's going to impulse Kickstart because they can play it right now. No, they're, they're absolutely, absolutely going absolutely to impulse Kickstart. People go on Kickstarter and there's there's they can't. They, they're paying for something that they're going to get as a final product later. And you could say the same thing about Rust, but people are buying Rust because of a pure impulse decision. I know because I did that too. I was curious about the game to play it right now. So I, but, and no one yeah, protected but people me. Are funding, Steam didn't protect me. People Steam are funding, protected me. But why is it Steam's responsibility Because they're running protect, the store that these people you. are loading turds up onto. So the example I made of this in the chat was dry cleaning bags have warnings on them that say, do not give this to a child. An adult human being who has a child should know not this to give a dry a cleaning bag thing, to a though. baby. The, the common sense is, is that when you buy something thing. on Steam, it's going to be kind of a game. Yelling doesn't help. It's gonna be a, if you, the common sense tells me as an adult that if something's on Steam and I buy it, it's going to be a game. No. It's not going to be some turn when, someone whipped together in two weeks. And when an adult looks at something at a store, they should say, is this worth $20? Not, ooh, gimme. 
hear money. But that's what people do, though. Which is what you're people trying. Impulse, well, fuck why those do you people. think they load up the end of aisles with things and load up things on the ch- checkout aisles? It's because people impulse things for instant gratification, and they're doing the same thing. I have, it's highly I predatory. I have absolutely. And this 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 guy doing Gary. This Gary's my, Gary. If it, is, maybe his name's Gary. <laughs> Gary is predator. He's taking advantage of people. Merchandising, merchandising as a whole is exactly what you're describing. Yeah, but he's a predator. It, the, it, the entire he's, concept he's of merchandising. And I don't and agree. If you have any doubts about? I don't this think it's malicious. Asshole, just look at what he said. Oh, don't buy my game. Don't buy my game. It's for 19.99 on Steam. Don't buy it. <laughs> that, that that is not the official position of Tapezilla. I. You're acting alone. I, I'm, that I'm is a Gary quote right I actually t- just uh, just um, just for my own disclaimer. I don't know, Gary. Maybe he's a nice guy, but I don't like that he put the game on the store at this point. See, I I don't mind that he put the game on the store because I actually read all the warnings and I understand what alpha software yeah, is. Yeah, just to, just just um, just to put that out there, I need to I need to walk this back just a little bit because I've said some horrible things. <laughs> Here's me walking it back. I've never met Gary. He's probably a nice guy, and honestly, I like indie developers and I support indie developers doing stuff like this, but. I I think that the game is too early to be on Steam. That's my that's that's what I really mean. I was just kind of being a character a little bit, but that's yeah, what I think. You just exposed. I, I don't think he's actually an asshole. I was just I was just trying to entertain the audience. <laughs> anyway, I I think what would probably be useful for them is to have some sort of indicator of whether or not something is alpha or beta. Or face, even the cute little up. percentage progress bar of yeah. how far along is this game? Twenty yeah. percent. Some like sort of Nintendo indicator. Power had. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some sort of indicator of how far along it is, or how content complete. I it is think or that something. the whole early access thing needs to be better realized in general, because right now it just it's loaded up with the rest of the games listed on the store, and it looks like anything else pretty much. And I think they need to do something about that. Uh, it it looks significantly different. There's a little gray games. box that says early access, and yeah, that's there. But it, it, this should be more than that. It should be. It needs to be made more clear to the user that what they're buying well, is potentially vastly on different the homepage, than a, a regular game. On the homepage, when you're scrolling through the stuff being promoted, which Rust now is, by the way, um, it says at the bottom early access now available. Gary. Uh, Rust actually just says now available. That's interesting. That, see, what um, Beave's coming over to my side. Beave, it's it's nice over here. Come hold over on, here. Hold on, but I'm looking at it right now. It says it's done in in all caps, <laughs> and it's flashing. Yeah, fireworks. Um, it does say like on the actual listing page before. I think. Well, let me go to a different game because I own Rust. There's so a teaser trailer here. Let me let me just click play quick. From Gary. <laughs> It's Rust. And that's it? <laughs> See, that's going to sell me on it now, just after watching so, it. So, directly above the Add to Cart is a fairly sizable box that says Early Access. Get instant access and start playing. Get involved with this game as it develops. And then there's a message from the developer that kind, kind of, of car he's adds some detail. Um, like the for message from the developer says, don't buy this, please. Starbound, it says, Starbound is already extremely playable and contains a vast amount of content. What, what kind of However, car do you think that to release Gary the game as beta. So, they call it beta. What is, what's the rest one say? The rest one I know says alpha no, says early all over it. We are very early in development. Some things work, some things don't. We haven't totally decided where the game is headed, so things will change. Things will change yeah, a lot. Right we might even 
We might even make changes. Yeah, but the listeners I aren't. We might even make changes that you think are wrong, but we have a plan. It's in our interest to make the game awesome, so please well, trust wait a second, us. Wait a second. I, I have a problem with this. For, I don't think this app adequately describes how unfinished the game is, for one. And for another thing, I think that they are being incentive to not particularly care as much if the game turns out awesome because he's already millionaire. Yeah, scroll down a little bit, Beav. It says, we will now be going on a $2.1 million vacation, however. <laughs> Development will begin it's, again in June. It would be much more in his interest to make the game awesome if he didn't get to get all of his reward ahead of time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but how is that different from Kickstarter? Because you're not taking advantage of instant gratification people ongoing on Steam day by day by day. Kickstarter is like a one-time yeah, campaign, and there's someone... no promise of instant gratification. People understand completely what they're, what they're getting, and it's... Yeah, but... The instant gratification is only one that's the mat. It's a pretty damn big part, Beeb. It's pretty big, Beeb. It's yeah, pretty but, big. Yeah, but you it's shouldn't. Big, you shouldn't go out of your way to say, "Oh, he's going to spend all the money they gave him early," because that's exactly how Kickstarter. No, but I'm works. saying is you get your he, money he's already selling it. It's, it's listed anything. on the store, and he's selling it. And I know it's it's hard to kind of thread this needle, but for me, the big major distinction is that instant gratification. That that impulse buy factor is yeah. huge. I, I think the delta between us is that delta. I put more of the onus <laughs> on the the purchaser than the outlet to purchase it from. I just imagine an airplane when you say delta, and I'm imagining us sitting on either side of an airplane for some reason. The, the, <laughs> I just the picture arguing. A I picture a triangle. Oh, the uh, well, you should picture a triangle because that's the symbol yeah. for delta. Um, and and actually, the delta logo is a, the airline logo. Del- is a triangle. Delta. I like that. Like All right, that. well, I, I fall... Actually, you, prior to this, I was a little more in, on Beav and Drax's side here. I'd say I'm, I'm pretty well down the middle since I don't have anything invested in Rust. I have not paid the $20 to go goof around for an hour You don't think half. they're predatory for doing this? I do, actually. I, I think... I think predatory is too strong a word. I think it's... Predatory, predatory implies but it's, it's malice. Apt. It's predatory... It's predatory after they made the comment about don't buy this. That's pretty shitty. Don't don't, I don't put think it up that's there. Predatory. I think, I that's think that disingenuous. to understand that it's predatory, predatory, you have to understand firsthand just how raw the game is. I'm not. It can't be said enough how raw this game is. I think it becomes predatory because then, because of that kind of disingenuous attitude, you know where they're coming of, from. Yeah, you kind of understand why they threw it up there to get a lot of money from a lot of people yeah. quickly. But I also see if this had been a Kickstarter, and they just offered early access immediately to people who. You know, donated yeah. or whatever, twenty dollars or more. I don't see that as For one being thing, too much. That's of a not difference. usually how Kickstarters work. Typically, a Kickstarter. I've never seen that personally. If a kick- Kickstarters don't usually have playables, but if they do, it's usually just made available to everyone, so that it's not like they're not offering a reward. For for backing that's in, that's like right yeah. now. Usually, if there's a demo, it's it's just available for everyone so they can make a decision. I think it'd well, be a pretty right weird now. thing to say yeah. you get but access to our demo right now if you back us. I've never heard of that ever, and I think they'd probably get. But they shit do. But they do give early access to people who bid. Yeah, you know, but that's yeah. later on. That's Three like times more than everybody else. Yeah, you can be an early tester semantic. later on. We can involve you. This it's just not the same like checkout counter impulse <laughs> buy type thing as Rust is. It, it's it, on the Steam it, it, store. It, it, it's it's different. It, it's different. I I agree. Um, but it's it's a gradient, and it's mm-hmm. not. And my, they're my, on the. They're almost the crux black. of my argument is the absolute almost completely black terminology. You know when dark gray is um, so dark you can't the tell if it's The difference with or not? something like Rust versus like your game, Peter, is that Rust requires assets at the server end of things in order to even support a demo. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're spending $2.1 million on servers, 
but there are real costs associated with everyone run their own the servers? servers there's a, i thought there was a hive type server like there is with daisy yes i don't know but like here's the thing right now i see two dollars on the screen they've made several, they've made two million dollars am i ever going to see two million dollars on the screen am i ever even going to see near two million dollars on the screen no yeah, but you could say that with any I don't game. Think so. I mean, if if you show enough games to enough people and say, "How much do you think this costs to develop it?" Well, here's another thing: though. Starbound say, did know. not go on Steam early at all, into early access or otherwise, until it was pretty damn finished. At least in terms of how it feels. Yeah, but Starbound, the the leg up Starbound had. I mean, it's when you look at um, Terraria compared to Starbound. I mean, there's a lot of different systems and all that stuff, but. A lot of Starbound was done before they even started. They've Starbound. been working around the clock on they, this Starbound thing for like a year or like more than a year—a long time. It's not just I, a few I'm, months. I'm sure they have. I, I'm sure they have. But they had the the heavy lifting of Star Starbound was done. Before oh, that's not. A, that's kind of a weird argument. For one thing, Russ is using Unity, which we already covered. And for another thing, he has Gary's yeah. mod. Who knows what he has from that? I don't know. Well, well here's something though. I don't know. I'm just here's saying. Something. So, so let's say. So Rust is out there right now for nineteen ninety nine. You can go buy it right now to get early access. What yeah. if in whenever it's fully done, released, it's forty nine ninety nine? That now is it okay? I don't think it's ever okay to put something this unfinished on the Steam store in a live setting. I just don't agree with that. No, but what if you're getting said. a deal for the fact you're saving thirty if, bucks or whatever because you bought it now? now for one thing, it's an investment like that. That's why I was willing to buy it, is this guy has a really good pedigree. He's supported Gary's Mod for over six years. If I can buy this now for 20 bucks, and it might be 40 later, I'll invest the 20 bucks now. You should just follow everyone. Just play it through development. I would advise everyone just to that. listen to Gary, if you're a fan of Gary, and don't buy his game. And I would advise everyone to evaluate the stuff that's available to I, read I just, and that's watch such a about Rust before before deciding whether or not to all spend that, money on it. Just like you should with all every that other aside, game. It's such, it, it's such a turnoff for me that someone says something and means something else. When someone says, don't buy my game, but they actually mean buy it. That bothers me. I, I don't think he does. I mean, I, I, think, I think once if he, he said meant the it, please it don't buy it. Sale, but he doesn't mean it. Proof's I, in the pudding, baby. He only baby. said it because he got some negative pudding, feedback. Pudding proof, baby. No, I, I don't think it's putting... I think it's more Put complicated him. than that. Because, like I said before, if he pulled this now, he'd be telling the 150,000 people that bought it. I wonder if he's been to a, to a high-end car it. dealership between the time that Rust went on Steam and now. Yeah, you could say the same thing about any Kickstarter. That's a stupid it's argument. A stupid argument. It, it's not all Kickstarters are predatory taking advantage of a fan base like this is. I, I, I walked it back and then I walked it forward again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What it, about you? Just get too impassioned by it. Like I said, this is the strongest this, reaction I've ever seen from Peter, which is really strange because it's only twenty bucks. Listen. Like you bought Assassin's Creed and played it for like ten minutes before you decided you couldn't stab. But people he would do this quit. if they gave him the twenty dollars back, right? For now. all the it, for all the walking the back and forth, I'm just trying to be Peter. I'm not like <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't actually hate the guy. I don't know anything about it. I'm just being stupid on the radio. So don't take it too seriously. If anyone likes Gary. <laughs> Nobody likes Gary. If you like, if you like Gary, Gary's seriously, mom. I'm just being stupid. I don't know what, what the hell I'm I think, talking about. I think you should apologize to Gary's mom. Sorry, Gary's mom. Thank you. Thank you. You should so, have been girl voice. I don't know. It, <laughs> it's it's cute, and it has, it, it has some good ideas. Um, 
I mean, it could end up being really cool. But, you know what, Beef? Um, in six months to a year, I'll pay the $50 if it's as good as, uh, as you yeah, think I mean, it will well, be. Well, that's, that's kind of the counterpoint to it is I'd rather not spend 20 bucks and I'll only spend my $50 I, I would on not stuff that I know is good. I would not anticipate this game ever being $50. It's never going to be more than 20 I don't think. Well, I, I don't think any game is worth 50 bucks. Except I mean, for Tomb Raider High the only game, Edition. No, like Battlefield 4, I did end up paying about 50. I paid 48 for that. And I felt comfortable doing that because they don't discount those games until like a couple months after they're out. And I know I'm going to play it for like 150 plus hours. So that was a safe investment for me. But like an unknown quantity like this, I, I would never spend $50 on. Like that's why I haven't paid uh, the 40 bucks for DayZ is... You know, people. T- uh, the funny thing here is, sorry to railroad you, be, but I'm actually sitting here thinking about or thirty bucks. <laughs> no, I I am too. I mean, that, that's what we were talking about in the chat. Is uh, if I buy Daisy at this point, it's basically because of Rust. Because Me too, but I've been looking reason. for a game like this to play. I followed the mod a little bit, but I didn't bother with it because I didn't own Arma 2 and the the expansion. Who builds a mod that requires an expansion pack? I, I don't understand that, but let's, um, let's, I wasn't um, willing to invest the time or money. And it was a pain in the ass to set the mod up and all yeah. this shit. So let's just cap this off. Once the, once the standalone came out like as a concept all of a sudden uh, yeah you know i was a little more interested i gotta in say it. I, it's and crazy i'm I, i'm almost certainly gonna buy this thing maybe soon the daisy <laughs> yeah all this. i i honestly i i probably will too because as much as i didn't dislike rust um it just i'm just not sure it's worth spending my time. my it's worth yeah, your money my more precious your time. game playing time it, it really is exactly what bobby was saying earlier it's i've got the 20 bucks earmarked for rust when it's worth playing i don't personally think it's worth playing right now um but i might tie up another 30 in daisy because maybe this is worth playing and let's uh um, let's let's just let's just cap off the rust thing by by being a little nicer there there was i did have for all of my aggravation with the game i have over three hours logged into the game on steam you can look at that if you don't believe me beaver um, <laughs> I had over three hours logged into the game, and I did have a little fun, and that th- that was mainly in the form of kind of sneaking around at night, and like ru- finding people in the darkness with their torches on. I had my torch off, and just kind of sneaking around and talking to them with with the local like like um, vicinity mm-hmm. voice chat, and uh, that was something about that was really fun. Just kind of like I'm kind of whispering to this dude, and he's kind of not. Sh- he's like, "Who are you? Where are you?" And I'm like saying funny stuff, and. And I'm I'm watching him and kind of sneaking around in the dark bushes. Dark is really dark in this game, which I like it when games have dark that's really dark and not just fake dark. It's really dark. Not See, sitcom yeah, dark. Not the, sitcom dark. The, the dark. Like where everything's blue. <laughs> For some reason, blue means dark. Yeah, but, but like yeah, games like Dragon's, I, Dog, I Dragon's Dogma and games like this where if it's dark, you can't see shit. And I like that. And, you know, I'm sneaking around in the dark and I'm talking to this guy. And he was like, what are you doing? Are you, you going to hurt me? And I'm like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just, I'm just watching. I'm just watching. Yeah. <laughs> but then he hurt you, right? No, this guy didn't actually. Okay. But you know, and you know that was fun. So I see potentials for I see glimmers of fun that can be had in this kind of game. But I just I wouldn't advise buying it now, Beaver. See, I I wouldn't I wouldn't not advise buying it now. But read up on it, watch some gameplay of it, make a decision. Um, I I do think it's gonna end up a pretty decent game. I think it's definitely gonna end in up seven a $20 years. Game. It'll be good, like with Gary's mind. <laughs> 
No. I like that I went from practically wanting to wring Gary's neck to being, you know, it's pretty good, but don't buy it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, which, which is, like which is speaking of what it was all along. Every aspect of, of, of Peter anger. Yeah. You did. You went through the whole range of emotions there. <laughs> but at, I, the, the, one, um, the, the range that I want to settle on is I like indie developers. I support indie developers. I just don't support this one. I'm kidding. I like any developers, and I I don't think Gary's a terrible person. Maybe in some other universe, I'd end up in a similar position as what Gary's doing. I support good indie developers. There's a lot of indie developers. I don't necessarily support indie developers as a whole. I I do. I I think it's a very good thing for the industry that indie developers exist and are more empowered now than ever. And I I support. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I that doesn't mean I support all of them. Yeah, but as an idea, I support them. And if if I don't know much about you, and all I know about you is that you want to be an indie developer and you have a game idea, then I support you by default. I automatically support you. See, I do not support you by default. That's the difference. (laughs) I support you. I I support you if the thing you're making is of interest to me. Well, even if it's not, I'm like, I wish you luck. I hope that you, I hope that you're successful making your idea work, and I hope the game comes out good, and I hope it sells. And you know, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you wish good for someone? I mean, I well, I'm ambivalent towards it. I mean, sink or swim. Is it like American Idol with all like the 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 couple thousand bad people who are up there? Do you really wish them luck? Do you really wish that they continue? They have dreams too, Peter. I wouldn't look. I, I have seen cases where someone has been mm. very bad at something and then become good because they wanted to do it so much and they became good. So I would encourage someone if that's what they wanted to do. I like creative people, and you know, indie gaming is very healthy for the for the for gaming in general. It's it's introduced a lot of types of games that wouldn't exist otherwise, and uh, the fact that it's empowered has changed the way uh, big AAA developers have have uh, done some things as well. So we've gotten a lot of good things in in gaming as a result of indies, and. Uh, PS4, the I new know, consoles I, are very I don't disagree. Also. It's great. We're going to see a lot of great... Don't Starve would... Do you think a game like Don't Starve would ever exist if things weren't the way they are? Yeah, on the PC. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of, did you see uh, Starbound has sold a million copies already? Yeah, Starbound would never exist if it wasn't quite doable for someone to make their own game. That's nutty. Now that's one I'm big, waiting until it's a big studi- A few years ago, a big studio would never make a game like Starbound. Things have changed. Big studios yeah. still they, not. They still wouldn't. Well, a, which th- that leads a to a million copies. That leads me to another interesting question. I'm trying question. to do some math here. You look at some certain indie, certain breakout indies like the Starbound and Terraria, Minecraft, um, and you know Rust. Even they're making there's are indie dudes and they're making games with low production values and they're just doing their idea and they're making millions of dollars. I'm like, how come big studios don't look at that and go, okay, let's let's try to beat them to the punch next time. Let's do something like that where we're not going to focus on production values, but we're going to do a good job and we're going to use that idea and we're going to make a bunch of money for a very small investment. Like, why don't they do that? It costs them more to do that. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of the big developers, um, like if you look at the total budget for a game, um, the AAA stuff, like half or more is just marketing. How is it these big indie games do it without those marketing budgets? Because there are the Peters of the world that are, you know, they, I think yeah. they have very strong word of mouth and there are people that are willing to try stuff just, they wouldn't it just, otherwise. It just seems and, to me like with, with a studio, it's crazy because like they're, a budget for even just your, your average studio game off the shelf is probably in the millions. And I'm like, most indie games, but, like the budget is just, it's minuscule. There's pre- pretty much no budget. It's so tiny. Well, but most indie games don't make do a million dollars. Some of them do. Yeah. Though. Look and at even Steam Greenlight. All the things that are getting yeah. accepted to Greenlight, which is hundreds now, which is, is more than it should be. It's a lot of stuff that I'm sure nobody's bought. 
a handful yeah. of people have bought. Yeah. Everything's not Pe- selling. People like are making bones. games for basically no budget. An amount of money that two, from the perspective of an Ubisoft or whatever, would be lint in the bottom of their pocket like nothing they'd even think twice about is mm-hmm. the budget for a lot of these indie games and the indie games go on sale for five or ten dollars on steam and they make some money it's like why don't studios follow this model more? i don't understand I, I don't get it they do with ios development yeah you and ubisoft has ios games it, it's the whole economy of it too like um a lot of the indie games are people doing it either like as a hobby yeah. Or it starts as a hobby and kind of transitions into an actual if career. You f- um, if you sort of follow this line of thinking around, you think about a Nintendo who hasn't made a 2D Metroid in over 10 years. Um, people, there's a lot of people who would buy that. So if Nintendo is a, is a multi-million dollar company. They have millions oh, yeah. and millions and millions of dollars. They could pay some studio with great talent and, you know, like a handful of individuals to make an amazing 2D Metroid game for 3DS or whatever. And the, the production cost for them yeah. would be very small. Very small. And this... Yeah, the- the notion of I like a, a way forward 2D Metro would yeah, be insane. Yeah, it's like what, the production yeah. budget for a 2D Metroid for Nintendo at this point with the tools that exist and the talent that exists out there would be just something that's so small Nintendo wouldn't even think twice about it on their balance sheet. So I don't understand. I can't comprehend but why they won't do it. Some of it's, some of it's brand. I mean, mm-hmm. um, they might not be willing to sully the Metroid brand. By, sully it? They, um, they've already like raped it into a dust. So how could you? There's yeah, no word but, but go but up. You can't say that when they have had one game that's been bad. Yeah, the, they've had well, one bad Metroid game ever. Having, you could do a great 2D Metroid game for such a small no, cost. You, you could you could have a great one, but the next time you try to sell a Metroid game and it's sixty bucks instead of twenty, people are going to look at you sideways. I, I, I think that Nintendo. I think you're arguing against me that Nintendo has some great common sense and that's the reason we don't have much i think we've kind of seen that nintendo is their own i don't know if they lack totally common sense but they definitely play to their own tune that they they do play to their own tune their reasons for things aren't always understandable and i don't think they're always savvy they're sometimes savvy their stock price flew up today by the way they're they're savvy enough to be the financial king of the console gaming world they're not savvy enough to not make a lot of really dumb common sense mistakes when it comes to their console unveiling and their console release. Mm. They're they're still and the console design for that money. matter. I got done saying I love Wii U. It's something about it I just love, and I mean that. But wow, they made a lot of mistakes. This could have been so much bigger than it is. It could have. Yeah, it could but have. Been. But it's it's enough. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah, Think about how many great games we. It's all could it needs to be. If they had fifteen they million care. user base instead of four million. Or whatever. At at the end of the day, they're profitable and have I, enough operating I wanted money to, say, to work Beaver. for like the next we'll 20 years. I'll explain to you how this directly impacts me. Zombie U is awesome. I love it. And it exists. It doesn't ex- There's no more games like that ever again because no one bought a Wii U. If everyone was buying Wii U's, we'd have another Zombie U. So this directly affects me. I don't care as long as I keep getting Mario Fuck Mario. Games. I'm tired of Mario. There's enough. It's Sorry. enough. Let's Nintendo make some new IPs. Just do something new. Why does they haven't made a new IP in so long? At least of any note. Well, don't they have? I thought they had a new IP or two new new IPs. Everything is Mario and Zelda coming out. There is a there's supposedly a new IP from a third party. That'd be cool. But it's like um, Pikmin. More Pikmin's a relatively Pikmin new came IP. Pikmin two thousand two. No, it's not. That's not that new. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's only ten years. Here's what they got to do: make. Grand Theft Auto F-Zero edition. You're in F-Zero cyberpunk world, and it's like Grand Theft Auto, kind of, but it's not Grand Theft Auto. And there's no characters yelling at each other. 
It would just be fun. Why not do that? Well, they did Here's, that, except it's called Lego City I Undercover. I don't want to play yeah. Lego City Undercover. I, I want to play Captain Falco I Undercover. Do. Actually, uh, Lego City Undercover is not bad. Uh, here's my prediction for 2014, bold prediction. You will see not only one Metroid game announced this year, no. but two. Two. A Prime and a 2D? I think you're going to see one on both If we had a 2D Metroid, I would take, take out my... Uh, There's very strong rumblings around a 3DS Metroid that's 2D. I want it to be actually really 2D in the same way that A Link Between Worlds You're not was get actually... That. No, I mean, in the same way that A Link Between Worlds was faithful to the old Zelda game, I want a Metroid that's faithful oh. to the old yeah. Zelda yeah. Metroid I games. could... I don't know anything, by the yeah, way. I don't I'm want, not, like, I don't want quick time but, events and different camera angles. and I want a real Metroid game where you have an open world and you explore it. That's what I want. Yeah. I could see after a, uh, seeing how successful A Link Between Worlds has been, not uh, only in like you know game of the year, tape of the year talk. I haven't, but seen, I haven't sales. seen sales on that. Is it good sales? Yeah, it did. It did. You know, expected. So le- if they if they um, don't make a Metroid in the same spirit as A Link Between Worlds, they're leaving money on the motherfucking table like a boss. But I think they will. That's you think they'll leave the money on the table, or they won't? No, I think they're going to announce okay. one for each console. If, if you see money, if you, I think if they'd you be see smart money too. on a table, it's probably Nintendo's. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. It probably is Nintendo's. <laughs> I think Nintendo's out of room for money, so they're just leaving. So it, it works on metaphorically and literally. Money's on tables, mm-hmm. right? But it still means a good thing that Nintendo's leaving money on the table. It's just because they have too much money that they just have to leave it on the table. I think you're going to see it's still a, their money. You're going to see a lot of cool shit in the next two years because it's Nintendo just kind of throwing it all at the wall. To, Nintendo you know, is in, mm-hmm. an incredibly to placate the people who did yeah. buy the. Uh, Wii they're in an incredibly awkward well, position because Nintendo has a strong brand. That Nintendo's brand to them is everything, or at least should be. And they've released this console, and even though the console's good and I like it, it, the sales are undeniably abysmal, like terrible. So like they're in this position where their brand matters. They have to support a console and customers that have the console. They have to because their brand matters and it would damage their brand perhaps irreparably if they had a flagship console and it didn't support it. So they're in this terrible position where no one's bought the fucking thing, but they have to support it anyway. So that's a terrible position to be in. Well, all said and done, I, I think Nintendo's actually in a really interesting position. <laughs> one way of spinning it. The, are you, are you, is your the, last no, name Iwata? Is that your uncle? Uncle Iwata. <laughs> no, I, I think they're actually in a really good position because they, they do have a bit of a black eye with the Wii U, but it hasn't been... Like, the Xbox and the Xbox 360 were worse for the Microsoft devices division than the Wii U has been for Nintendo. There's just no... I mean, we're talking about billions From of dollars. From a profit margin, sure. Yeah. So they're they're flush with cash. They I love that are flush. on their heels a little bit. But that they kind of have their backs against that wall now where the next thing they do needs to be good. And mm-hmm. they have the money to make it good. And the 3DS is such a viable platform that they could fall Who back ever to the safety that? net stuff of new... Um, well, I mean, the Wii, honestly, the Wii U could do the really? same thing. It's getting to the point where it's looking less and less likely because they already have the, a smaller user base than PS4, I read. Yeah, but the, the PS4, for, for context, the PS4 sold 4.2 million units in 41 days. That's Looney Tunes. I mean, I, I don't think anyone saw that coming. You know, but that's the weird thing is, this think, is just, to, just a little bit tangential, but I, had to, I have to mention this. I was watching MSNBC this morning. I turned the TV on, and they had some CN, CNBC guy on there, and he was talking about, like, 
you know, tech stuff and market stuff, just business stuff. And he said, you know, Microsoft's new console is is selling like gangbusters, and it's it's outsold the Sony's counterpart by this. And it's like, for one thing, I'm not sure if they outsold or not. And then the other guy comes in with this little commentary, like, yeah, everyone everyone thought that Microsoft was stupid to make a gaming console, but now it's like their biggest thing. And I'm, I'm thinking like. So, wow. so MSNBC, on MSNBC yeah. said no, the CNBC guy was on well? MSNBC. He said the Xbox One outsold the Sony's thing, which I don't think that's true. That but even true. if that's whether or not that's true, the next guy said everyone thought everyone thought Xbox Microsoft was dumb for making a gaming console, but now it's their biggest thing. Like I don't, I don't think they're making any money it's, on it. That's all. There's a, a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that were wrong with that yeah, couple of minutes. There's, there's the last thing here is don't watch story. fucking TV. For infor- yeah. if you care now about the, information, I mean. The PS4 sold 4.2 million in 41 days, and the X-Bone sold over 3 million. They didn't give a solid number in 48 days. So the PS4 is outselling it um, at 1.2 times. And you can't get one. Uh, You can go into any store now and get an X-Bone. Yeah. I I don't know where these 4.2 million PS4s were. I've still never seen a PS4. They go on Amazon every now and then. Yeah, I saw one at Walmart. I want to say like two weeks ago, and that was the only time I've ever seen one in the wild. It's like, it's like, but it's it's weird. The the other good thing for for Sony is um, the attach rate has been really good. Uh, what are they? Two point three. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I think launching it with AC probably helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, nice solid franchise title. Uh, Need for Speed is the same deal. What's well, uh, funny that sports games. The first um, month of uh, Assassin's Creed actually in the U.S. You know, was only it was October and it was only the mm-hmm. previous gen consoles and right. it didn't chart. It, like Batman beat it, and it's because apparently a lot of people were waiting for the yeah, uh, PS4. Everyone's waiting for that, but I mean the the launch lineup for PS4 may not have been the most unique or interesting, but it was smart. Uh, I'm just very curious to see safe. how f- how far this momentum actually carries because like right now it's hard to get a big picture of the full story because because everyone's bumping up against stock limitations. So like, what's this going to look like in a few months or in a year or whatever? Like, what's well, I think that's what Bobby was alluding to, is the PS4 has had stock issues and has still outsold the X-Bone. So, I mean, you can walk into Best Buy tonight. Yeah, but how much of that is because there's I mean, less there's demand? No I'm sure there's some less demand, but how much of is that is a demand issue and how much of that is Microsoft actually has put more units out into the wild? You know what I mean? I think you'll see, it's still in, in North America, I think December is going to be Microsoft's month, but... The, these numbers now kind of already show you that worldwide it's still Sony game. Oh, and I just got it's it's going to be such a great time once there's some sweet games on PS4 because you know admittedly the lineup's a little weak now because I just love that controller. I love the U, the the OS. Yeah, I just love using. It. I love using. It. I just want something to do on it. But I love using it. The only thing I do like about the Xbox controller is the triggers in the back. When you press them all the way down, it's not plastic on plastic. It's kind of like this, almost like rubber uh, feel. That's nice. It hits. My, my like thought it. on the X-Bone controller was the bumpers take too much force to, to click in. Oh, I don't even, I can't even tell you the last time I used one, because Dead Rising doesn't use them at all. Yeah, really. that's what bothered me so menus. much. The X-Bone controller, at best, seems no better than the 360 controller. And it has that weird issue with the, the, the bumpers that just are so hard to click down. Yeah, it's I, weird. With the way I hold the controller, I can't hit the bumpers reliably. Well, some games use them, so you better learn some bumper skills, buddy. <laughs> I do the same thing. I, I hold the controllers wrong. Like I use the same finger for the triggers and the bumpers. Well, that's fine. You put them back and forth. You put your hand finger back yeah. and forth. Yeah, bumpers and are forth. usually that's not how you're smaller to tasks, do it. but I'm, I'm just saying. It's they're really hard to push, and it just it was very it stood out to me as being very strange. Like instantly, notice no, bumpers think, feel weird. 
I think in the end, the, the launch lineup actually works really well for, for PlayStation, just because mm-hmm. they put out Killzone and Knack, which apparently was enough. And now, once the, they do start getting actual consoles into uh, stores, then they start hitting with Infamous and yeah. whatever else is down I think I'm going to have to... Yeah, they already have an install base to sell the console-exclusive stuff. Whereas um, I think Microsoft needed those four out the gate, yeah. or three, really. Because uh, the hardware is so expensive, consoles. and it's not quite as compelling. And the, well, the multi-platform stuff was better on PS4. Yeah, it's, uh, I, that's what I was about to say. It's also a statement. Uh, you know, it's kind of the anti, anti-Wii U statement that, um, you know, this is going to be the multi-platform target system. And, you know, we'll go toe-to-toe with the multi-platform version on the X-Bone, and we're, we're going to outsell you. And they did. They moved almost 10 million yeah, that, units. I think of I, I want to play PS4 so badly that I think I'm really going to get that Tomb Raider thing. I think I might have to. Or go back to AC. Nah, which is I want to play. You know, I, I want. Which you own yeah, already. I own both of them. I, you know, I want to play that. I want to see what the new face looks like and stuff like that. <laughs> You've already played it. I played it some. You, you don't even half see play. her face. Yeah, you like you didn't beat. Oh, I, I played it. Beat it. I played like I don't know. Uh, I, I well, played like I forget exactly where I left off, but it was probably like halfway. All right, see, we all, it's, the rest of us, at least on TZ, finished Tomb Raider, so that's why we're kind of yeah. like, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I, I won't replay Tomb Raider. Yeah, but it's like, to play come on, man, it's on PS4, edition. you get that controller, you get the some new niceties nope. that they allude to. Go play, yeah. like, there's there's other stuff. Play, uh, don't Starve. No, I'm, Don't Starve is great. Like, don't Starve. I love Don't Starve. What game, okay, here's, here's the last thing. Tell me what game to play next, because I, I have decision paralysis. I need someone to get me out of my paralysis. I already yeah. did. I'm not going to play Rust. AC. Besides play AC. That. <laughs> you have that. So, so of something I have. Go rent Rise or get Rise cheap. Yeah, game game flu Rise. Uh, Mass Effect 3, Zombie U, Pikmin 3. Wait, you have Dead Rising 3. Dead Rising fuck? 3, Nino Kuni, uh, Tales of Zillia, there, The Last Dead Story, 3. Uh, uh, Red Resident Evil 6. I don't 6. need more. I just told you. Why would, I, why would I ever pick Resident Evil 6 for you? I don't know. I've been meaning to play it. It's on my list of things I want to play. Well, I, actually, I have played all of the Guns campaign. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, I've got all kinds of stuff here. You just got to pick one. You got to put the controller in your hands. You got to switch to the input. It's like I've been meaning That's to play tip. XCOM, the new expansion, and I just can't get around to it. Uh, so much. The, the, the only other thing... This is going really long, so I think this is probably going to be a multi-parter. But... Um, the only other thing I do want to call out is there were some inquiries about where the 12 days of TZMIS episodes uh, were. And uh, I have to apologize for that because the night we were supposed to tape that, I got really drunk and I couldn't leave the bar until I was His over. fingers got fuzzy. So, yeah, fuzzy my fingers. fingers my fingers were far too fuzzy. That was to what drive. I said at the time. I was like, my fingers feel fuzzy. I don't think I should drive. And and I hope the audience will appreciate that I didn't endanger myself or others in order to do well, the twelve days of. At least he, Well, we yeah. gave we gave beef shit just kind of for fun, but it's not completely his fault. I mean, we could have done it multiple days over the course of uh, December to get. Oh it yeah, done. there were lots of other times to do it, but we were we had it scheduled. Everyone was waiting to do it and uh i'll own it fingers are fuzzy man too fuzzy far too fuzzy although that would have been if you had somehow just 
appeared home. That would have been a funny episode, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drunk Bee would probably be a... I think that would be the name of the episode. As long as he doesn't get yeah. too yeah. drunk and things get dark. Yeah. And maybe instead, a little sexy. Instead of drinking to get fuzzy fingers, he's drinking to get the snakes to go away and stuff like that. There's snakes on that mm-hmm. thing. Well, let's just say the rust discussion may have been different. That might be more fun if you're really, really, really drunk. Now let's buy Daisy, and then I'll regret it horribly five minutes later. <laughs> that's what that's what we should do. We should buy Daisy and just get super drunk. I'm gonna buy Daisy and, and even I intellectually know I'm gonna be mad about it later, but I still want to buy it because I just get curious right. about things sometimes. Ser- serious question, which is probably a no from both of you, but I have a different answer. Have you ever drunk purchased a game? Um, uh. No. No. I don't think so. I'm sure it'd be quite possible have. in this day and age with all the digital stuff out there. But I, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It was back in the early days of the Wii Virtual Console. I had had a couple <laughs> of beers. Not even drunk, just kind of buzzed. And for whatever reason, suddenly I needed to play Mario Kart 64. <laughs> and for like, I don't know, they're like $8 or something. I'm like, I'm getting that. And I played it for 10 minutes. And that's, I haven't, it, I haven't, it sits on yeah, my Wii. I haven't Wii. drunk purchased a game, but I'm pretty sure I've like just got up and had a dream about something and now I'm interested in it for some reason purchased a game sometimes when you have a real dream and you wake up and hmm. you're interested in something yeah. for some reason yeah I've done, I think I've done that yeah. yep because yeah yep. it's all that impulse purchasing to make it way too easy to yeah, I'm also looking purchase. at my like little my, th- right. my DS and 3DS shelf I have Mega Man ZX Advent I want to play that I want to play Order of Exclusion or whatever it's called I want to play that <laughs> Yeah, but I still want to play it because I like Castlevania, and I want to play it. I want to have an opinion. You may not after playing that. I don't know. It didn't get bad reviews. Yeah, I haven't played one since. I don't know. What's so bad about it? Whatever. Yeah, we've done that. It's just not good. I mean, it's it's just not what you think. I haven't even finished A Link Between Worlds. I've gone into it a ways, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, I think we'll save that for next episode. There's enough to talk about there, and Drax played through it now. I'm in the the dark world, low rule, but I haven't actually done much beyond that. I just started the Dark World. That Spoilers. You, that helps you from Ganon. Is it just me or something yeah. really hot? Yeah, she's hotter than regular. Yeah, I kind mm-hmm. wanted her. I hope she's in Smash Brothers or something. Yeah, it's also kind of like how <laughs> it's the year of Rosalina or Rosalina. She's uncomfortably hot for a Mario character. And you only see half yeah, her that's face. That's why she's hot. No, I don't really know why. Yeah. She's got like I don't know. She's got like a more feminine outline, I guess, than Princess Peach ever does. It just seems that maybe it's not true, but it seems that way. Well, I think Peach is kind of a cold fish. Peach must hate her, yeah, right? Because she comes, lo- yeah. Because she's the sexy. She, Peach was the Peach. only game in town. Both those brothers wanted to do well, her, yep. and then Rosalina comes along, yeah. and she's like way hotter than Peach. Well, you know, it's almost like the whole like girls in the '80s weren't as hot as today when yeah. you look at it. Because Peach mm-hmm. was designed in '96, right? That's, yep. that's when like Mario '64 was around, and that character was. Yeah. Designed. I don't know if they're less hot, but like they were less high tech. I don't even know what that means, but there was. The, the, mm. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know what that, what that means, that. but it might be the episode name. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. It's, it's, it may, I, I don't think that people were genetically different in the '80s. I just think that the way people are presented has become different. That's what. Mm-hmm. I'm That's what I mean by high tech hot. <laughs> high tech hot. Yeah, totally. So the pre- genetics haven't changed. The presentation has changed, and. That's and I understand, yeah. before anybody says anything, that it's the same princess from Super Mario Brothers, the original, and it's Princess Toadstool, but P- the Peach character was Mario 64. Right. Just saying. Hmm. There was a tennis Mario tennis game where someone in that looked like a nice piece of ass, but I forget oh, what that was. 
It was yeah. Daisy. Mm, yes, yeah. Daisy. Well, that's, that's the other thing. Daisy got redesigned after Peach. Look, they need to get hot. Peach out of that big poofy yeah. dress and get her into something hotter. Yeah. Well, she does wear other stuff in the other games, right? Like in golf and tennis and all those? But she's still they need looks, to make her stop looking like, like a little playhouse well, doll. She's got the yeah. big hair and... You know, overly made up and that sort of stuff. I, I know you I guys have had. A, I know Peach. you guys have had a few beers because we're yeah. having this discussion at all. Peach <laughs> is over I'll, the hill. I'll follow along with you guys on this because I'm Pete and I'm and I'm just dumb. But you guys must have had a few drinks because this is not something you normally go into. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is about par for the course. Yeah, this is pretty normal. All right. All right. Bring it back to my face. Golf. Still feels kind of hot from how mad I was at Rust. Yeah. <laughs> But the, head, the headphones are kind of squeezing my head and making my face feel hotter, though. We need to get out of this, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, uh, we're starting to stretch. We shouldn't just go for the third hour. We're so it's, close. It's pretty close, but it's still... What are we looking at? 17 Let's edit minutes. some shit in yeah. like it makes it longer. I don't think I can do it. Put 17 yeah, songs minutes of songs. Just stretch the whole episode out like 5% and make it three hours. Hmm. That'll just make the vocal fry even worse. Beaver had some pretty yeah. awesome vocal fry. Oh! Well... well it's because I didn't have anything to drink. I drank I just want to say one last, and I didn't get a backup drink. Okay. There's an indie game on Steam that came out relatively recently called Valda's Story. It's kind of like Castlevania. It's kind of that same type of thing, action RPG, Vania type thing. It's really good. Really, really good. I recommend everyone buy Valda's Story. Very good. Now, do you have some kind of, like, co-marketing going I with this guy? I absolutely do not. I yeah. know nothing about... I do not know the person at all. I just know that the game started as a Kickstarter game, and it's a very satisfying journey because it started as a Kickstarter game. They did what they said they were going to do. They made a game that's very good. Destructoid gave it a 9 out of 10 when they reviewed it. It's a really, really good game. It's, you know, it's like an action RPG. You run around a side-scroller. You've got a sword, and you fight dudes, and you have stats, and you level up and do things. It's, it's like that kind of game, and it's got challenging bosses and all that. The art is really good. It's. I could not recommend that game enough, and it was on sale just recently for three seventy five. But I would buy it for the regular price too. So, look, I still fifteen dollars. What? It's worth it. This mm-hmm. is a game. This is an indie game made by two people. It's really, really good, and you should support. You should we just got su- done saying that like PS four launch like games were twenty five. Support efforts like yeah, that's that, tough. That sounds. Uh, I would like rather play Battle Story than just about any PS four game right now. Yeah. People see that things. That does sound like you. What? It's yeah. this is. Uh, that's also part. Why do you course. just assume this game isn't worth isn't worth playing? It's, it does sound it's, like you. A, it's a. It was just no, three seventy five. I'm gonna wait for it to be three seventy five again. Steam sale. Everything's three seventy five. It might be. Good I'm God. not saying the game's not worth fifteen dollars. I'm saying that given the context of not having enough time to play the stuff I already I own, I'm not going to I'm not going to recommend $15. you guys buy something because you already know what you want to buy. I'm talking about this, the people in general out there. Buy Valda's Story. This is a 2D game like Castlevania. It's got great art. It's all like old school traditional hand-drawn art. It's got grid animation and it's got all kinds of stats and RPG stuff and it's challenging and it's big and it's fun. It's great. No. Will that work on my PlayStation Vitality? I do not. My I Vitality. do not think it's on there. I think it's just on the PC right now. But I don't quote me on that. I just. I, I said this the last time. I, I know. I just. I, I just got done saying I'm not telling PC. you guys what to buy because I know you don't. You're not. Yeah, I know yeah, you guys yeah. are not going to buy this because yeah. you're you're just grumps. Yeah, yeah. You're mean mean dudes. You're mean. You guys are I bad know. dudes. I, I, I don't. I don't have three seventy five for every indie developer. You guys are just mean Sorry. mean right. men. Mean I don't. men. I'm sure. I'll, there, I'm sure there's thousands of great games on Steam. Thousands. Yeah. You guys I'm are, just not going to buy. I know you guys are grumpy, mean dudes, just angry dudes. 
So, so if it's fifteen dollars now, it'll be in a humble bundle next month for free. Six nickels. No. <laughs> this, this game has gotten call, a lot of bundle, this game has gotten a lot of hype lately. It's well regarded on big forums like NeoGaf, and it's gotten some press, like the nine out of ten review on Destruct Brothers. Wasn't Brothers in the Humble Bundle? I have no idea, but I'm like saying yesterday nothing is nothing. Being in the Humble Bundle or being on sale on Steam does not mean that your game is bombing or something. That's just everything ends up in those. No, no, no it, it just doesn't. means that there's an opportunity for me to get it cheaper. For it now. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I, I like supporting them. I paid fifteen dollars for training it a long time ago. They're training me wrong. Yeah, yeah. That that is one issue indies have is, um, you know, and Peter and I talked about this for his game. I think I, I think I would participate in the sale though, because <laughs> from what I understand, everyone at, makes at, a big check at of some point. All well. Did you hear about um, the Pixel Junk Monsters guys? To, what what's the Pixel name Junk of that Eden? Dev? Yeah. Like that. Help me out here. Yeah. Yeah, Eden when they did the Steam sale for like they made a dollar, all money there. it it doubled their revenue for that so game. When I see stories like that, that's insane. I, you know, I've heard similar stories from other games such as Fez and stuff like that. They make a lot of money on these Steam sales, especially if they're featured on the front page. You'd be stupid. You're, you're leaving money on the table, like Nintendo, if you if you do not participate in the Steam it's just, sale. It's weird though because like I think indies in particular do undervalue the games. I think and they like, just to, do it too To Bobby's soon. point, you're, you're trained well, here's the thing. to not pay $15 well, for an indie game. People are trained to wait for the sale, so when the sale comes, the sales are huge. And But that's the environment that we're in. If you're, That environment already yeah. exists. So if you go, I'm never going to go on sale, I don't want to devalue my product, well, you're just hurting yourself because the environment's already there. You have to live in the world that you're in. So people are yeah. waiting to spend, uh, buy your game at a discounted price during a Steam sale. But, Take advantage of it when it comes around, because that's that's gonna happen. You gotta let them wait for a little bit. I don't know when Valis story talk came out. I'm not talking about that, but some of these yeah. go on, you know, crazy Steam sale like a well, month. You want after the money? You get featured on the front page. It's for a low price. You get enormous untold numbers of impulse purchases, and it's awesome. That's 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 when people make a ton of. That's when people make their big fortune is when their game comes out on the Steam sale. Well, I think Eden well, Eden probably did it perfectly because nobody was talking about that anymore. Nobody was looking yeah, for that. So Eden, for a dollar. Hell, Eden I might have bought, bought it if I saw it. Years ago. Yeah. Um, I think so the PC Eden port was a little a later. But, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the PC port was quite late compared to the PS3 version of it. But, like, I, I think one of the reasons that indies in particular are so quickly participating in sales... Because they make a lot of money. That's simple. That, well, they make a lot of money from their, like, Tens of thousands, maybe yeah. even hundreds of thousands. It just depends. It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So the economy is just different yeah. for them than like uh, an EA. But, or yeah, but you see the big the big AAA titles go on sale on Steam after just a few months too. I mean, these games get cheap really rapidly. We had XCOM on sale for ten dollars during the, the Steam sale. So you know. Yeah, but they're not like seventy five percent off. Yeah, but this this game was they this game was 50, this game was quickly, fifty but... bucks last year, and now it's you know get it for seven bucks or ten bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, hit yeah, but like y- your game going from fifteen to three seven. I would do whatever seemed like the best is... way to to try to get the game out there and make a few bucks. Well, and some of it, like I, I would like to think that some of the developers are savvy enough to say it's worth sacrificing some sales to get our name out there and get people playing the game and. Um, just, you know, get the immediate cash I injection. I think the Steam sale is a um, win for the indies. Just all around the best idea. I mean, yeah. Well, I think it's good for the the indies that 
are invited to participate whether or not it's good for indies as a whole is if you get a chance a to be featured on the front page during the frenzy of a christmas sale for a few bucks do it but what about the guys who don't if you don't have the opportunity then don't yeah, what, do it that's what i'm saying what about the guys that don't is because those guys that, who don't are they are almost forced to release their game for 375 right. i would say if, if you yeah. don't have the opportunity to be featured during a sale then don't go cheap but if you have the opportunity to be featured during a sale then do go cheap but they almost yeah, have but then to yeah, then they're double damned. They're priced higher than the game that everyone's talking about and already bought because it was deeply discounted. Well, I don't know. I'd figure those things out later. It requires more thought than the amount of thought <laughs> I want to put into it right now. No, that's what I'm saying. Is I, I, I won't purport to say I understand the economy of indie games because I don't. But for the outsider looking in, um, it looks like there's some downward pressure on indie game prices based on the extreme minority of terribly successful I think indie these games. vocal fry just broke the vocal fry um, measuring machine here so I think that means we should move on we're almost there wait we're so close the, the speaking of indie titles though friend of the show uh, Joe Marabella who's working on Tower of Guns oh yeah has given us um, a while ago actually gave us a couple of codes to give away so if you're interested in Tower of Guns contact us uh I don't know. Just the, the, I'm not looking to make it a contest. Just contact us on Twitter if you're looking for it. Uh, at Tapezilla. Does it have like a bunch of and dudes with the their f- guns out, like muscles, that kind of thing? No, it's um, it's meant to be played. Like I, I think he said during like a lunch break. It's meant to be like a half hour experience, where it's a randomly generated um, first person shooter. The, everything in the the, the world though is. Um, yeah, kind of procedural. It's procedural. So yeah. you run through. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, it's all based on power up. So collecting, um, you you could end up doing like a, a, a five times jump. You know where you can jump five different times to get up really high if you collect five of those power ups in your your short play session. It's a very cool idea. I've only played. Last time I played it was probably six months ago. Do you have so some kind of. Do you have some kind of marketing arrangement with this guy, RJ? <laughs> you not. make a deal with him. No. <laughs> He's not. just a friend right. of the show. But it, what I played even back then was uh, was very cool. So, if you're looking looking to play it, let us know. We'll have to ask him if he's going to put it up on Steam early access and predate. Hmm. Well, he actually did something similar. You could buy it back then for. But five bucks I bet it was, it was right. not a piece of shit back then. It wasn't. I, I play, it was very very early, very but good. I played it and had had fun with it. It was not something where, at least what I've seen from Rust, where it does look like they just drop a <laughs> maybe rock. Maybe Rust, maybe Rust can be the new like Red Jack scale. It's the I think opposite like if, yeah. end of the scale is Red I think Jack. That mm. Rust needs to. Rust is like the most extreme example of early of early access. I don't think you could possibly go more early it's, than that for something that functions. Yeah, it's almost a synonym for alpha. Well, the it's way, in the Rust stage. The way I was starting. That's a good <laughs> the one. The way I was starting to describe. That is pretty good. The way I was starting to describe how the Assassin's Creed 4 missions feel when you're not a pirate, and you just kind of get dropped into this, you're a camera walking around. That's how, basically, that's how I, again, I haven't played Rust, but that's how it seems to me, is you're just, you're dropping a camera into this world that's very sparsely populated. It's it's not too far off. I mean, um, it, it actually made me think of old first-person games where... It was kind of like sprite-based because um, it it is sparse and like I said before too it 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 really reeks of Unity 
Um, you know, like I, I think the camera height is probably at the default camera height that the first. I think person that what you what you're perceiving what, what you're what you're perceiving as a Unity smell is more to do with just some default values and people just happening to use shitty textures and stuff. Because you can make you know, Unity is a canvas. You can make awesome oh, uh, looking n- stuff on no, Unity. No, no, uh, absolutely. I, I, I'm saying the the out of the box yeah. first person shooter template. The you know the camera height. Um, the lighting values, you know, all that stuff are, are probably defaults or very close to defaults. You know, um, so yeah, you're not far U- off. Unity is it. so great. Mm-hmm. You could be, you could just like know a little bit of C sharp and get something working in Unity because there's just so much that it can do for you. It's it's really cool. Yeah, no, I I don't intend to slander Unity. I mean, it's uh, it seems like a great system. It's great for, for indies. It, it opens um, up like this entire huge world of possibilities for indie developers and like small studios because it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, lots of cool shit's been made of it. Well, it, it takes the burden off. Um, you know, you, you don't have to develop your engine from scratch, so it lets um, you know the content creation kind of speak for itself and at some. This- new and innovative stuff to be done instead of regurgitating the 8 millionth first-person shooter I don't know, engine. I've been following this game that started as an Indiegogo called Ghost of a Tale. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but go look at it if you haven't heard of it. It is made by a guy who used to work in the movie industry as like a 3D animator for movies and stuff, like Pixar-type movies. And he's doing it all himself. Solo project. 3D game. It's kind of like, it looks kind of like Dark Souls, but you're a mouse instead of a person. As strange as that sounds, it works on screen, and it's so cool. And it, like, the, it looks like a well-produced last-gen type game. It looks like it, it looks. You would never guess that it's Unity by looking at it. It just looks so like so. It just proves my point. Unity mm-hmm. is a canvas. You can do incredible things on it. Just mm-hmm. it, rust it. I'm looking and have it up right it now. Do, do do that, but you can. I'm looking that up right now. It's it's Ghost of a Song. Ghost of a what is it? Ghost of a Tale. It does look pretty good. I remember seeing this back when uh, he he put up an update not long were, ago where he showed some new stuff and he's awesome. You were, uh, Did he show more ghosts? There's no ghosts in it that I know. There might be ghosts in it, but I haven't seen any. He makes uh, he oh. makes his 3D models in Maya, and then he just and they, he just makes awesome 3D models and he puts them together in the game, and off you go to the races. It looks great. Well, even Maya, I mean, the Maya has made 3D modeling so achievable. Um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised to see it so closely associated with Well, Maya is something that a lot of people in the movie industry use. I mean, that's just what he, you know. Yeah. No, the, Maya, I was able to do some decent stuff in Maya um, without any sort of training or anything. And this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my friend, my friend Gordon do Maya, and he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's stupid at Maya. I'm pretty much aware of like four big 3D programs: Maya, 3D Studio Max, uh, ZBrush, and Blender. And so, like, are they mm-hmm. are there huge differences between them? Be is Maya like especially easy or something? Way I, I, I've not, I don't really I have much experience with 3D stuff either. Yeah, back in the day, it was 3D Studio Max or oh. nothing. Um, and the 3D Studio Max back then was really engineered around. Um, like CNC lathing type We're trying to get to those three hours. For modeling. <laughs> really trying. It, it, it was for, <laughs> uh, for like machining parts, and, you know, that that's where it really came from. Wasn't it um, also, like, it was too highly priced for the average person to ever Yeah, play? it was very expensive, you know, uh, $10,000, $15,000. Oh, I was about to so say, like, Maya, Maya like cost like 200 bucks, so, but, yeah, that's nothing compared to that. Yeah. 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 No, it was tens of thousands of dollars. Blender's um, free. 
and you know just over time the tools have gotten so much better and cheaper and easy to use and all that stuff nothing about these 3d tools look that incredibly easy to use even now though there's still a lot of shit you can yeah, put a lot of shit on the screen there a lot of stuff yeah good Go back in time and try to use 3D Studio Max. I like the cut of your jib, Beaver Brody. I must say. Mm-hmm. Like back in my day, Photoshop didn't even have layers. De- Wait, I, I used the first time I Kids used Photoshop was in the nineties, and I was like, "What are these layer things?" Like that was so I know it had layers. I don't think the original Photoshop had First layers. time I used it was in the late ni- mid or late 90s. And I had come off of a program called Paint Shop Pro. And I was using Photoshop now. And I was like, what? what's this layer thing? What's this mean? Like, that, that was my first time with layers was Photoshop. And that was in the 90s. So it's, 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 you're wrong. Hey, Beef. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. Beef, whatever happened to Coral Draw? Is it, still it's called, yeah, it's called Painter. Yeah, Coral's still around. It's not, their big thing is Painter now. Painter X or Painter or something like that. Oh, I remember yeah, Painter. That's their big, I think Coral's after, Painter uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Two, Let's see here. 40 Let's seconds, go. Here. <laughs> Somebody. Older versions. <laughs> we're looking at versions of I'm actually <laughs> curious. I've actually been curious about <laughs> no, trying some Photoshop. Painter. Photoshop. While we're on art programs, there's a, a new art program just came out called, uh, called uh, Mischief. And it is a program that is based on simplicity and brushing and tactile brushing and brushes and painting but it's all vector so it's you're brushing it looks like a brush but oh it's all that's kind of cool based. so it's it's really i would have loved to have that back when i was doing a lot of comics but but that's a really cool thing mischief let's see here i'm almost there i we think i'm almost there hours yes hours. yes layers layers weren't added to photoshop until version three in 1994 see, that... i win i told you i didn't try it Wait, until you're... the like mid or late 90s suck it you were using Photoshop on like a 386. Yeah. Beaver. It was, it, yep. Hmm. Hmm. I was using Photoshop on a 486, Beaver. Well, actually, what happened was my first PC at home was a 486. His uh, voice is coming and going. <laughs> it is. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get this out. <laughs> it's a lot of time. Mm. Um, a Beaver 486. SX33. Um, and the reason I used the hey, Pete, old... Pete, Pete, this dude didn't even have a DX. <laughs> he had an SX. Yeah. DX I, meant it had a Mac didn't even have a DX. right? It did not. The, the DX yeah, had the coprocessor. That's what it has a Mac yeah. SX is a <laughs> shitty version. Dude, I know that because... Dude, the I used... We had the 286-something, or, you know, my friend had the SX. I had the SX, my friend had the DX, so when I brought hyperspeed over to his house and loaded it on his computer, it ran smooth, and it was stupid crazy how smooth it was, yeah. hyperspeed, because he had DX. Um, no, I, I used <laughs> the... Um, that was the commercial for DX back then. <laughs> Just hyperspeed for You guys remember seconds. hyperspeed? Oh, yeah. Remember the Vorticelli? Mm-hmm. Ding, dong, ding. They, like, bounced up and down. Remember that? Anyway... <laughs> my super interesting Photoshop story how, was like, that I couldn't use it on my computer at home. Um, remember how like one tiny because... fighter would just destroy your whole flagship because because you couldn't <laughs> freaking target it because it was so small and vast and it would just end up destroying your entire ship. What, Peter? He's so close trying, to the end of the story. I'm trying to inform the <laughs> listeners about Photoshop. All right, Grandpa. Anyway, I had to use it at school because it wasn't even out on Windows. 
I like the fact that RJ's drinking. Your school computers were better than your home computer? My school computer was Mac. And they uh, had the old version of Photoshop. You still have the big Sony, which or did the big, not have the big layers. Headset on your head, RJ. Is your, is your neck cleaning yeah. it from that thing? I've I've moved it. A few I like times. the idea. I like that RJ's been downing beers because I say something that's not funny at all, and he cracks up. <laughs> I only had, I had two like two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. He, he had two in the first hour. Yeah, you could hear the second this, one. I'm sure. This um, epic. Remember how, so. like, you had the engine room, and you get the little parts, and you put them in the sockets, and it would make your ship better? And then when you come out of a fight and you get damaged, the little parts get broken? I didn't Somebody play a needs lot to make that. a new hyperspeed game. I didn't play that a lot of cool. that either. I was 386.33, you know, a year or two before you guys. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I had the 8086 before that. I think my next one was a, I want to say a Pentium 66? Yeah. Our very first yeah. computer was a 286. Well, th- there was a 66, too, I think. Yeah. I remember I had always... I doubled, like, for my first couple of systems. Then it was a 133. Yeah. And then it was... I don't know. I forget what the next I one went, was. I went 486 SX33, Pentium 133, Pentium 4... Uh, something. 450? Mm-hmm. And then I lose track because I started upgrading. Beaver, yeah, I want to tell you one more thing. Yeah. My first computer, I was, like, 10 years old. It was a 286... Listen, you, it was a 10 286 I was like 10 years old. And then later we got another computer. It was just for our room. So it was like an actually an 8086, which is worse. And it was black and white. And we'd play Trade Wars on there by signing into local bulletin boards with the mo- dial-up modem. And then you'd be in your game of mm-hmm. Trade Wars, and someone in another room of the house would pick up the phone to make a phone call, and they'd mess up your disconnection, and yes. it would fuck up your yep. whole game. Yes. It, they'd yeah. be mad, and you'd be yep. mad. It was like a source of constant yeah. tension. Yeah, double, double mad. Yeah, or like going on a bulletin board with um, your 28.8 dial-up modem. You download a one-meg game, which takes two hours. It's almost done downloading, and someone picks up the damn phone, and then everyone's mad at each other. Yep. Yep. We could have a whole retro PC episode, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Batch files. Mm-hmm. Kids today, man. I was so excited back, because we had 286s at school when I had the 386. So it was all slow to me. Mm-hmm. But I had now learn how to maneuver around, you know, DOS and everything. So I found, I guess somebody at one point had loaded the Star Wars arcade game onto those. Nice. You know, the PC port or version, whatever. And uh, it worked really well on a 286-whatever. So we used to play that before computer class. Mm -hmm. The first time I played TIE Fighter was at Micro Center. And they had a nice computer running TIE Fighter. And I knew at that point that the reason I was born was to play this game somehow. Bobby, what was uh, what was that new Star Wars space combat sim by the nobody oh, developer? Oh, the actual new one. Not talking yeah. new back then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't galactic something. That's every Star Wars game is galactic something. Galactic spaceman. Galactic space fight. Yeah, it's something like it's it's very generic sounding, but it's supposed to be. You know, they're trying to get the the Tie Fighter. Who the, like, you know, the people who want Tie Fighter? That's um, all I want. I just want a prettier Tie Fighter. I think it's going to be well. It's going to be X Wing Alliance. Like There's a lot of Rogue Squadron. A lot of that kind of thing. No, I mean now. It's, it's prettier <laughs> than Tie Fighter. I mean you now, know, pretty. Go play X Wing Alliance on your 16 year old PC. I would buy Tie Fighter, exactly the same content, but in a modern engine for sixty dollars. Well, well, I actually think that you'd probably like. I think some of that probably has an age as well as we think it did. Yeah, the gameplay. That gameplay was rock solid. I remember a lot mm. of escorting, I don't know how you can do it a lot of chasing differently or better. 
I don't know. Oh, so good. I have such fun. Remember those freighters with the big blocks on either side of them, and you shoot them forever, and they blow up? I was still in the, like, kind of be an asshole mode, even though it was a single-player <laughs> game. So even in, like, X-Wing, if I saw, like, a Y-Wing way out in the distance, I would just start targeting them and taking Remember them out. Remember the, uh, yeah. And laugh. I would Remember laugh. If every now and then in one of the missions you'd see a, um, a, the same ship that the Millennium Falcon is, and you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, it was never called that. T-1300 or whatever it is. And then in X-Wing Alliance, mm-hmm. you get to fly in one of those, Beaver. I want to. I want. I don't think we played Alliance, but because that came yeah, out. Yeah, we it came in out a little later. So, it had yeah. nicer graphics. I played it. You could be the Millennium Falcon, or not? I don't know if it was exactly the Millennium. Same type of ship as the Millennium Falcon. Well, wait. Was that the one we were trying to put the squadron together? Yeah. Well, in uh, Gaming Age. Yeah, on the old Gaming Age uh, IRC chat. You would fucking yeah. fly around with your thing, and you'd have like the person. The turret would be yeah, shooting it. I had the to person had would be that. shooting from the turret. Well, we had it. We just didn't the play. The turret would shoot at dudes on yeah. its own sometimes. I remember something like that. See, XVT was the first time that I was, like, super excited again. Cause no, it was XVT. I never played XVT. I didn't understand how to do it. I didn't have internet, really. Maybe it was a lot. You still, but you still needed, like, I, I wasn't at school yet, so you still were dialing up your buddy to play yeah. X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. Alliance was definitely college. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. How come no one makes a game like that anymore? There's one. I don't know. There's yeah, that one coming, the one but it's not Star from Wars. The tr- from the spa- from the, um, the, the, the wing yeah. commander guy. It's gotten like wing a gazillion dollars in Kickstarter. Cool. I'll play it. Beyond. I'll try it. I'll try it out. One, one I did like later, I want to say later being like 97, 98, um, was Wing Commander Prophecy. Yeah. With Mark Hamill in it. Dug that a lot. He was still in it. Was that the was one with the, yeah, all, the acted, so. all the live action people? Uh, that was Wing Commander 3. That was a big deal because it was uh, Yeah, that CD. was... Yeah, that was one of the first CD. This was after that. I'm so um, glad that's almost but it, never. It was one of the anymore. first ones. Live action. It was one of the first ones I remember where your wingmen would pop up on the screen, but it would be like a oh, video yeah. of them talking, which was super cool in 1997. I never liked it. Um, and that was recently. I just have super fond memories of playing that game, and I never finished it. And recently, it was on good old games for like a dollar, and I didn't get it in time. And now it's like six, and now I don't want it for six. I don't. I don't. Know. But for a dollar, I'll let you know. For some reason, again. I don't think that real people should be in games like that. I just don't like it. I still. I still think there's a. I have a soft spot it's, for that. It's just, just sort of automatic combat cool. and all that. Even if it's well done. You know what I mean, you wouldn't want to play because I know they started to do this a couple of years ago. There was a Mortal Kombat one and two, like, or more, maybe it's just two, kind of like a remix they were going to put out, and there's actual footage and like screen grabs of people like the actual actors they were getting new actors to play Wait, the roles we're doing, redoing the whole mm-hmm. art of it doing Mortal yeah Mortal yeah, Kombat I'd too. be curious to see it it's, but... it's super interesting to see I'm probably glad it never came out in a way uh, I'm sure cool? it would have been terrible but it's just cool that they were still at least thinking that yeah, way yeah it'd be an interesting how do I, how do I look for that see. how do I search for that um, I'm not even sure just google HD, Mortal Kombat HD remaster Mortal Kombat or something it would be cool if they got like super super hot chicks to do it that'd be nice only hot chicks because then at least it wouldn't be weird when you beat off in front of your Xbox One remember Sony and MK3 was actually like a Playboy model yeah Carrie Hoskins hmm Hmm? Yeah, but that was like nineteen. That was like early nineties. It wasn't like present day hot. <laughs> I was B 
Steve, I was 14 and it was a Playboy model in a game. Of course I know. It's Carrie <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that. Is, the, is your old it copy is. of the game all sticky, RJ? Is it all sticky? No. No, his TV is. Oh, uh, she's she's 43 now. Oof. What's hmm. wrong with being 43? What's Carrie the worst? Hos- how do you spell that? Just like Soskins? it sounds, I think. Carrie Hoskins. Hoskins? Yeah, that's what I said. I said Soskins. <laughs> yeah. Harry oh. Soskins. <laughs> Harry Hoskins. Let's see here. No, she looks good. I've got no problem here, but she's got like all the 90s setup on. Now yeah. I have to look it up. You know the one I like? The one that Images you saw at E3. The one that you briefly met at E3. Dark hair. What's her con? The Tomb Raider no. girl? I don't, well, maybe, but no. The one who ended up on oh, Soaps, no, no, I think. No. Carrie Monica. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was her name? Oh, yeah, Kelly Monica. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, Beaver. Oh, Beaver. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to approximate what it's like to be a straight guy. Oh, yes. Yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gay. I don't think. Not that there's anything wrong, wrong with that. I don't even know what I'm saying Maybe anymore. Maybe are. We're in uncharted waters. Never gone this long, so I'm just getting weird. <laughs> How would we know if you are or are? I don't even Doesn't care matter, right? if you think I'm gay. Who cares? Who cares? Just be you, Peter. It doesn't bother me. So, yeah, Carrie Hoskins, that was a big deal when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think there were any other girls <laughs> that in that was game. A big deal. Except for, like, it was a big <laughs> It was. <laughs> Wasn't the version she was in the one that had like the new characters? Oh no, that was Ultimate MK3 that had the other characters. Yeah, no, she was in the original. No, no, Katana and Melina. They were from MK2 though. Yeah, but they were still in three. Right, but they were different actresses in three. Yeah, but wasn't Carrie Hoskins as Sonya wasn't until MK3, right? Right, but uh, they're covered up the whole time. It doesn't mean as much. Yeah, he didn't have Carrie Hoskins. Big is big. What you know? How oh, was? Yeah, you know. I see what you're saying. It was the only one you could find boobs for. She was. Yeah, she was in Playboy soon after or during. That was big yeah. for I mean, me when I was deal. 14. Means that was a really messy time in life. I just remember that being a big deal with like your friends saying like that chick was in Playboy, who plays mm-hmm. Sonya. Yeah, and back then you couldn't just Google her in Playboy. Yeah, I don't even know how I would have got... I don't think I ever did get a hold of that Playboy. She was like, <laughs> got, like, big, 14-year-old big me. chest, I guess you'd say. Big chest. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you'd say. <laughs> I guess that's what you'd say. Let's see here. See, the oh, problem guys. with ni- 80s and 90s I, Playboy I chicks and stuff, it's the, it's the hair and makeup just isn't as interesting as it is now. So yeah, they look the better when they have a minimal wrong. look. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but that that may not be true in another twenty I'm, years. My tastes are not dictated by trends. We'll see. I think that trends have just gotten better. Hmm. What if it comes back Beaver. around? I want to yeah. ask you something, Beaver. Well, it does to an extent because yeah. like fashion moves forward and it incorporates little bits of retro this, retro that. So that's kind of what happens, but it's done tastefully for the most part. So you see little bits of eighties coming back and styles even now. I, I've noticed it. Mm-hmm. Um, like what the, the side ponies Maybe, back. but also like the way... You know how for a while everything was moving in the direction, particularly with girls, everything was moving in the direction of, of pants riding lower and lower and lower and lower. But well, now it's like going the other way. Like chicks are wearing pants way up, way high now. Yeah. So like, you know. Yeah, the big high-waisted yeah, that's, shorts that's and stuff, yeah. So what are we talking about here? What are the chances Beaver. we could get Carrie Hoskins on the show? What oh, do you think? She's, fo- she's a 43-year-old playboy it. model. Probably pretty good chances. Surprised she's not already on the show. <laughs> she should have been. She should. All, she should just kind of show up. <laughs> yeah. you, you guys, 
You guys are pigs. You know that? I don't know. You're pigs. Why? You said it. I don't know, but if we go another 51 seconds, I think we have to make it four hours. But nope. Hmm. Can't happen. So we better wrap it up Can't before happen. it hits 3.15. All right, dudes. Ugh. It was fun. See, this is what happens when we, we wait five months. I know. We had My all headphones this pent-up so TZ, and we had to let it out. We have almost endless stuff to talk about, and by endless, I mean we about exploded three, two hours for the More than 14-year-old RJ exploded. Yeah. We had to work out our TZ and share Just it with like you. Just like 14-year-old RJ to work something out and share it. Yeah. To I carry Haskins. That, honestly, I, I don't think so. Because, like, what Seven, would I have... 17 s- seconds. I'm not going to, like, stare at Mortal Kombat I 3. Am. You'll probably do that now. I know there, there's a pretty good chance I beat off to some. I've, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend it either. That. I don't think the game, but like maybe like the ads for it or something that's uh, ringing see, a bell. Yeah. I'm, weren't you pissed off though back then that there weren't better yeah. ads in EGM or mm-hmm. I mean Nintendo Power they didn't did. have ads it had back terrible then. Ads, I don't know. I. I well, there, remember that break when there was like there was Nintendo Power pre ads, and then they actually started putting like ads from the ads were always stupid in it? though. They, they was the uh, I don't know. They had like really I don't know. Yeah, they had horrible ads, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend that I I'm not a, a dude, and that I didn't from between the time that I first figured out how to operate myself when I was 13 or 14 or whatever, and the time when I was now. I didn't beat off to a lot of really strange things in that time. So, <laughs> how weird would it be to like be able to look back at the stuff you beat off to, like actually see I, all of it? I I still have. There are things that I've probably most there are of that I've shit pumped off to that are so strange. I don't think I'd even admit it. No, but like have a have a visual log of it and like a date or something. I don't know if oh, strange is the best word as much as desperate is the best word. It's like it's the most unlikely yeah. things that you could imagine, but that's just what it's like to be a young dude. All right, I got one for you. A lot of babies. Oh, work. definitely. The, but that's not uh, that's that's an obvious one though, Beef. I want no, that's strange easy, stuff. Strange. Let's, let's keep it in the let's keep it in the video I've, game. I've done realm. it to video. All right. Games. The Lara Croft model, the original. I know I've done it to that character, just not. I don't know if it was the original model or not. Oh, the second game, the second. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was the Tomb Raider the Four second Definitive. Tomb Raider Two. <laughs> I had I rented. Yeah, it had three Tomb weeks. Tomb Raider Two from Blockbuster, and I had it on the PlayStation. I was playing it after everyone else went to bed. I did beat off to it. I remember <laughs> that because I remember when you do the walking animation, she looks kind of hot when she's walking. Yeah, kind of waggle. See, that's even rougher because that's that's yeah. PS One. Uh, that's not even like the ad. Well, it that wasn't I'm just like the. It's, and you, it wouldn't yeah. be enough just to still <laughs> image because the poly count was so low and stuff. But the motion was what made it more interesting. So I remember kind of trying to make her walk say, around that, with one hand. And yeah, that means you were using <laughs> yeah. one hand on the controller. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I really did that. And I also I done it to uh. um, one of the Tekken games also. I, I rented the Tekken game and Tekken was always put so two blocky girls too. In and made them yeah. made them club each other and just I don't know set me off. It couldn't have been one or two. No. That, that had to have yeah. been pretty late. I was that'd a teenager. Like, that'd be like Virtua those were Fighter not one. viable beat off candidates until uh, it was. Three. It was. I was. Pr- I anyway. was probably at least sixteen minimally, but I don't really know. Yeah, I think I guys yeah. I got you guys beat. Tekken three would have been about that age. Um, no, it wouldn't have. Tekken three. Tekken three came out. Oh, I think for te- him. Yeah, Tekken we two were, was probably. Yeah, we were te- like I think it was Tekken two. I'm pretty sure it was Tekken two, but I don't really know. I have no idea. I don't know that. 
Tekken, remember we Te- were trying to get Tekken 3? We got the import, like, freshman year? Yeah, Tekken 3 was in arcades in March 1997. But you're not going to beat off in the arcade. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Don't <laughs> Peter tell me might? what I can't do. <laughs> yeah. I have done it to Little Mermaid before. <laughs> that was really bad silence. Wait, was it? did she have legs at the time? Yeah, which Little Mermaid? It was... The, it was Fish aerial or leg pretty sure aerial. both, honestly. Because well, there's something interesting about just getting her in the top half of the body. Yeah, it's like a, it's like exotic. She was human aerial. She was fully covered. It's I, I'm pretty sure I've done it to a variety of those Disney movies. Aladdin was another one. Mm-hmm. Well, naughty Jasmine. Yeah, when she comes at when, she when, she, when she's trying to seduce Jafar, possessed. there wasn't mm-hmm. a, a soft bone in, in the in anywhere. You know what I mean? No, I, I think there were some awkward, <laughs> some awkward in that movie theater. <laughs> when she tries to seduce Jafar, it is uncomfortably. I remember. I, come to think of it, yeah. you know, there's kids around here who are watching that recently, and I saw it. And I was like, oh, what, wait a second, this is not. This is a kids movie. <laughs> get off my lap. Get off my lap. This is going to get weird if you don't get off my lap right now. Actually, I'm pretty sure it gets weird either way. This is taking yeah. a dark turn. We need to stop this. It's even weirder because you said, "Quick, get off my boner." <laughs> It's <laughs> taking a really dark turn, but yeah, that that's sometimes those movies are a little bit too hot. It's kind of strange. Kind of, it's the same thing as those children's shows. There's some children's shows on Nick and stuff. I can't remember them off what the specifics are offhand, but I've seen some like really uncomfortably attractive girls on those shows before. Yeah, it's really kind of predatory of them. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's like the, the ultimate example is the one that Ariana Grande came from. I forgot what it's called right now. Mm-hmm. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's a Nickelodeon Nickelodeon sitcom and and the girls in there look a little too good and it's kind of strange yeah she's on the cover of something this month I I don't know the difference I'm just going to assume that she was always over 18 every time I saw it well or I was going to say that never mind that doesn't work because your age differential is too big I was going to say, or at least a not too crazy age differential. Not that crazy, but, uh, but the, no, that's, you, that's probably not true. What you do true. is you. Um, it's, no, it's not that crazy. She's like 22 or something. It's not that bad. Is this a, like half your age plus Let seven? Let me think. What's half my age plus. Yeah, 22 is about right if you yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's 32. Not. No, you do it the other way. What? So, how, how old yeah. are you? 32? So that would be sixteen plus seven. Oh, yeah, it's about right. So okay. it's not it's not that weird. I'm glad we got to the bottom <laughs> of that. We've established. I think there's a lot of relieved people right now. She's actually twenty, according to the cover of Cosmo, though. Oops, sorry. So that now we're back to creepy. Could have just kept your mouth shut, Bobby. Of course, I had to look up the cover of Cosmo. <laughs> look it up. Right next to you, you mean? I saw some I can vines. Get away with I went on her Twitter the other day for some reason, and she posts vines all the time. And she posts a. I just, I don't understand what kids these days are doing. <laughs> Is that where the daddy long no. came from? I don't understand. I, <laughs> That's what I she don't posted. understand what kids. All of what kids these days are doing. There's a lot of kids these days moments when I look at stuff like this. But she posts a vine and she says, "This is what happens when I hang out with my brother." That's what it was labeled. Something to that effect. And it's just a picture of her with like cream on her forehead. I swear to God, <laughs> that's what happens. You hang out with your brother. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? But I didn't. I still don't understand what that means. Now I'm sure you guys are gonna have to dig for that now. But I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> 
I'll be honest. I'm probably okay. not going to look for I'll, that. Maybe no. I'll look for it. <laughs> I'm sure you'll send it yeah. to us, though. If you look it up and send it, I'll probably... I'm sure all of our reader are looking for it right now. Or view, listener. <laughs> Third try is a charm. Let's put let's put something at the end here for anybody who does happen to get to the 322 yeah, mark. You get Peter's copy of Rust. I, I, I would give it away if, if I could, but Steam doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll give you something. Um, send uh, what like reply to the at Tapezilla Twitter account with just come up with something, Beef. Not something gross again or whatever yeah. it was the last time. It wasn't gross. It was way too innocent. You guys thought it was whatever. Silly. Make it a number. No, I'm not doing it again. I'm not falling into that trap. Fuck you. Um. All right. What? What? Uh, I don't know. Just something. Somebody say something. Hashtag. I made it. Mm, there no. you go. No. No. See. No. no hashtag. High tech hot. Or I made it. Because what if they only got to the I made it part? We can't take okay. it away from them. Right. <laughs> they stopped right they after cut it off that. right then. <laughs> Whoever the first person is to just message Tapezilla and indicate that they made it to this point in the show is going to win. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you write. Something. Since we haven't Surprise. decided yet, it could actually be something really good. I don't it know. It might be something good. It could we be. do that sometimes. It could be almost nothing. I've got it. It could be garbage. First run copy of Last Story on my shelf. Not give it, I'm not giving it I to you believe guys, it. but I have one. Back in the early the early days of TZ, when we were trying to get listeners by giving stuff away, mm-hmm. I sent somebody, like, this expensive, at least... I got it for a penny <laughs> from Best Buy Clearance, but... Yeah, the that, art book or whatever? It's like, heavy electron, history of electronic I would love to have book. that. That must have yeah. cost me, like, 12 bucks to ship or something. Like, whoever send has it back. that, if you're still out there, just, yeah, send it to Pete. Yeah. He hasn't or seen it. Or at least listen to the show. Don't don't take yeah. that and then not you, listen to the show. I'm sure I could look up who it was, but um, yeah, that that was sent out early in the if, early days. We sent I sent started, out games. I sent out some if, horrible like Scrabble game on if PS2. You, if you're the guy who got that book, tweet us with the hashtag uh, RJ's big book and <laughs> extra RJ's points. RJ's big yeah. book. Yeah. And and extra points if there's if you still have a if you can take, a take like a picture of the book, of the book and include it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. That's I would never do that now. Did no, you no like offense. autograph it or like leave so a much memo work. inside the front cover or something? No offense, yeah. new fan. It's it's really it's not so much what it, I gave away or even the cost of shipping. It's going to the, the post point where I have to keep touching the controller yeah. to make sure the PS4 doesn't turn off my game of Don't Starve. It's been going forever because <laughs> I've had it paused the whole time. Want to just suspend? Won't, won't PS4 just turn off after a while of inactivity? Probably. My Wii U certainly does. Set that. Yeah. You can set all that though. Yeah, but I usually don't turn that feature off because I think it'll come in handy. Like, what if I legitimately accidentally leave the thing on somehow and I want it to turn off? Peter, in in the second half of the fourth hour of Tapezilla, we'll go over power options. I'd actually do that. The, uh, no, I want. I do want it to turn off automatically eventually, but I never actually like it when it does do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See the problem with going this long is now I'm really scared about the files. Yeah, let's, I, let's get out of this thing. Well, now we're so close to three thirty. Oh we got to go four more minutes. <laughs> the, but now we're looking at file sizes that are double and triple of what we've ever had before. We're in some kind of 
this could be trouble. reality where I'm trying to get out of it and you guys are keeping me on. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. One more thing. Um, hey, so back to uh, playing PC games in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. What was your first your first PC game that you guys played? My first PC game was I remember Commodore 64. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. And it was Jumpman. If, it depends on what you mean by first game, but I'm pretty sure it would be... It was like a precursor to Scorch, and it was these gorillas that would throw bananas at each other. Oh, that was in it DOS, was basic, wasn't it? Some, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Mine, I actually purchased before the computer came in. We ordered the computer. Wow. We ordered the PC from Gateway. Gateway 2000. Mm-hmm. That's still wait, right, wait, right? wait, 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 so. wait, 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 wait. We have to back this up just a second, because I know that I played mm-hmm. PC games before that, but they were not on my own PC. They were on, like, some other guy's house. Yeah, not okay. that stuff. Because well, we played no, Space played, Quest like, games on this, on this yeah. older kid's house sometimes, and I never had my own PC. But we would go there and we played Space Quest 3 there. So I know that much. Okay. I'm talking your first PC probably game Probably that Gorilla game is probably what it is. I'm not sure okay, then it would... Fuck, what would it be then? It's hard to remember. See, and again, I think I've said this before, mine was Red Baron. Oh my god. 386-33 Red Baron. There was this game on PC, I just had a random memory of it, in the ni- late 90s. I think late 90s, mid or late 90s. It was about, it was like a strategy type combat game where you commanded an army of bugs. You know what I'm talking about? And there was different, all the units were different types of bugs and it was like bug warfare. Oh my god, it was mm-hmm. so cool. I'm, I'm trying to remember sure what it's called. A real thing. It was definitely a real thing. I gotta find out what this is now. Well, Battle yeah, bugs! Two minutes. Battle bugs! You found it that yes. fast? I think he he probably typed in battle and bugs. Battle and bugs. And was... <laughs> I'm looking at it and like you fight on like there's like a you're fighting on a countertop and there's like a big giant piece of pizza there and you have your different units that are ants and fleas and different types of bugs and you fight each other. It was a strategy game and it was at the time it was so. Oh, this actually looks cool. I love that graphic style. It was so cool. There. That was one of my big PC games. But you know we had a big PC playing what, streak what was yours? in the nineties. Yeah, we did what too. Was, Me and my friends yours, did Bobby? too. What's that? What was yours? Somebody's PC yeah. fan is, is gaining it up. Um, mine was Red Oh, Baron. we played that! Oh, I don't know if that was the first one, but I know we played that. Oh, I have a and quick Red Baron story, though. Yeah. So, my, uh, I still remember sitting there. My buddy was playing Red Baron at the PC with the little joystick and stuff. And I'm sitting there eating um, like a, a Hungry Man dinner kind of thing just that I just heated up. And I, for whatever reason, I don't even know why. I was just being a dick. I put my fork in the in the corn, all right, and I had one piece of corn on the fork, and I flicked it at him, and it went directly into his ear and stuck there. <laughs> I can still picture so it like it was yesterday. He can't enjoy the Red Baron reboot that's coming out because he has such bad associations <laughs> with Red Baron. That's what hap- That's when his ear got slimed. He'll be playing it the whole time and like yeah. keep flinching. Oh, he yeah. can't keep looking behind him. Those and I, it's not like I flicked ten at him or twenty. That was yeah. the only piece of corn I flipped there is right a Red Baron stuck there. Coming out. I remember I seeing see it, it somewhere. Maybe it was Kickstarter. I almost mm-hmm. backed that. That's how yeah, it was much a of a Red Baron guy. <laughs> Why would you almost back it if it was your first game ever? Because it was. Yeah, that's kind of weird, Bobby. If that's your first, first PC game, game ever, and PC. you liked it. Why wouldn't you back it? Because I didn't like what, what they're are they doing, doing with it's so it. Different. It's like a free to play. Got like deep rules of pay microtransactions in it. I just want to see how it ends up. That I'll is gladly where I check it camel. out. Remember the Sopwith Camel? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're mm-hmm. gonna 
what Peter wished he had done with rest it is what you're going to do. But yep. er, early access it, but it's not shit. That's what I wished I could have done. No. That's what you wish they had done. I'm pretty That's sure wish they no done, one's listening this far, done. so we could say whatever horrible shit we want. It's like hidden. <laughs> Go we for it. Tell our, we yeah, could tell you secrets should. and they'd be safe here. You, you've told a lot of secrets on here, haven't you? Yeah. I shit my pants. I think we're past that Recently. point. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I'm I was there lying. for it. Uh, I, was on, I was on Battlefield 4 with Beeb. Oh, you really were there for yeah, it. I was, on I was there for it. Oh, you think I would shit my pants alone? That's weird. Uh, <laughs> that is weird. I was on Battlefield 4 with Beeb, and I felt... And, you know, I had, like, really bad diarrhea all day for some reason. Just one of those days. There's something going around. And I wanted to, sh- I wanted to fart on the mic for Beeb really bad. And I tried, and it, like, wasn't coming out. And pure liquid came out. It wasn't a fart at all. Yeah, and I had to, I had to rush... Yeah. There wasn't even really a noise. You probably heard me scream. I just, I heard, yeah, I heard some kind of motion and then some sort of exclamation and then hurrying off yeah, and then I, I silence like, for like five minutes. I had to minutes. myself down and throw the underwear. Yeah, oh, yeah, you took a underwear. shower, right? Yeah. I threw, I did, this is, a, this, these weren't, salv- they might have been salvageable, but I'm not going to salvage them. Well, yeah, you can't put it those in like the laundry. It wasn't like a high volume of shit, but it was like a whole streak of, of liquid shit. Yeah. Enough. Because, like, I'm mm. mature enough that I can stop it before it goes too far, but it was definitely something that came out. So I threw that – I just threw those underwear straight in, the, straight in the trash. And I didn't put them anywhere in the trash where someone else could no, find it gotta, or smell it. And they yeah, got to bury them, right? Then I went out and – this trash yeah. the week after. This is also, this, strangely enough, the, the last weird thing be beat <laughs> off to. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Video game related. Oh, yeah. Now, did the team actually improve after Peter just suddenly left? <laughs> He's I probably have less deaths on your team. I I died fewer times, I think. And you'd have just fewer you know, I never understand Battlefield 4 mm-hmm. because whenever I play, it just seems like I take two steps and get killed, take two steps and get killed, and there's always another direction you're getting well, killed from. But the, somehow Beav racks up a million it's, kills. It's really weird because there was... There's just a moment where you get it. And all the Battlefield games have been like that. Just one day you're playing and it clicks, and all of a sudden you I do had that way better. With baseball 2000 and when I was playing. Yeah, I was playing <laughs> baseball 2000 against my cousins, and I just kind of like I remember like I, I just kind of feel it now. Like I'm getting into some kind of flow, and I kept winning because the split screen combat. I you just got to feel it. It's like something mm-hmm. you just it just clicks. You know what I mean? Face baseball. Yeah. I hear no, that my, about. I hear that about actual skills too, like playing <laughs> guitar and stuff. That. Uh, no, I, I had that with uh, Tetris. I had that with guitar. One day I figured that. out bar chords when I was a kid. I was like, oh, wait, you, uh, this is how you do bar chords. It's actually not that hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, Tetris, Tetris Attack, I would go into a zone on Super Nintendo. We, had, yeah. we would play that um, uh, up in my, you know, where the TV was. And, uh, like, one of my, my two friends would be playing against each other, like head-to-head in Tetris Attack. And one of them would pass me the controller under the table or, like, over by the <laughs> desk. And then I would kick the other guy's ass and then quick hand it back. He's like, sorry, man, I'm just better than you. Nice. I was got to show off a little bit. Yep. Well, I don't know where we go from uh, Peter shitting himself. <laughs> no, that was a good revelation for people who did make it this far. Yeah. That's, that that's, that's the payoff. All right, guys. Well, follow at Tapezilla on Twitter, at RJTZ. Mm-hmm. At STBTZ. 
Uh, I think that we're the only two who are active on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Well, the other thing they have to do, Bobby, is subscribe, rate, and review. If you review it, do not mm-hmm. tell the shit story or the beat-off story. Don't mention those in the review. That's, that's between us. All, all, mm-hmm. all doing that is going to make people do is comment mm-hmm. on oh. it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that was our secret. Yeah, if you – it's true, actually. If you've gotten this far, this is like – it's a special moment that well, Peach I told him I've beat-off all kinds of weird stuff. I shit my pants mm-hmm. and the second, You're kind of breaking that trust if you go into the comments and just say, let's talk about Pete <laughs> shitting himself. Pretty sure First they don't care about breaking is, the trust. Hmm. Yeah. We haven't exactly fostered a... At the same time, trust. it might make people listen because they'll say, oh, eventually they talk about Pete shitting himself. I better listen. <laughs> God, I had to wade through all this game shit. <laughs> and I also told how I <laughs> to get to the, meat. the Facebook two, or the Facebook 2000, which is really strange. I don't think you admitted oh, that, that one. No, you, you did one. not admit that Sorry. until just now. I had friends who were super psyched for Faceball 2000. They really? pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah. Why is it called 2000? No joke. Like, everything was 2000 until it know. became 2000. <laughs> yeah. Until 2000, 2000 was everything was 2000. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the year 2000 thing of Conan, where you had to keep yeah. doing it afterwards. Why don't they do that anymore? NBC hmm. owns it. They will next time. Hmm. For the year 3000. Why didn't they just do 3000 when he went to uh, TBS? I beat off at they work could've. once when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, a kid? What, is this, you yeah. told us this one already. Right? I don't know. Something about a bunk. Yeah. Well, I went up in the loft over the office where I was supposed to be cleaning stuff, and I beat off instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the whole story. <laughs> That'll show them. You got paid it's to like beat off. I was rebelling against 16, the man. maybe barely 17. You know how that is. You're saying that's all you basically that's did back then. That's a lot of what I did. I mm-hmm. tried to beat off while driving. You guys have probably heard that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was driving home from church, too, which makes it extra weird. At least you waited until you got in the car. I don't, right? I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever beat off at church, but I may have. Because I was involved no. at church a lot, so I was in the building a lot for various things. And I, oh, like yeah, church I was camps a, and I'm things. pretty... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Because, you know, you, you, or, you know, one time I did the, the... I think you wondering if you yeah, did. Yeah, and there was the, mm-hmm. the summer camp thing every summer. It was like a 10 days of being off at some place for church stuff. There's no way I went 10 days without beating off ever <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I mean, Beaver? Do you ever go 10 I days do. without beating off when you're a teenager? No, you don't go 10 minutes without beating off. No. You Probably barely go 10 minutes. minutes without beating up when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder now, like, if, if like, gross kids were doing that in school. I, I saw it at school Maybe. once. When I was doing it. Yeah, no. you... S- <laughs> so, I looked down. <laughs> I looked down. <laughs> no, I, it, was, it was senior year. I, I think it might have even been, like, the last day of school or something weird like that. I went into the bathroom, and there was a dude at the urinal just pulling on it, you know, whacking himself off. Come on, and I—it's hard. You can understand it. There's a lot of the chicks running around in high school look pretty good even back then. But come on, dude, just wait. You don't have to do it right into the like, at least on, get Principal into the Davis stall. Don't. Like, why would you do it in the urinal? Yeah, that's the at weirdest part of that. Stall. It's like, why the urinal? Mm-hmm. Were the stalls empty? The whole place was empty except for me and him, which made it so weird. Some people are just weird. It's just 
even now, yeah. people That sounds people like just, something off yeah. mentally. But, like, you know, it's, it's probably like with roaches. Where like, for every one you see, there's, you know, a thousand you don't see. So, like, for, for if there's a guy beating off in the urinal, there's 800 guys beating off in the stalls. I don't know. But not the at the same bathroom. time, just generally. <laughs> you, just didn't, you just didn't see them. You wouldn't be able to hear in that room. <laughs> Remember how what it was like being in high school where, like, You'd be in the bathroom, barely, you know, be, during period for some reason, and then you hear the bell ring. And then there's like a million people marching outside the halls, and everyone's everywhere. And then suddenly there's no one again. It just remember that whole rhythm. Just weird. Yeah, I don't know, just weird. You got really roboty there. Oh, I said remember the rhythm. Where I was, uh, I'm not going to try to say it. Again. No, we heard, we heard you. You just yeah, got robotic. I'm just I'm just waxing just nostalgic. Robot that story. Like three hours and thirty eight minutes. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a telethon or something. <laughs> Why don't you guys want to let this go? Are you, are you sorry that you want to go four hours? No, I no. haven't hit that yet. I, uh, I'm getting really paranoid tracks. about like hard drive space and yeah. sync and done stuff all like that. Outro stuff. We did. Yeah, we so, did do all uh, the outro stuff. Was there anything else? I feel like we needed people to do something. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, go go review the show. I don't think anybody's ever done that. And uh, play like Valda's story. I haven't checked it in a while. Hey, I got I got a question for Valda's the story. listeners oh, out no. there. Besides question. besides Valda's story, quick question for you out there, and I'm gonna wait till I get an answer. Would you be interested in the similar TZ format, but mostly about retro stuff? Uh, yes. Yeah. We're wondering. It really doesn't matter if you say yes uh, or not. I think we're gonna do it anyway, but we're at least gonna try it. But talking strictly retro stuff. Maybe even playing some retro Maybe stuff. Maybe playing Strider. Like 90% of this episode was retro stuff. It was already. This, yeah, this was our, our test episode, our pilot. Uh, yeah, but let us know. Let us know if you would uh, if you would care. It would probably just be this. It would end up, so it would end up let being us know this after like 30 minutes. It would just end up being <laughs> this. <laughs> let us know if you want more TZ episodes or fewer TZ episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let us know if you want more don't tell us if you want less. This is this mm-hmm. most of what we talked about has been <clears throat> retro stuff today. So yeah, but yeah. I, I'm but more focused. So we would have like maybe a game. Darius Twin. Yeah, week. maybe a little more structure. Yeah, like the first one would obviously be. <laughs> That's Darius the most Twin. excited anyone has ever been about. <laughs> what Darius was that game Twin? with the mech in it where you're mostly a platformer and it's like X? It starts with an X. You know what I'm talking about? The name of the game starts with an X or Z. It's either Z or an X, and it's like all mechs, and then one of them's a dog. One of them's a dog mech. I got nothing. God, I'm going to have to hmm. find out what this is now. I might usually know, but not right now. We, we got to wrap it up. Cybernator? No, 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 no. Wait, one's One a of dog? them's like a mech dog. It's like two regular upright bipedal mechs and a mech dog. And one of the mechs was red, and one of the mechs was like whitish, and the other one was a mech dog. This is going to... Dr- is this the really... Oh, I think yeah, it was a Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. It's one of the earlier games on Super Nintendo. It was either an X name or a Z name. I think it was X. I'm so hungry. We gotta... It's definitely not no, Cybernator. It's not Cybernator. It, and, um... Was it... Was it Mech... Um, Metal no. Warriors? I'm gonna find this. Let's find a list of Super Nintendo games. I'm really it, thinking I Metal swear Warriors. to Jesus, it is not Metal Warriors. That one's expensive now, by the way. It's Zardion. Zardion. That's it. X-A-R-D-I-O-N. Zardion. Wow. 
I'm that's really crate digging. Sure, I've heard of Zardian. Sure that's what it is. You sure this came out yep. in the U.S.? Zardian. I I know a lot of that stuff. I don't know Zardian. Well, I I gotta make sure that's the one with the dog in it. But I. It came out. It came yeah. out in the U.S. 1992. There's a dog in it. I ain't seeing any. There's a dog dogs. in it. I, I know what I remember. There's a dog. Oh. I really don't know Zardian. Oh, that might be a dog. I found a screenshot of the dog. Let's see it, Beaver. Oh, man, I remember the box. Now that I'm looking at the see, box, I, I get. I gave you a gift of a nice memory that you didn't have. Maybe that should be our first game. Yeah, there's the Zardian. dog. See, I told you. I told you. And the game I've never had even these... heard of this shit. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> did, did, did you shit? Jeez. The game had this... Uh, did you? Side-scrolling parts for a lot of it, but some of it were like these little shoot 'em up parts where you're like a little ship. So it was like two different types of games. Yeah, yeah. there are ship parts. Actually, there's a. The reason I thought of this is because we got this the same day we got Darius Twin, and we played both these games together. So like these game, it and Darius Twin are like linked in my mind. A little more insight into Pete's Zardian. psyche. The worst name for a game. <laughs> If you had asked me if Zardian was a real game, like five minutes ago, I would have said well, no. Well, that yeah. just shows I've got yeah. Even after he was talking expert about knowledge it. of Super Nintendo Library. I you thought I did. Don't I don't? I don't you know do Zardian. Now. If I ever see Zardian for like five bucks, I'm getting like another. Zardian. I bet you think. I bet it's cheap. We go to this. We go to like. If anybody's in the Philadelphia area at the King of Prussia Mall, which is the big mall in Philadelphia, Beeve. Uh, first of all, wondering. first of all, Crumbs Bakery has shown up at King of Prussia Mall. That's huge. That is huge. There's a sealed one for 200 bucks. Crumbs, Crumbs Bakery is like a New York City thing. The best cupcakes ever. Now it's a King of Prussia Mall. Go there if you're in Philly. But anyway, there's a store at the mall called J Street. I think it's semi-chain. I think there's a few of them. Um, but they have a bunch of old games. And if I ever see Zardy in there... You can go on I will eBay. purchase it you can for five dollars. Oh, suck it, Peter! I got the uh, Elder Scrolls Online beta invitation as well. And neither am I. I never signed up for yeah, that. It's just the little weekend stuff. It's a, like a short test, so it's not that compelling to do all that work installing yeah, something for a temporary test. Hey, that's so, what the last one was too. Hey, wait! Quick, talking about that uh, that store at the mall. So I had this idea for for us doing the podcast about retro stuff. That I saw a game for four ninety nine for Dreamcast that I'd never really I'd seen it before but I hadn't really heard of it I hadn't, didn't know what it'd even look like and I said for four ninety nine it'd be kind of a cool test I'd get it play it talk about it on the first show oh right so I get it and to, to Beast Rider it to Beast Rider right like old school Beast Rider as a lot of yeah. the kids are saying now <laughs> so I get the game Pete's asking me I'm like I'm. We're, we're heading home from the mall. Pete's asking me what it was. He guessed about seventy-five Dreamcast <laughs> games. Didn't get Element, it. I was I was really thinking finally the Elemental Gimmick Gear for some reason. No, fine. Well, I, that was everybody knew. Yeah, I that was that's too big. It just yeah. said egg on the cover. Yeah. Uh, finally, I tell him it was called Death Crimson yeah. Ox. <laughs> and then Pete broke it to me. He goes, "Hope you got a light gun." Irik ruined and like, destroyed oh. your whole plans. That's now it's a four ninety nine well, it'll sit on the shelf like everything else, but just 
just wasted. Yeah. I, I've got... I, I probably have a Dreamcast Leica. I've got the House of the Dead Dreamcast Leica sitting on the shelf right there, wasted. Yeah. Just send okay. it to Bobby. <laughs> well, I'd have to hook the Dreamcast up in the other room, though, because I do have a CRT still, but it's like an HD CRT that doesn't get used. Do light guns not work on LCDs? That's the word. I hadn't even thought about that. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Will my uh, Get Bass fishing controller work on an LCD? That, that will still work. You know, it will. It's just a okay. bit of interesting continuity here. Dreamcast was the first time I ever bought a console on launch day, and until now, I bought the PS4 on launch day, so that's the om- that's the second time ever. Mm, that's not a good omen. I hope it doesn't Dreamcast. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Dreamcast? PS4? I actually, I imported, well, I got it for Christmas, um, the Dreamcast in, you know, 98. We got, we got the N64 so. really soon, but not on launch day. So Stevie and I were Dreamcasting for close to a year. Before wow. I came out here, suck that '90s kids. Hmm. Yeah, we were playing some Virtual Fighter Three TB. Mm-hmm. I was playing room. Dino Crisis Japanese import version before anyone before the game came out in America. Oh wait, wait did didn't you import the stick though, Beef? Didn't we both have the stick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, we even both had the stick, guys. Yep. suck it. That was, that's still kids. a good stick. Beef knows a good stick when he sees one. Decent amount of money. I do. If there's anything I know, it's a good stick. We had that. We had Sega Rally. Played a little mm-hmm. bit of that. Sonic, of course. Had to show mm-hmm. off with Sonic. Yeah, Sonic I had this Dreamcast weird virtual good. pet thing with that little c- controller gimmick thing. Well, that's the mm-hmm. thing. I could never do that because I, didn't, I yeah. couldn't read it. Yeah. I didn't know what was going and on. I never actually did that so part of it. we just played the regular levels. What was that called? Choo Choo's. Cho. C-H-A-O. I don't know if it's Chow or K-A. K-O. K-O. Because the K-O. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like at that time, well, virtual pets were like a big thing in general with the Tamagotchi and stuff. So like they were trying to do that. Mm-hmm, it's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. I like that they try to do something. Yeah, the the VMU. Yeah. Well, the PS One had one too. That they released one in Japan. Um, there was a memory card that was. A... I remember the the VMU was stupid expensive for a little space. I had. I had to buy a second VMU because I was playing so much Fantasy Star Online. I wanted to have more characters for Fantasy Star Online. So I bought some. I bought some yeah. cheap yeah. like third party third brand or whatever quadruple space vmu oh i had that that was good and it corrupted after like a few months and i lost all my characters oh that's 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 so good i had yeah i had four i was able to do four because each one yeah was a different so i was like oh yeah, shit i, I got tons of characters card, yeah. now but it broke you almost needed that because that's that's how i saved my fire pro data too you need one of the big ones because even I, I don't think it's saved to the original weren't the original vmu small? yeah they had a screen but yeah. the aftermarket one had no screen and it had like four right. lights, and each light represented a different bank or something. Yeah. Yep, I had the same one. Remember that, but it broke. It, it corrupted. I don't think mine corrupted yet. I bet it's corrupted by now, homie. I bet it's no. corrupted by now. I almost guarantee it. There's, if you had PSO characters on them, they's dead. You know what I was disappointed by? At that, that same mall trip when I got Death Crimson yeah. Ox, uh, I replaced the battery for my Saturn. I really I want that up recently. Though. Let us let us know what that costs. Cart. Yeah, ten fifteen really? bucks. If you want to get it with the box and everything, you <laughs> gotta pay sixty plus. But no, it's it's not worth that for Zardian. Uh, so I replaced the the Saturn battery, but uh, all my Saturn saves are gone that were saved to the internal storage. Uh, that's not cool, Sega. 
let's talk about this Sega. Make sure you, if you're still at this point in the show, um, yeah. let Sega. We know you listened, but we don't know if you made it to three hours and fifty. Gotta go to four hours. Yeah. And if you're if you're if you're still out there, just send a note to at Sega and let them know that that's just not cool. Yeah. That whole losing your Saturn saves. Now I do still have the memory cart thing that plugged in, mm-hmm. um, which I figured out back then. I have like, I don't even know what brand it is. Uh, I just picked it up at Toys R Us or something cheap, but. It's one of the ones that acts as a, uh, like, you can play import games with it as long as it's plugged in. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't advertised as that, and I don't think anybody really knew it did that. I stumbled upon it by accident. <laughs> but all my saves are still on there. Good news. Yeah, some of the battery backup stuff's crazy. Like, uh, people still have, like, SNES game saves from oh, I God knows do. when, and they're still just ticking along fine. I, I don't know if I said this on the show or not, that um, a friend of mine... He had had my Zelda SNES since 93 or 4, probably. Mm-hmm. And he got it back to me. Um, recently, he found all these SNES games. I'm like, I think that's my Zelda. So he sent it to me because he doesn't have an SNES to hook it up with and uh, or to hook up. I tested it, and there's still Bob saves. Nice. I'm like, it's always so weird when you load weird. up some ancient game and you, you see your old saves from childhood. There's something weird about that. It's like, whoa. It's, it's almost like childhood. the game doesn't even... It's re- weird. It's like the- as far as the game is concerned, no time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's tomorrow. It's like, hey, oh, hey, welcome back. You know, it used to be weird as, like, the early days of, like, um, or, like, let, let's say later days of, like, the Xbox or even, um, you know, PS2 and you put a memory Xbox card in. Xbox had a hard drive. When, yeah. that's what I mean, early days of Xbox or the PS2 when you put a memory card in. You would look at, like, a game that you thought you had just played recently but it's really not. It was like four years ago or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. I was going to go back to Shenmue 2. <laughs> it's, it's so weird that Super Nintendo cartridges have so often will still retain their save data after 20 years or what, 20 plus years. This is a this is a good test. Do you think my original NES Zelda has my saves? Um, I have it here. I could check. I, I would I say 50-50, but I would just say yes. Probably yes. That's not interesting if you're... I mean, uh, that's like... That was like one of the first battery games. We're talking yeah, it was one of the first battery backup games, but, you know, those batteries kind of last forever, so... We're closing in on 30 years for that that's, battery. Yeah, that but those crazy. batteries really do last a freaking long time. It's... I don't even understand how that all works. To me, it's incomprehensible... Incomprehensible that... Is that the right word? Incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible, incomprehensible. <laughs> that... Game cartridges with their battery and them still hold their saves from childhood, but it's true they do. I don't know how that works. But wasn't it also incomprehensible back then that it even saved to the? Yeah, cartridge? that was weird because I was mm-hmm. most things had a password. That was weird. Remember going on Metroid yeah. and putting those long passwords. You know, I don't in. have to write down ten different symbol codes. Yeah, <laughs> the best is when it's a symbol oh, sent... instead of a letter or a number. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> Turkey sandwich, bicycle. <laughs> Well, I sent Peter one recently, or I posted it to the chat. I was playing Soul Blazer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're not even like icons. They're I'm just s- completely fabricated glyphs right. of some I'm sort. I'm sorry, I was yeah. playing Sky Blazer, which, oh, do I have yes, time to yes. tell that story? I, I, you gave me an idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, so no. I went on eBay. I, I, somebody was talking about Soul Blazer. So I go on eBay, and for whatever reason, I type in, just because I knew about the game too, I type in Skyblazer. And I saw it was like 
16 bucks or something. I'm like, sweet, I heard such good things about this. I get the game, and I'm like, I'm playing through it. I'm like, this isn't what I thought Soul Blazer would be like. But, and in my head, I'm still not... Uh, it's not gelling that I'm not playing Soul Blazer. <laughs> I've purchased now... Like, I've seen this now in my email a bunch. That It's Sky Blazer. It's sitting in the SNES. This was like three months ago. And uh, finally, I'm like... I, I asked my girlfriend because I was playing Sky Blazer. And I'm like, can you look up... Is Soul Blazer different? <laughs> I think it's a different game. And it it is different. And uh, but I found out about Sky Blazer because of this. And Sky Blazer is actually excellent. <laughs> it's like a ninja side scrolling platformer. Yeah, it's actually really that good. That makes no sense. That's what you gave me the idea for another game we should do on the retro podcast. It should be Run mm-hmm. Saber. You know what Run Saber is? What? Run Saber nope. is like a relatively unknown game on Super Nintendo, but it's really good. It's a, it's like it's a lot like Strider. It's like a side-scrolling ninja game, and it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it sounds like Strider and Russian Attack Run had a baby. Saber. Really good. When you say not very well known, that makes me think expensive. Since I'm playing these the right way, that scares uh, me. Yeah. Oh my god! Look at that box art. It's got cool box art. I like. Yeah, it's gonna be like thirty, forty, fifty bucks. <laughs> I never played this game. It's good. Where are you coming up? I with remembered these? it from. Um, I, I forget. I know. I've. I've. I. I, I saw it before. And I'm looking up. Did you just Google? No, I swear to games? God, I've actually played this. A long time ago. Just like Zardian. I don't. I don't know. You're gonna say because I just looked it up. You're gonna go like, "Oh, you played Plot." I actually right? did or play Dora Plot. Me Plot Fantasy. Like a boomerang. You threw your body parts like a boomerang. I had that. Plot was actually a bad example because I played that too. But you played Dora Me Fantasy, right? Or Goemon Ganbare no. two. <laughs> two. I'm not making this <laughs> up. The Zar- I played the, the first Zardian. one, but not the second <laughs> one. Was, Never knew there was a sequel. Twin thing was a real story, and Run Saber is a real story also. The reason I thought of Run Saber is because you were talking about a game that's like it. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, he he really did come up with that. You were talking yeah. about Sky Blazer, and that's similar to Run Saber. That's why I thought of it. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened with my brain there with Sky Blazer, Soul Blazer. Oh, you got Blazer too. Yeah, I got Blazer. It looks a lot like Strider. That was what we were talking about, though, was doing uh, maybe an, an, an NES Strider versus Genesis Strider. I like the NES one better. I, I didn't play a lot of the Genesis one. A buddy of mine had it, but I had the Nintendo one. So the NES one was more interesting. It was less of an arcade game and more of a platforming type game like then. I just remember going to Egypt. Remember mm-hmm. Egypt? Wait, you went I to Egypt, Egypt and played Strider, or you went to Egypt in Strider? Both. Both. You played Egypt in Strider. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of talk back then that it was only going to release in Egypt, so I booked the flight, played it there. Of course, then it came out here. But Did you ever play James Pond? I wasn't so a bad. James Pond guy. Terrible, terrible. Even as a kid, I was like, oh. "That's." I rented. That's I have. I cried because of James Pond when I was a kid. We could rent a game from Blockbuster and just on. A, it was going to be something I wanted, but instead we just on a whim went with James Pond, and then I got home and realized it was fucking horrible, and I cried. <laughs> that that is bad because it ruins your whole weekend. Bubsy is awful. Yeah, I played that one too. I didn't have as much of a problem with Bubsy as I have with um, James Pond. James Pond was such terrible shit. Shitting on, uh, shitting on James Pond reminded me of Bubsy. 
and how disappointed I was. I, was. I literally I have, cried well, over it. I, I think I even like I cried so much I got my mom to go get a different game or something. Yeah, because yeah. I, I did the same thing I've where I that. burned my weekly rental or something on Bubsy, and I deeply regretted it. Wait, so you burned a weekly rental? The same friends who pre-ordered Faceball 2000 were super mm-hmm. psyched for Bubsy and pre-ordered that uh, too. Well, it was pretty. Well, there's a lot of back then. There was some hype leading up to Bubsy. It was like the yeah. next Mario. It was a Mario killer for Super Nintendo. Yeah, it wasn't. It being, and did, didn't it, kill too much. Terrible. The original SNES platformer was just okay. It wasn't. Uh, I actually. This is a kind of a. Here's here's what I'll admit at the end here. Since you admitted shit and crying yourself, and masturbating. Uh, <laughs> at least it wasn't at the same time. Uh, wait! Don't don't I, don't uh, be so fat. Don't discount Let's that. Let's not yet. go there. Uh, so I have a Jaguar ultimate here. Ultimate release. That I had gotten somewhat recently. That's not the that's triple not what ultimate I'm release. Admitting to. I have a Jaguar here. There was a Bubsy game on Jaguar, and uh. it was really cheap on eBay back when I was. I go like I do this binge and purge on eBay like yearly. The beginning of the year, I'll look and I'll like be obsessed with it and buy and shit I don't need, and then September comes around and I make like a thousand dollars selling eBay shit. So I saw Bubsy for like 19 bucks, like in the box, perfect condition. I'm like, yeah, Bubsy Jaguar. I bet you that's not that bad. It's that bad. It's, it's awful. Like it's unplayable. Wow. You, and I defy anybody to even beat the first level. You won't. I'll take that challenge. Defy you. We'll see about that at the end of January. I don't think so. You're you're coming here, but you're not coming here, right? Like you're coming to Philly. Mm-hmm. So are we meeting in Philly? Let's just discuss our plans on the air here. <laughs> we do have eleven seconds yeah. to fill. Uh, yeah, we're staying downtown. All right. All right. Well, but we'll, I'm, I'm sure we can make a sojourn out to your neck of the woods for some Bubsy. We did it. Yeah, we just did it. Hours. Nice. This is the <laughs> longest easy that's hours. ever been made, Woo! ever. It's probably one of the longer podcasts that's ever been made. Yeah, we this gotta, is a milestone. we got to really see what happens with the track here. Watch but, it. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't ruin it. You guys. All right, guys. All it's right. been fun. I think we need to call it at the four-hour mark. I think so, too. I think all so, right. too. This is all I've done with my night, by the way. I got yeah, me home too. and I sat down. I still need to eat uh, dinner. Yeah, I, I heated something up I'm like gonna buy an hour and a half like ago. Right Fucking 1030. When you guys were doing your rust thing, yeah. I was making dinner. Wow. That I was, wish I had done that. But Let's I didn't eat it. It's ruined. Oh. It's ruined. Let's Let's I am not going to buy it right Let's now buy, because I'm too weird from starvation. Okay. All right. Probably. Hey, Beeve, we were talking about splitting this up. Yeah, I don't, don't think we can. Yeah. You can't I put it. all the weird stuff at no, the end. I think we have to put it up this one. Make not work for the weird yeah. stuff. <laughs> we just start. We cut it at like three hours and 50 minutes. And I beat up to James Bond or whatever they said. <laughs> beat off the Tomb Raider two. It's somehow it somehow it beat well, you could, Raider two. You could splice it together to say he shit himself beating off yeah, to James Bond. Somehow it being Tomb Raider yeah. two makes it weirder than if it was Tomb Raider one. I don't know why. It just does. <laughs> yeah. But that's the truth. Well, you'd finally you now had to get the release. Now I'm gonna have to go look up footage of Tomb Raider two. two Tomb I specifically remember. Wow, she walks and it's kind of a sexy motion. That's what put it over the top for me. Where I had to, you know. <clears throat> 
At least you kept it alive with the new Tomb Raider game, because didn't you do no, the exact same thing? I never beat the new Tomb Raider. I'm just too old for this shit. I don't know about that. Don't you think I would I say think it you if admitted I did? That I even. told you I shit myself. I thought you did say it. Yeah, I thought he did, did say, say it too. That? that sounds maybe it just sounds so appropriate. It just seems like something. Why wouldn't I you? I guess is what we're saying. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Oh, good times. All right. Later. See ya.